And we're live, episode 292 of Painkiller Already with our guest, Richard Ryan. A Pokemon master, I hear. Oh. So we got a few uh, few sponsors tonight. Uh, we got Audible, of course, coming back. Tracker. Uh, CISO, which we told you about last time. And uh, a brand new one, Nature Box. Um, Nature Box is some really tasty stuff. I'll, I'll break some of that out later. We'll talk about all the sponsors later on. But uh, let's start the show. Where do you want to begin? Well, with Richard Ryan, our guest. Thanks uh, for coming yes, back. Yes, of man. course. Let, let's just get right into it. Let's let's start talking about. I don't know if your 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 viewers are are a little burned out on the the power gliding and para, okay. paragliding and everything, but I got I got to hear details on this. I actually don't talk about it all the time or anything. Maybe if I actually fly, we'll bring it up. So hopefully they're not too burnt out. Do you what have you mean a actually? Fly? I'm sorry. So, so where are you at in the process? I've had three flights on two different days, mm-hmm. and um, okay. my instructor has like cleared me uh, to fly solo. If, if there's, he's in that tight gap between competency and disaster. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that like first twenty flights where all the accidents happen. Here I am, and uh, <laughs> so um, uh, what I'm doing actually Saturday, uh, just the day this uploads, I'm going to another airfield that's closer to me. And I'm going to fly there. So I, I'm, I'm, my hope is to, one, go to a, a nice big field to fly in. So it, it's like uh, yeah, forgiving of mistakes. And I'd like to meet other local paramotorists and you know make some friends and stuff. Maybe people I could fly with. You paramotor buddies. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. And you guys can fly in your V formation, like black sails <laughs> like going geese. over town, striking fear <laughs> into the hearts of... It's anyone who looks up. I, I don't. Fifteen miles an hour. I think it's like jet ski. They're coming. Jog for it. If you've yeah. ever had a jet ski, like they're fun alone, but they're a hundred times more fun with everybody else. And that's agreed. That's kind of what I'm hoping to create. So, so I can, have you had that moment yet, though? Have you like? So for me, everybody's like, "What's the first first time you went skydiving? What was that like?" Uh huh. I'll be honest. It's not special. It's it's nowhere near special because for me I couldn't I couldn't do something like a tandem skydive. Uh, I never I've never done a tandem skydive. My very first skydive was solo, uh, AFF level one, and the reason for that is because I'm terrified of heights. And despite what a lot of people might perceive by the stuff that I do, I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I just sometimes get paid to do things For that I don't that necessarily don't feel comfortable with. Richard doing. Ryan yeah. goes skydiving, he goes wingsuit diving, he goes uh, halo jumping, which is pretty much skydiving from really up high. He does, he's like an expert. Yeah. I didn't expect you to say you were afraid of heights. And I don't know how you didn't yeah. tandem. I thought you had to tandem. See, what you're missing no, 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 Richard you don't. Is that Richard hustles. Big time. If there's if there's a job to do he, across the country, he's gonna get in his truck. He's gonna drive there overnight, and he's gonna be there the next morning. Like here I am. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I love he's gonna be time. jazzed. And he's gonna be happy, and he's gonna be uh, positive. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So so first first skydive. I couldn't do I couldn't do tandem though. Your tandem does count towards your uh, your license because mm-hmm. it's time time in the sport. Um, so if you wanted to get that that tandem rating later on in life, and you did a tandem jump ten years before you started AFF, that actually counts for time in the sport. Oddly enough, but um, for me, going up with somebody else in control means that I kind of am left to my own devices, where my mind can wander and I can think about all the things that can go wrong. But for AFF level one and being forced to go up there and say, "Hey, 
I've got to pass. I have to do this work. I have to check in. Uh, I have to check in with my main side instructor. I have to check in on my reserve side instructor. I have to tell them the altitude. I have to do all this work. And I'm so focused on the busy work that I didn't really have that time to psych myself out in the skydive. And so it was, it was all said and done. And I'm like six jumps in. And I'm like, oh, man, this, I just don't. I, I don't remember any of it because it's all going so fast from the work. And it was really funny. I remember when it clicked, I was like, I was psyching myself out for AFF level six. And that's the instability exit. That's where you're supposed to ball up. Um, and the instructor's supposed to like kick you out of the airplane in like the f- ball or fetal position. And you're supposed to hold an unstable fall for three to six seconds and then gain fix stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fix it. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, oh, oh, geez, oh, geez. I don't, can I do this? Can I do this? Clearly people do this. And then I was like, I saw who my instructor was, and her name's Hannah Betts. And she's this, this really cute little um, British chick and just so disarming to see her as my instructor. And I'm like, oh, dude, you totally got a man up. You got a man up for this. <laughs> and, put me in a and so I did. And it all went well. It was it was like, and then whenever I pulled and I was under canopy, there was this like huge sigh of relief. And I, I remember it was it was kind of close to a sunset load. And I was looking like out at the horizon, not to be like, oh, it's just so it's so spiritual. But let's try try to tell people it's like, I I don't I don't know different people what they believe in if they believe in uh, deity, God, whatever it is. It's like being under canopy at that moment. It was really, really spiritual because I was like, I'm not supposed to be here in in the world like this, but I'm here, and I'm I'm slightly comfortable. Like I I I I just mm-hmm. see the world in a way that I've never seen it before. And in an airplane and everything else, there's all this yeah. noise. You're moving. There's people, but it's quiet. There's like yeah. nothing, nothing right here. And I was like. Oh wow, this is pretty cool. Now, granted, I I I I went in the sport with the intention of getting to the point of wingsuiting because that's just something that I thought <clears throat> I I would like to try because how to train your track. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's why but, that's why it happened but, because yeah. Just yeah, because of yeah. how to train your dragon. That movie, you saw a dragon, and you were like, "Some people have Christianity, some people have Islam. I want to be able to fall yeah. from the sky quickly in at least four different ways." That's no, my just, religion. No, because you got a deal. I didn't get where Kyle was saying. Like, Wait. A yeah. Oh no. So, so relativity, relativity for act of valor. They um, they they wanted me to do uh, a few different things for the film, and I was like, okay, well, I could do some C4 breaching and deck cord and whatnot, and which I did, which they ended up um, pulling the video saying that it could have been used for terrorists as a tutorial or whatever. You it's know like, what they right, told whatever. us? We were on set filming our, accompany, uh, our accompanying piece. We were, we were both doing one through, for, for, for them, mm-hmm. and, and they told us that you made an assassination guide. And I was like, <laughs> What did he do? And like it was described to me as like Yeah, it was described to me as you like sneaking up on like bad guys like in blackface and like slitting throats or something like that. And I was just I was and we're out there like, you know, (laughs) blowing up a truck and jumping in the lake and and try to we're recreating like scenes from the movie. And I'm like he made an assassination guide. That doesn't sound <laughs> no. like him. That <laughs> no, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing like door breaching, 
and I'm not even showing people how, how people stack on the door before they breach. And I saw your video, and I'm like, Kyle did a fucking drive-by. <laughs> and I, 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 I mean, anybody can go to Walmart, get a gun, and do what Kyle did. But nobody's going to get C4 and deck cord and blow a door in like but I, I did. But I, I like, I used to worry about me. <laughs> I didn't care, though. I mean, I, I was a little butthurt because, you know, like, when you make a video, you're kind of proud of it. You want to you wanna put it up and everything, but, you know, they still pay me for it. So I was like, I'll take it. But the other one I was doing was, was a Halo jump. And I'd never skydived before, so I was like, all right, well, I'll do that. And so I got to learn to skydive him because they bought the film, I think, the week of the uh, Osama bin Laden assassination. They they were like six months out from actually releasing it. So they're like, hey, you got time to learn how to skydive. You want to do this halo jump thing? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I just started skydiving, and um, you know, before I knew it, uh, and it took a month to get my license the weather wasn't that great but i mean if you really wanted to get your license you could probably people do it in a week i mean you can I crank did. out 25 jumps each. was the reason that you had to was... do it tan or you didn't do it tandem at first because you're afraid of heights and they thought like you might freak out on someone and like they wouldn't be able to save you Does that makes sense no, i hadn't no, thought no, about that no, before no i i mean i would i i don't think you know i i've been in a few situations in life where i had the opportunity to freak out and I really surprised myself and my, like, for as douchey as it sounds, to the ability to focus. And I, from, from motorcycle accidents and, and how I corrected different things to different scenarios, um, I, like, I step back from it and I go, oh, wow, like that, that adrenaline from the situation and understanding that something bad was happening forced me to focus and I didn't lock up. So... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't You're be still too worried. Decisions in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. And and but the thing is, is I've I've been wearing a heart rate monitor, trying to figure out like what my heart rate is at different points. So I'd be mm-hmm. curious for you to do this, Woody. Uh, whenever you're whenever you're getting ready, do you have like um, a polar heart rate monitor or anything like that? No, most people don't have those. <laughs> Just Dude, they're not. Oh, you're you're missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> I, no, I don't have one. Like- Although it's kind of interesting as a as a concept. I yeah, I'm actually thinking that would be funny for some of the stuff I do. Like how, uh, like right before I, I want to have it when up. I'm playing Pokemon Go, so you can see me go from kind of content to absolute rage immediately, <laughs> just to see from when. Uh, oh, look at that! Finally, something fucking new. Let's try and throw the ball. Oh, and it froze. Well, hopefully this hard restart will oh, it'll still geez. be here. Oh no, no, no more Charmeleon for you, idiot. Hmm. Not for you. Go back to Pidgeys, you fuck. That's how I feel in this game right now. <laughs> I've caught so many Pidgeys that it's it's bananas. I've caught like 1,200 Pokemon, each worse than the last. I want to see uh, GameStop put up that oh, Facebook God. video today. It's like um, it, it, it's it's um, it's like a, a meme, like a, a one minute video meme about uh, hatching Pokemon, and it no, starts off like like loading uh putting a egg into an incubator and then it it's like force gump on the porch as he starts to get running and then he takes <laughs> off running and it's like he just keeps running or whatever and it shows like the meter going up on the incubator and then the fucking thing hatches and it's a pidgey <laughs> so dude you got your uh like skydiving license for a video yeah. 
And you just you just like yeah. sort of hustled and you got it. All. I I was under the impression that you like had it and that's why you were appropriate for that video. You were just like, no, I'll, I'll learn to do it and then we'll make it happen. And it took a month. For sure. That's for sure. cool. Yeah. Now the wingsuit yeah. thing. And, and, how much, have you had that? Have you had that moment yet, though? Like that's what I was getting at. Have you what, had that moment where you've been able to kind of sit back and appreciate the? I, I, I hate the I, grandeur I feel like a of it all. all this stuff, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, the, the beauty yeah, of like man, the yeah. moment. So I, I feel like a hippie. I mean, totally. Like yeah. Like go you're ahead, up there Taylor. With you God. answer the question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, with Pokemon Go, it, it's, so it's not natural, right? It's nothing that you experience. <laughs> it's nothing you experience up until that point. So it's 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 really unique. I hung up oh, on him because he's fucking what? with me. <laughs> 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 I'm so tired of it <laughs> every show. Did yeah, I, it's, I just dropped. Did yeah. I drop? Bummer no, about that. Head hung up on you. <laughs> oh, did you hang <laughs> that up was the most popular thing oh, in the world. Oh, God. Okay, hold on. God fucking forbid we talk about literally the biggest thing on the planet. Let's talk about something that 60 people in the south southeastern United States are doing right now. I hear you're coming from. There's thousands. <laughs> thousands. Wow, thousands. Well, this is uh, how many of our audience million. are paramotoring? W- one. Go ahead, including Taylor. the hosts. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> no. I, 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 like I, it was like Richard's doing this thing. It's tremendously interesting. We were going to talk about it. It's sort of something we have in common with the guest. And like he asked me a question, and you literally answer it instead and take it to Pokemon Go. And I like I don't even know what's right here because you're right. It is totally popular. You know, they, it's bigger than Twitter, right? So yes, like I, I haven't Pokemon cut Go, off. Go. And, Any and Pokemon talk back. thus far, but you know, I also don't even get but a chance to jump in. But this is three hours long, right? So yeah, we got time to cover it all. <laughs> yeah, four I, hours. Four hours. Four. Yeah. So there is time yeah, for everything. But go ahead. Like I, I feel like I'm being a baby. Go, you talk about Pokemon. But um, yeah, I don't know. Richard was even before the show. He was like looking forward no, to but, talking but to us about. Tell me, tell me, have you had that moment? Have you had that moment yet where you've been able to appreciate like just being up there and like n- and not worried about everything that's going on? Have you like I'll like, say no put faith in your equipment? I, 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 I feel like I'm easing into that. You know, I, I've had some flights where they're like, you know what? Take a minute. You're not landing right now. You're not doing anything. Just enjoy it. And he's my uh, instructor even gave me a guide like, oh, yeah, see to your north. That's the tallest spot in you know North Carolina or whatever it was. And uh but still, I've had three flights for a total of maybe like 25, 30 minutes. And, you know, some a lot of that is just spent like launching, like, I don't know, getting settled in or finding my landing spot. And I'm looking forward, hopefully Saturday, to just like not being in a hurry to do anything. Not knowing that I'm not like, you know, if I fly too long, I'm really stealing time from the other students because there's only a limited window in, in how long we can fly. I was, Saturday, I was talking to my be. dad. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I was talking to my dad about you the other day and your in your paramotoring thing because he at one time had some thoughts of getting one of the tricycle model ones, um, and I, I was like, you know what he need? when I mentioned what yours was, he's like, oh, but you know, he, he was like, it seems like on takeoff or landing, if things went wrong, you just kind of fall on your face, and I was like, yeah, I think that's the fear. He's like, mm, he should be wearing some knee pads or something. About 40 years old is when a man can ruin his knees. <laughs> like, like, he's like, you go down at 40, you might not get back up. <laughs> he's like, I remember 40. <laughs> I, I, I was, so when you hang, like you hang from these like carabiners and you can be too far back, you can be too far forward. And I was really nervous that like, it, mine wasn't right. And so far I've fallen both forwards and backwards. So I feel like we've nailed it. <laughs> you know? I want you to wear some knee pads. I really am afraid <laughs> that like you're going to like, 
take a header and like and you have a helmet on that's a I badass do. helmet i love his helmet like like i don't know if you saw his video of his helmet but it looks like um no. um uh, like Judge Dredd or something. I wish he would paint stick. it to match Judge Dredd. It like comes down. It's all mirrored and shit. And he's got the mic and everything. It's it's a very nice helmet. I got a I, fucking toothless helmet with the green eyes, and I got a, a tooth. I, I, I don't know what that means. A from toothless. How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. Oh, oh. is that a character? <laughs> That's right. I've seen that. Dragon? Yeah, yeah. So 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 the dragon's like head is like and then the eyes and then the wingsuit itself is all black and then the tail is split with the red little viking thing on it and everything yeah do, do you want to it's, it's a bit session uh, do you want to i don't know if you do or not do you want to talk about the specifics of what went down with the how you train a dragon thing because like i know exactly what went down and i and um i just like that you were so much of a fan of it that you went ahead and did everything oh yeah i mean so so uh, a little i mean I'll consult for studios and brands um, from the programming side and analytics and marketing and everything from time to time. And uh, 20th Century Fox uh, had brought me in a few times to look at a few things here and there. And they asked me if I wanted to to potentially pitch something for How to Train Your Dragon because we had talked about one brand deal that didn't go through or whatever blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I really, really want to do something for this. So much, in fact, that I went ahead and had a custom wingsuit made like Toothless. I had the helmet made like Toothless. Uh, I can't really afford to buy all the other wingsuits, but uh, this is for How to Train Your Dragon 2, um, which for those of you who may have or have not seen it, the dragons are part of the Viking culture in the second movie where they're not necessarily in the first one. Mm -hmm. And so they do this thing called dragon racing where the Vikings ride the dragons and they race them through like this obstacle course and they're trying to catch these sheep and put them in baskets like basketball. So what <laughs> I was going to do is is get a bunch of my friends together and we were gonna and have terrify like, a bunch four. of sheep <laughs> exactly we're just gonna fuck a bunch of sheep it was gonna be great so, uh, <laughs> then you'll get banned for being like isis again <laughs> this isn't like the movie they're furious <laughs> <laughs> so, so i was gonna have like four wingsuits made like the 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 main dragons in the movie and then have four skydivers cosplay dress as Vikings, and I actually have the I, I went and bought a, a mattress, a Serta mattress, and told the, the the clerk, the sales clerk, I was like, I will only buy this mattress if you sell me those two massive plus sheep, you know, the ones with the numbers that they like count because <laughs> yeah. they don't sell those. And I was like, I won't buy this mattress unless you sell me those two sheep in on the deal. And he's like, all right, done. MSRP is like, let's do it. And what so was the I MSRP? It cut out for a second. Oh, so um, it was like 2000 bucks for the mattress. Ooh, damn. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was, it, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the Casper deal that I got. <laughs> I got, got two Caspers for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so, so what we were gonna do is have have the skydivers uh, dressed as Vikings ride us um, dragon wingsuiters, and we were gonna use the sheep and drop them on a bullseye and try to take each other out in like a big epic skydive thing. We're going to recreate and, it as closely as a human being can. That's, it's really yes. impressive. Yeah. 
You're gonna have. And so the, just it, to clarify for the audience, you got one guy cosplaying as a dragon and the other as a Viking, and and he's sitting on your back writing you in. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I didn't get that. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> Carry on. Really? Yes. And not just oh, once. Oh, you and, think and there's three sets of that, <laughs> <laughs> or four, four sets of that, right? Or just two? Yeah, four of us. Four of us, and then we're all flying together, trying to take each other out and get the sheep, and then drop it on the bullseye on the ground. That's awesome. Insanity. So what? What happened? What happened? Um, well, I don't know if I like should say. Let's oh, just say, okay. Yeah, that's that's what, what I was one, wondering one, if you wanted one, to talk about. Yeah, I mean, one of the executives wouldn't um, like. Uh, Fox was really cool with it. They loved it. They loved everything. Um, another company um, who is affiliated with them to an extent that isn't part of their company was uh, an executive, but he he felt it was a little too unsafe. And I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? This is like one of the safest things we can do. <laughs> it's like we're not proximity flying mountains or anything like that they do in Point Break. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> relatively safe. I mean, we're jumping out of airplanes. But oh, that's a shame. But, but you still go. had the suit and everything, so you, you, you know, you <laughs> I'm, did I'm gonna do it. Away. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I, I've already how got much it in did the queue. It, how much did it cost to make that suit of your own hard-earned money? Um, helmet, helmet, sheep minus the mattress, um, and everything else. I mean, the the suit itself was two thousand. The helmet's about five six hundred, and then the sheep probably should say another four hundred in on the mattress. So it's a few thousand dollars. Um, but I use the crap out of it. I mean, it's sure. so much fun. I love it. Um, it. It's one of those things where it, it's not. It's not like it's a a cricket set or something like that. That I'm just gonna like, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I have a wingsuit question. You know, P- people talk about yeah. how dangerous it is all the time, right? And and this is like paramotorists, skydivers, paragliders, hang gliders. They're all like, yeah, those wingsuiters, they're gonna die. Like, it all, what makes it so? E- is it dangerous to me as an uneducated guy? I'm like, I bet it's not much more dangerous than skydiving. It's just that the things people tend to do in wingsuits is dangerous, like proximity flying. It, yeah, that's very, very correct. And and, and it's actually a, a huge misconception. And it's it's actually, it's frustrating for me because, um, I mean, not to get too like emotional like i keep i keep preferencing stuff i need to stop apologizing uh but it's like you know i've lost a lot of friends in the last couple years and and like i mean a crazy amount like i don't think i've lost this many people in my life this fast um but it all comes from the exact same discipline and that's the problem when people talk about skydiving statistics skydiving is actually relatively safe like you you look at the statistics uh well so so wingsuiting, you have subsets, right? You have skydiving, wingsuiting, and then you have the different kinds of types of flying that people do from acrobatic to uh, distance, performance. They Like Red Bull has this race where it's about speed and gates and stuff like that. But then there's also proximity flying, which most people know of wingsuiting because they see Jeb Corliss. Mm-hmm. They see a lot of extremely talented guys. Um, that unfortunately have passed away, like Jonathan Flores, who was his camera guy, to um, Nebelkoff, to Ludo, all these guys that are just, just phenomenal, just exceptional, like grandfathers of the sport who ended up passing away. Um, 
you know, in different different scenarios where Nebelkoff is not a good example because it was skydiving, but wingsuiting, um, you know, it's just exploded with with companies that I won't necessarily say their names again, probably for liability reasons. But um, there's a lot of pressure for these guys to innovate and do the next big thing, do the next big thing. And when you're proximity flying down a mountain and you legit have inches of of room for error, which mean the difference between life and death. I mean, you're going 120 miles per hour forward speed, and if you hit a rock, it, 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 you're, you're done. It's like, so there's very, very small margins for error. So guys who proximity fly, like, even then, that's there's different extreme varying degrees of safety there. Because I know guys who base jump, Europe, they don't necessarily get all the best weather like we get here in Southern California, you can do 21, 25 jumps in a day like I did. Mm-hmm. And that's not even too taxing. But in Europe, they have crazy amounts of cloud cover and stuff like that. So what's the next best thing? Jump off of a cliff. So base jumping does seem to be a little bit bigger there because it's, one, legal, where in the U.S. it's not necessarily legal. That was going to be um, my next question. Was like, as, yeah. a, as someone who wingsuits, do you look at the base jumpers as like, oh, man. Uh, you got no room for error if it doesn't, you know, do you look at that as something even more dangerous? No, well, yes, yes and no. Yes, it's more dangerous in the sense that you only have one canopy or one parachute, uh, where skydiving you have two, um, and you can always cut away from your main to your reserve. But when you're base jumping, you have a much larger canopy, whereas, like, I jump a 190, which is 190... Uh, cubic feet of material um, for my my canopy. A base jumper is probably going to jump the equivalent of like a three, a three hundred, or a three twenty, or something like that, where it's bigger. So there's a higher probability of it pressurizing and being more stable, not having errors. Um, and then there's other little safety things like the lines, the brake lines. They um, they break away. So if, if there's a a malfunction or something like that, you just tear the velcro off, and then you'll like land pulling on the rear risers instead of brake lines. Little things like that where it's like it's not necessarily more dangerous it can be depending on the risks that you're taking. But a good example is the typical skydive in the U.S. is from 12,500 feet. And skydiving, you'll probably get 50 seconds of free fall time. Uh, Wingsuiting, you'll probably get anywhere from a minute and a half to three minutes. Well, if you jump from Brento in, in, in Europe, you're looking at, you're looking at a 10,000-foot cliff. So Ugh. it's fairly it's fairly comparable in height yeah. and flight time. It's just it's just the the consequences if you start proximity flying towards terrain. There's really and again, it's is it vertical proximity flying or is it horizontal proximity proximity flying? There's so many different varying degrees of danger. It's hard just to lump everybody into one category. It's How like terrifying. saying, yeah, this is a bad analogy, but I'll say it because it's something we know. It's like saying firearm you know homicide or whatever it is it's like firearm death okay what's homicide what's suicide what's this there's so many different variables you can't lump everybody into one category and that's what's frustrating with with skydiving where people say oh you know this many people died skydiving well honestly you look at the amount of people who were flying high performance canopies and were swooping which is like high performance canopy maneuvers um coming down to the ground and and Compare that to say tandems, which are extremely safe. I mean, there's millions upon millions of people without 
having any issues doing tandem skydives. And it, so it's, it's really like diving into the statistics and knowing what it is and not just going, oh, you know, just this is what I heard or whatever. Sure. So wingsuiting itself, getting back to your original question, is it more safe? Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, it is because I, I, I hate to say that I'm a scaredy cat, but skydiving scary man like you you jump with you start getting into these larger larger groups it's it's all about any aerial sport like that on your canopy or free fall is like it's all about what you're comfortable and what you think um the risk you're willing to take for what what benefit and whatever you're comfortable doing because if for me jumping in a group of 50 people doing a skydive when I don't know all of those guys is extremely terrifying to me because that's where you see a lot of problems where people open up or they cut away into somebody else and then they're like wrapped up in their canopy or they collide with them. And when you're skydiving, everybody's falling in the kind of the same area. And then when it's break off speed, you kind of uh, break off time. You kind of just, you get a little bit of separation and then everybody like pitches their canopies and they open up in this, this, this cluster wingsuiting. It's like, Hey, let's, Let's break off at 5,000 feet. Let's break off at 4,500 feet. Okay, great. Boom. You break off, everybody's flying away from each other. So you get so much more separation. And on top of that, whenever you say, all right, I'm going to deploy at, say, hypothetically speaking, 3,500 feet, you're going to reach back, you're going to grab your hacky, and you're going to pull your your pilot chute, which is going to deploy your main canopy and, and stop you from free falling. From 3,500 feet, you might be under canopy at 2,500 feet or 2,000 feet. Um, and, and so you set a, uh, um, uh, a safe altitude of 1,700. That's my, if, if I'm not under a good canopy, I'm going to cut away and go to my reserve, right? That's, that's you know, like 1,000, 1,500 feet. Whenever I'm wingsuiting, I'll pitch my canopy and I'll be under, uh, or I'll pitch my pilot and I'll be under my main canopy within 300 feet. So like I'll look down, and I'll see three thousand feet. I'll pitch, and it'll be like twenty-seven hundred feet. So I, I not only am I getting further away from the other people in the sky, I'm also giving myself more time to figure out any type of problem that I might have with my canopy, and if I need to cut away and go to my reserve. So to me, I feel more safe wingsuiting than I do skydiving. That makes sense. Just because, but just because I have more more control of where I'm going to be and who I'm going to be around and everything else. There's so a, again, there's a paramotor parallel. Like the numbers say that it's safer than riding a motorcycle and people do acrobatics in it and all this crazy stuff. And those people get hurt, but there are a lot of people in paramotoring that just want to enjoy a lawn chair in the sky, you know, buzzing around. And those are the people that make the numbers better. You know, they're the people that aren't getting hurt. So I think that's who I'm going to be. Just we'll see what time brings, but uh, you'll be doing yeah. like, 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 like the loops and rolls or something. People do like full on loops. You'd think it'd be impossible because you're hanging from the <laughs> no, wing. No, you're a pendulum. Of course it's possible. You just yeah. gotta be a badass yeah. and like uh, carry oh, that geez. wind. To it's keep like the going ceiling. all the way over a swing set. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, oh, there was, there's only like one kid in class who can do that shit. You gotta become that kid. That's gotta be your goal now. You gotta, you gotta wake Don't up do every it. morning. I'm a man you, of like, responsibility. Doing your chin ups in the mirror, like. One of the things I'm worried about is like you need to develop, like not need to, but people develop what they call the Kodak courage, you know, like you put a camera on them and all of a sudden they're not happy just buzzing around anymore. And like, no, go ahead. You were saying something. 
No, I was going to say that, that honestly, that's, that's, that is honestly this thing that I am constantly struggling with. It's the, for better or worse, I call it the GoPro effect. And it's like how many people out there are taking risks just because they know yeah. that this is something that they can upload to YouTube. Everybody's watching. And almost like, like, all like of them. Every- it's like I, I'm a, guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. That's why I started skydiving because that camera was on me. Would I have had the courage to do it on my own had I not one either been getting a paycheck or knowing that I had to man up because there's going to be a camera on me eventually? Mm-hmm. And it's the world I, star I totally hip hop effect, where as <laughs> it soon is. as you know filming it, is happening, like it gets bananas because suddenly it's like, oh shit. I'm not just in a fight anymore. I'm in an exhibition match that people are going to see. Exactly. People got to know that slightly overweight guy in red hat is 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 a good you know brawler, and that's what it is. You know, it's I as soon it. as you strap that GoPro on, sitting on the couch isn't okay anymore. You can't go for a jog. That Nobody number eight jacket that. guy may have never hit that woman if there was no camera going, but he had to yeah. slap a bitch. Just saying. Yeah, well, dude. it makes me it, it makes me a hypocrite, and I know that, but. Mm-hmm. It's still like part of me. It, it frustrates me in seeing, and and seeing that effect on on just content itself. Like, I like I like seeing maybe like the Devin Grams do things here and there where it's just like it's beautifully shot or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fun. There's an energy behind it. Great, but but the the I feel like content or athletes or people with these cameras have become. Those people in the YouTube comments who are always going first, first. I was first. I was first, bro. I was first. It's like, oh, okay. So you were the first person to do a backfly exit eating a candy bar. Good job. I mean, at and what the, point? Who cares? You were okay. You were first. The thing about the camera, like part of it is, like if you're not doing something incredible, then why are you putting this on YouTube? Like, there's that kind of pressure that exists. If I, like there's always someone out there going, you know, like you're just a regular person. This guy over here, you know, he's doing proximity flying, popping balloons six inches off the ground. Like, why are you even bothering? And it's like, is he oh. kicking them? I gotta know. How is he popping them? Like, literally, is how does, does he get like a spur on or so something? So they're actually a little higher. They're like three feet off cool. the ground. And how does he does he pop them or just hit them? Do you know what I'm talking about? Just hits them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he just hits them. What's but, it, Jeb? Um, something is that his here. name? Yeah, that that was Jeb. It was a funny thing was is like like I say the um I don't even want to say the GoPro effect. It maybe even uh, Moore's law to some extent, even though it's mm-hmm. not technology. It's like just because of cameras and and people knowing what's possible, the bar keeps yeah, getting raised absolutely. so much faster. Like it's like and, a global so, leaderboard effect. Like you'll yeah, be sitting yeah. there, and, like like you're the yeah. champ at your house, and, and then all of a sudden you click global, and you're like, oh. Well, I've got some improving to do. Mm-hmm. And, and the viewers see it like that, too. A good example was Jeb has, like, like he's he's the face, right, mm-hmm. uh, to a certain extent, because people saw Grinding the Crack, that video with a sail like a playing in the background and everything. He had and a reality got, TV and, show, didn't he? What was it called? Yes, he did. Was it, like, uh, Superhumans uh, or something? Adrenaline Junkies or something. Okay. I forget what it was. Um, but, then, but then he had a, the perfect example of how fast the bar is being raised. He, Red Red Bull China was putting together this thing called the um, Flying Dagger or something like that, where he's flying through this these two rock formations, which are fairly. It's don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything away from it because there's no way I'd be doing this. But it's flying between two 
massive rock formations. And this is like this huge media event that they're building up for like a few months, like three or four months. Well, maybe a month into the thing, uh, another phenomenally talented wingsuit pilot named Alexander Poli said, fuck it, I'm going to upload this one video of me flying through a hole in this rock that's like, I want to say, tw- 20 or 30 yards by 20 or 30 yards in the side of this mountain. And I'm like, this is this is legit threading the needle. Like, he flies in through the side of this thing. They call it the Bat Cave or something like that. Flies through it, and I'm like, dude, it does, like this other thing's irrelevant now. Like, <laughs> I've missed all my landings by 150 feet so far. <laughs> you oh, should be threading a needle, then, my friend. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, and it gives me a greater appreciation for what these guys are doing. It's, it is not an easy thing to estimate your glide rate and see where you're going to be, you know, 400 feet from now or 500 feet from now. I'm I'm sure these people are good at it, but me like, no, it's kind of hard to, to see where you're going to be. I'll send you a, a video when we, we finish here. Um, cause I do, uh, I, I encourage you to do this too. Not, not right now while you're learning, but uh, I do this more for me, not for the viewers and everything. So shameless plug. Um, <laughs> I do a video um, logbook. So you know how you keep your your written logbook of all your jumps or your flights and everything. I got so tired of doing all my my logging manually and losing my book. I said, screw it. I'm going to film every jump I do. And from start to stop, I'm just going to upload the raw footage. And so here recently... Um, the clouds have been epic, epic here in Tennessee. And I was like, I got to try proximity flying right out of the gate, like a balloon, like, I mean, a uh, cloud. <coughs> so pick, <coughs> sorry. No, you're good. So pick, uh, pick an overhang, right? Um, <laughs> because clouds are tricky, right? Because they're moving and everything too. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah, looking for they? like, I mean, a- come on. <laughs> A, a, C, a C formation like in the cloud, right? So there's an, a, an o, a clear overhang that I would, I would fly through or a hole or something like that. I had another guy with me. What kind of cloud like, is this we're talking about? Cumulonimbus. You're, okay. Those are the cloud suck clouds. Carry on. Those, those are awesome. They're Not for me. They're deadly <laughs> for a paramotorist. Yeah. Yeah. That's, how, he, uh, that's it, how his little journey turns into a Wizard of Oz type yeah. story. Cloud yeah. suck. But, so, so exiting, and, and the pilot was so cool. I was like, hey, could you set us out on this spot? It's a little bit away from the DZ. It's cool. Uh, he takes us up to like 14,000 feet, lets us get out. And, um, and so I picked this one spot, and I was like, I want to see how accurate I can be flying, not just happen to go through this one thing. I want to legit fly to this thing. And I drilled it like within feet of it closing up and it was so perfect so perfect i was like a minute out from hitting that i was like you you like hear me i'm going 120 miles per hour right so i have all this wind noise (laughs) and you hear me go whoa fuck yeah (laughs) 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 and like normally normally whenever i'm like I'm, I'm skydiving or wingsuiting, you don't talk. I mean, it's so fast and you're so hyper-focused that whenever you talk or you do things, it kind of takes you out of it and you fall. It's really <laughs> weird. 
Um, it, I feel like I'd just... hold my breath and like pass out, <laughs> just because I'd be so nervous. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, we'll go back to this real fast. Um, so the heart rate thing. Um, it was really weird because I I have this thing where I, I love sugar. I'm all about I'm all about sugar. I, I'm not not gonna shy away from that. But particularly like cookies, especially days that I wingsuit. I love cookies. I mean, I eat the crap out of it. I was like, dude, why am I craving cookies so much when I wingsuit? And I was like. Okay, whatever. I just put that in the back of my mind, and I was like, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to take it and put this heart rate monitor on it. And I just want to see, out of curiosity, what my heart rate's like whenever I'm at the drop zone." And so, from the time I go to put my rig on, my heart rate jumps up to 132 beats per minute from just putting <laughs> just putting my rig on. And you run a lot and, too, right? Like, like, like this is a this is a 132 from an athletic guy. Yeah, and then. And then I get on the airplane, and it jumps up to like 140, 145. Jeez. And by the time, by the time I exit, and keep in mind this this flight to altitude's 15 to 20 minutes. So by the time I exit, my heart rate jumps to 170, 175 ish. That's so and high. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so. I'm redlining this entire time. And it isn't until I take my, my rig off that everything goes back down. And it's like, it totally makes sense. Every single jump that I'm doing, I'm doing 40 minutes of high-intensity cardio. I need that, like, glucose <laughs> to keep me going. That's why I'm, like, the cookie monster. I'm such an idiot. I thought the way that story was going to go was going to be, so I put my heart rate monitor on and I jump up to, you know, 130 a minute. Then all I do, I pick up an Oreo, back down to 70. I mean, my God. I put the Oreo down 130, pick up the Oreo 70, eat it down to 60, you know? So I, I always eat six Oreos before every flight, you know? No, it's great, but I just what I, you said I, makes I, geek out, I geek out on things. I like seeing cause and effect of different things in life. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, is it, am I addicted to sugar? Probably. But also, like, why am I why am I craving this this intense on these days? And it totally makes sense. Water doesn't really satisfy me on days that I'm I'm wingsuiting and it, it that that's a clear indication that I'm not getting enough carbohydrates and stuff like that whenever I'm I'm red redlining my heart like that so I just I thought that was a a, a curious little bit of info you talked yeah, about how outrageous. cool you were under fire my um my second flight I, I I killed the engine by accident so I was coming in for a landing and we had decided that I was too high so I was going to throttle up and go for another landing. It's one of the upsides of a paramotor compared to like a parachute. If you don't like your landing, you just get, get try it again. Um, well, I, I, there's a kill switch. Like you've got this throttle in your hand that you squeeze. I'm trying to do it off camera. And then your, your thumb kills it. And I bumped the thumb into the risers. And oh my God, this, this is my second flight. And the big difference between my second and my third was the panic level. My IQ cut in half. I was just like, if my instructor wasn't in my radio, you know, telling me like what to do and, and you know, like where to go from there, I'm not sure that I would have thought of it on my own, even though it's pretty obvious, you know, oh, there's another landing strip right there, go for that one, etc. Um, I And at the very end, he told me to flare. I don't know if I would have, you know, flared my landing. At the really? Very, yeah. I... Now, it Style got points. better. <laughs> I'm better at it right now than I was on my second flight, um, but that was like... 
I don't know. Yeah, I was not cool under fire, and, and I have been at other times in life. You know, I'm not a complete. Yeah, but all like the you time. say, you're only a few flights in. That, yeah, that'll that'll definitely come as soon as you start trusting the equipment. I, if, I I equate it kind of to motorcycles in that sense, where a lot of guys who start riding motorcycles are like, oh, I'm never gonna do wheelies, or I'm never gonna go fast through a turn, and it's and then you realize, oh, okay, well these these, these tires are capable of handling that type of centrifugal motion mm -hmm. gripping gripping this weight to the asphalt okay i can lean a little bit further i can lean a little bit further or no i can do a willy at 120 and be fairly stable <laughs> stuff like that it's like oh, okay i get it i get it uh, honestly the the one thing that scares me more than anything is that um it, funny enough is health like health i'm i'm yeah i'm i'm like i'm worried that that this adrenaline jump or dump and everything that I'm I'm experiencing on a regular basis is going to make things a little bit more challenging for me in the future because it's like when you're constantly like tapping into that it's like I don't know yeah. does that have some type of effect it, on your endocrine addictive. system yeah it is addictive that's how people get addicted to skydiving or just anything that's dangerous because once I guess you've hit that level of adrenaline it's like not even drugs can hit that in the same way because like, I don't I don't know the science behind it. I'm completely ignorant to it. So I'd love for people to tell me tell me more about it. But like, th there's got to be some type of one dopamine effect or some type of effect on your endocrine system when it comes to testosterone or or, or adrenaline or something. Obviously, because you're constantly hitting that thing. But I I just don't know. Like for me, my life is so chaotic and so many things going on that the one time that I am forced to shut everything down is in that three minutes and I can't focus on anything else. So for me, it's like, oh, I'm meditating. This is kind of like my letting everything go and just focusing on the moment, which is really you, nice. You're you meditating as you're soaring towards the ground at 120 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Then you may already be too deep into the adrenaline, you know, addiction field. If you're thinking, God, I just need to chill out. <sighs> And just yeah. jump I imagine, though, you have, like, the brain chemistry of, like, a medieval warrior who's had thousands of engagements and hacked people apart with axes. Because, <laughs> like, every a, a, occasionally you just have to go into full-on fight, uh, fight mode, 170 beats per minute, and maintain it for 20, 30 minutes at a time. Like, yeah. the only other time you get that is in, like, war. <laughs> like, 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 battle, you know? Like, like yeah. it, it, if, or if you're, like, death row, like, like thinking any minute the guillotine's coming down or something like that. Like, it's rare that that is a good thing. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I wonder if that is, like, like, again, this is just all, like, speculative BS that I'm just talking out of my ass, but like you do bring up the, like the military thing that that's that is like interesting because I, I mean I would assume that they're definitely redlining a lot and definitely running off of adrenaline a lot, like what kind of effects that has on testosterone, on what that has on their endocrine system, what that has on their like what it has to do with PTSD and everything else along those lines and everything else. And it just, I, I'd be curious to see if there's any type of studies on that. You know what makes stuff. me curious with the military guys? Like there's a different set of rules. You know, they're literally killing people. And when they're not yeah. killing people, they're like, they're just like top of the food chain. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert in this, but I was reading about how they drive around in Baghdad. Not anymore. This is a few years ago. It was very dangerous for them just to stop. So if there were cars around them or whatever, the Humvees would just drive on the median. They'd push cars out of the way. They just, they, like, look, stopping for, 
a Humvee stopping in the in traffic is not an option. So they're going to do whatever it takes to just keep the vehicle moving and never go on the X. And living that life for a couple of years and then coming back home and driving between the lines, you know, not just driving between the lines, but like the whole set of rules involved, you know, do not walk on the grass, do not, you know, carry a weapon, do not do this too. Like when you start coming back to like American civilization and you've spent years, like there's a scene in um, Fargo, the TV show, and the guy looks at the cop and Kyle's great at quoting stuff line by line, but he's like, you know, your thing is you think there's rules there's no rules. Am I getting this close, Kyle? Yeah, very close. Yeah. yeah, yeah very so good. like if I'm a soldier and I've lived a life of no rules, right? I may have even accidentally like shot a wrong guy or I might even question in my head whether this was a good or bad shoot, you know, like maybe if sure. I gave them another second, they would have identified themselves as a civilian or I, I don't know, like this stuff happens in, in war. Now I come home and like, I, I don't know. I've just lived with no boundaries or very limited boundaries for so long. How do I get back to getting to work on time? Having a boss who hasn't seen the shit I've seen and, you know, like weekly status meetings where I'm supposed to give a fuck what my like manager thinks of me. Like, this is my new life. You don't understand what I got in me. Like, I, I've lived yeah. that. It's exactly no. like the end of Lord of the Rings <coughs> when after Frodo and Sam have destroyed the ring. They try and go back to the, the Shire, you know? They try and become politicians in the Shire, help out. Frodo can't do it. He's too, he's got that adrenaline level too high. He destroyed the ring, saved the world. Blue <laughs> Eagles back, fought goblins, trolls, giant uh, Dude, spiders. He couldn't that's a nail on the head, though. Yeah, yeah, that actually that's, was that's, a that's, lot that's, more relevant than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, I mean... You guys are given two extremely elaborate, like, these things take, you know, those, those like fictionally and realistically from both of your stories they're taking you know months years of their lives in that process i can't i can't even fathom that dude when i binge watched the first two seasons of um uh walking dead like in my living room with pizza and my my ex-girlfriend everything just like just non-stop when we went outside after two days of doing that i was like what are all these people walking around like <laughs> nothing's going on? Like, what do you I, want? What are you up to? I did ETA for like 36 hours straight, and I had to fight, <laughs> fight the urge not to just veer a little bit onto the sidewalk whenever I was driving. It's like I can't, I can't even fathom what mm -hmm. it's like going to war, doing so many deployments, and having that just difference in, in lifestyles I, 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 I honestly I, I couldn't couldn't even imagine it yeah hell you, your own lifestyle you've worked normal jobs before right didn't you have a some kind of career at which point you worked you had three jobs at a time I remember you telling us about it do still do still. Uh, yeah I can actually talk about it now um, so 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 yeah I well at one time I was um, at one one time I was a I get up at five o'clock in the morning, be at the job site at five thirty, work in construction. I was a general contractor or a labor foreman for a general contractor building a twenty-eight story high rise next to the Staples Center. I get off work at three thirty and then go home, shower, bartend from four thirty to about ten. Um, and I had a demo company, landscaping company, software company, 
Uh, so I would different real estate companies. I would mow their properties for them and everything, but then also foreclosures when they would go to people and say, Hey, we'll give you $20,000 to get out right now. Um, you got 24 hours. People would just grab the things that were important to them. And then they would pay me to go in and, and like demo out their houses so that they could flip them really fast. And, um, so I did that also had a software company when, uh, iOS first came out, I started developing apps for like Ray William Johnson, a bunch of other YouTubers and stuff like that. Um, I did a couple of other jobs that were legal, but probably won't talk about, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah. And now I'm, I'm, I'm at that point where, uh, I'm still juggling a few jobs. Um, uh, executive producer for Verizon Hearst. Uh, media uh, company um, based out of Nashville right now. That's the last time I was on here. I couldn't talk about it because they didn't they didn't do the press release yet. But I still do that on top of Full Mag Guns, um, working with Evan and the guys at Black Rifle Coffee and a um, an ad and everything. Yeah, <laughs> have you, you've tried it? Of course we have it, dude. Kitty's so, like a coffee aficionado. Of course we have it. Why awesome. wouldn't we? We've got all the different varieties. There's three different varieties, I think. Maybe we. Yeah, we've got all that stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So I, awesome. I had a boss for like 20 years, and I haven't had one for the last I don't know four or five. It's kind of hard to go back. Like I don't really want a boss anymore. I. You look I'm like I'm gonna bite. I'm gonna bite my tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bite my tongue because I got them now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, it's great. I love bosses. Says Richard. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard because, because like, here's the thing. Here's a constant. It's a constant struggle um, because corporations have certain protocols, right? Where it's like you can't do this or you can't do that. There's a certain way of this or a certain way of creative or spending money or whatever. Richard Ryan, he's used to just going, fuck it. <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> and this is what I'm gonna say publicly. I'm not like like I'm not holding back one hundred percent. Like I am I am I am speaking my opinion hundred and ten percent. Now as far as a company's concerned and everything, I can't like just just do that stuff. It's really weird, especially creatively, where it's like I know my demographic. Like 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 but at the end of the day, the reason why I feel like all of us are successful to a certain degree outside of our persistence and our aptitude and work ethic is that we actually enjoy or enjoyed what we do. And, and that is a key fundamental element. It's extremely cliche, extremely cliche, where it's like people are like, oh, just love what you do. No, 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 let's be real. You got to have some skill sets. You got to have some work ethic and aptitude. But uh, having said that, it's hard to fake it. It's if hard you to f- don't dislike what you do, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, you're and so that's what I've good. tried. You know, I try to not, you know, I try to tell all these like these people within the different companies, not necessarily saying the company I'm working with now and everything too, but it's like here's the thing. Pokemon Go, great example. Perfect example. Dude, I'm I'm too old for Pokemon whenever it was a card game. I was more in the Magic the Gathering age of card playing games, right? And and so Pokemon came a little bit a little bit after my time in high school. And so I was like, all right, whatever. I embraced it. I fucking love playing Pokemon Go. It's fun. I get it. But there is this resentment from people out there 
just because it's cool or because people enjoy it, they're like, oh, fuck these guys and these hipsters. I get it if somebody's being a tool and they're driving around, hitting pokey stops, driving up on the curb and stuff like that. I talk- <laughs> <laughs> those people are idiots. I, Make I, way, I need my pokeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah those, yeah, people. those people. Fuck them. But, but <laughs> here's the thing. If you're creating content and you have a specific demographic that you know you know that your demographic is 18 to 24 male, and that's 94% of the people who are consuming your content. You can't resent the stuff that they like. That's just never going to work out. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. So it's like for, for people to say, oh, Pokemon sucks, blah, 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 blah. It's like, nah, dude, I gave it a chance, and I fucking love it. You know, I mean, I'm not going to be the dude who's just going to be crazy obsessed, though I am level 20 right now. I know where you guys are hanging out same, at. But same, same. Really? Yeah. 23. But I'm like, I'm not going to evolve anything. <laughs> I'm not going to evolve anything until I get, like, to the 24, 25 mark. I'm just going to keep farming and stuff. But, but I'm like, you, you just can't really resent the people who appreciate something. Hate the haters. Don't hate people who are just genuinely having a good time enjoying Something that's not hurting anybody. I've been falsely many, accused yeah. of resent. There was this big thread about how I called the game a piece of shit, which actually never said. But I have tried it. I played it with Colin. Uh, Colin's my son, and yeah. uh, and gave it a go. Pokemon. And, yeah, Pokemon Go. And it it just wasn't our cup of tea. He actually hasn't asked to play again even a single time. You know, it, it's pad. What he's into right now is Rubik's Cube, and oh. not Pokemon Go. Yeah. How well, many po- what's how many what's Pokemon the community like there for you guys? Is there is there a lot of like Pokestops and people playing it and everything like that? So like I'm in a really small town. You've been to my place. It's yeah. um there's a Poke Gym like two minutes drive away, and there's maybe three or four Pokestops around my little town. But I've got to drive like 20, 30 minutes to get into an area where I can like hit like multiple Pokestops one after another and and like find multiple Poke Gems and actual Pokemon. At my house, there's no fucking Pokemon, so I got to go out and hunt. So there I will yeah. it'll it'll literally be like I'm go, I, it reminds me of when I was would go hunting when as a kid like all right let's get ready to go pokemon honey let's get our shit together I got wow. my battery packs I got my Gatorade <laughs> like, are there literally no pokemon at your house um there there are so few that it's not even worth playing Mine like, too. Not even you know, worth when you drop it in um I even then, it's just a couple of Rattatas and Pidgeys and stuff. But like, if I if I go down the road or if I go, especially twenty minutes away, <coughs> I can get some good stuff. I've got a pretty good lineup right now. I've taken a couple of gyms. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I got a Pidgey right there, right next to you. I got a Pokey yeah. stop right outside my window. <laughs> so like, get yeah, out, really? Thirty oh, no minutes every night. I'm like, oh, you. That's nice. You're oh, very God. lucky, bastard. Drop oh. a lure and farm, dog. That's <laughs> yeah. such. A, oh, that's so unfair. No uh, wonder that's... you're farming. Oh, I haven't played much. I'm just level 20. I just, you know, spend 20 cents a day and get all I could desire. <laughs> here's, 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 here's See, the my problem goes. with here isn't that I don't have enough Poke stops to go to. It's that I, I think I just live in a really bigoted area of Pokemon where all of the Rattatas, all the Pidgeys gather together and they forced out the rare ones, the weird ones, the odd ones. They're not around here Good anymore. Ones. So I, I can't find fun. I haven't seen. I caught a Tangela on Sunday. It's Thursday right now. I haven't seen a new Pokemon since fucking Sunday. Wow. Sunday. Are you I hatching anything? Oh, I'm yes. hatching stuff, but it, it's... I mean, you can't really... How do you see your lineup? I, I see everyone with these screenshots. Like, what is the sequence of so buttons you, I need to whoops. hit? So you just hit, hit the your... Pokeball and then the Pokeball. Pokemon. And a uh. shortcut is just swiping it. So you can, like... Whoops. Pokeball. 
And then so Pokemon, like, maybe? on a Pokeball, and then you can yep. swipe it. That's a little shortcut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do, Huh. Is a swipe a shortcut over a tap? I have duplicates. Is there... Yes, you're going to have a lot of dupes. So but, Kyle yeah. right there, you can see his lineup. But when I see yours, uh, I don't feel like I see duplicates. Am I... Oh. I'm sorry. The duplicate's right on my screen. <laughs> I totally take Dang, it back. Kyle! Now, why are Kyle's in order? Oh, you can sort. Have you been involved? Yeah, you've been involved in those. For sure. How do I sort? Can someone help me with that? Yeah, so you go down to um, the bottom right corner, and and then it'll say recent, favorite, number, right. HP, name, or combat power. Just hit combat power, and that'll rank it from the All strongest right. to weakest. I've yeah. got nothing good to show, but I will do my best to... Is a Pinsar oh. good? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's rare. Oh, you got you got you got Pikachu there. Yeah, you're not doing. What are you talking about, Kyle? So, um, this is a lot of hard work. This is a lot of hard yeah. work, and uh, it's hours and hours. I, I guarantee I've spent like three times as much time like that as someone who has access to cool shit. I haven't. I think me and Chiz have both spent, or me and Kyle have both spent way more time than Chiz actually playing. It's just that Chiz can go sit on a bench and just swipe for half an hour at, with four different Pokestops. Now, because really, I have to admit though that like at first I there was a couple nights where I went and just ran a couple K and hatched some eggs, but after a while I realized that it wasn't tracking every step, and I got really obsessed uh, upset about that because it's like I'm running 10K to hatch a 5K egg or something. So yeah. I got the Pokemon Express over here. <laughs> this is great. I love it. I love it. Check this so out. If you can't see. It is a train track with a train on it that I guess Kyle is strapping his phone to so he can get all the fun of Pokemon without any activity. Kyle, if you can hear me, can you move your chair? Oh, he's about to. There we go. I can't, I can't believe oh. that is enough movement to get it to actually... There's no way that's enough movement. It has to, like... <clears throat> I think you have to move, like, eight feet or something at least. My guess is if it's... I, like, put my arm and stretch it out... But even if it's not efficient... Isn't he, like, does that matter? He just lets it run while he sleeps or something. No, I mean, like, the game won't notice that he's moving because yeah. it's such a small area that it won't give him any credit for the movement. Oh, I, Like, because okay. it's not noticing a, a difference on the GPS of location. But I don't but know, did, maybe it is. It has that worked for you, though, Kyle? Yes. It takes Shut a up. long, long time. And <laughs> it's, 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 the fan trick is actually even better. But, yeah, it works. <laughs> the fan trick of tying your phone to the fan with string and just turning your fan on, correct? Absolutely. So <laughs> That's I'll the be fan trick. I'll be in bed and my phone is rotating around the room at roughly 24 RPM. But that's really fast when you've got a duck to get into bed. And if I sit up too far in bed, the phone is coming around. And, I, and if I sit up too far, it'll fucking smack me right in the head. Break so, so every now and then, you know, the phone, like, the, the screen goes black, and I don't know if it's oh, tracking. It's, it's, it's on a string. During that time. It's yeah, not yeah, on the, yeah. I thought the I, it's blade. on the blade in my head. No, you've got it on a string. Yeah, so for more, for more distance, more mm. bigger circumference. Sure. So, like, as this, I'm going to fix my camera. So as so this Kyle thing just is, had it on top of this fan, like, going like this underneath it, hoping <laughs> it didn't fall <laughs> Yes, it's terrifying, because, like, the screen will go black, and I'll have to, like, go, like, you know, reset the app or whatever, and I've got to be like, now and like barrel roll out of bed and like crawl over to the wall hit the switch jump up and grab the cord before it gets all tangled um so yeah i've been able to crank out a few eggs that way 
Oh, that's great. So what would what, have been a really good hatches for you then? Like, what have you... The Electra Buzz that I got today was from a 10K egg. It was like an 1100 CP Electra Buzz, and I don't ha really have any uh, electric Pokemon, so that was a big pickup for me. That's um, a rare I, one, too. That's really rare. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. And I, um, I, I'm working toward whatever the, uh, um, the Magikarp upgrades to. I know you need like 400... 400, yeah. yeah. I know that's a that's a really good uh, Pokemon. So like, I've I hatched one of those that came with a lot of candies. So I'm like 70 candies into that, but 400 Magikarp candies is just an enormous task. Yeah, yeah but I'm I'm I've, close I've, to I've evolving that, a lot of stuff. I I was really convinced for a bit that Chiz was cheating until he sent us pictures of his Pokey stops where he's been hanging out and yeah, his his is a veritable Garden of Eden compared to the places that me and Kyle are going, even more so for fucking Kyle, having to drive to church, you know, an hour away just to get Pokemon. But I'm still having a lot of fun with it, even though I haven't found new shit. Like, it's just, it well, is getting aggravating every 15 minutes having Chiz on there like, oh, I just caught a Magmar at 1,200. Oh, I just got a coughing. Oh, I just got this. Oh, this just hatched. Three out of, or no, I've got four 10K eggs at this point. Four for four have been Eevees. 100% of my 10K eggs have been What Eevees. level, though? Uh, I'm level 23. Is Eevee good? So, so yeah, well, no, it, well, no that's what Eevee... Not at my point in the game, because I have so, everything already. Early so on, it's strong. Like, maybe this is where some of the listeners can can uh, help out in, in the discussion, because like, I've tried Google in this, and I really don't understand what... Because whenever you're playing the card game, you can evolve an Eevee into the three different types of okay. from there up. I got and this. So, and so, so I was looking... I was looking, I have like three Eevees that are really like fairly decent uh, CP at like 550 and 600. And I always save those really high ones that were difficult to catch because, you know, they evolve really well. And I was like, so one evolved into uh, Vapron or whatever. And, and I was looking, oh, wait, they have a net weight and a height and everything else. So my, my highest CP one is the smallest. Which is crazy. And so I'm wondering, like, whenever I evolve these, do the weights or anything like that have anything to do that? Or is it so, where I caught them or what? So the first time around when you're upgrading your EV to uh, its, its next form, uh, you have the option of picking one of the three forms. The electric one, the water one, or the fire one. I don't, the Flareon, the Vaporeon, or the Electrion, or whatever Jolteon. the fuck it is. Jolteon, thank you. Yeah. So the way you choose is by naming the EV before you evolve it to the name of the character uh, Vaporeon back in the old uh, TV show or cartoon or whatever. And I don't remember the exact name. It's like Buzz or, or, or Flame. You can Google it and you'll find it. But basically, you name the Eevee um, to the corresponding name that you want it to evolve to. Then when you evolve it, it'll become what you want. I got lucky really? and just got a Vaporeon the first time out. And uh, I think that it is the strongest. Um, but I would love to have one of the others. Vaporeon is far and away the most OP pokemon in this game like every single gym the top pokemon is a vaporeon at this point which is i guess it's kind of okay for keeping it or equal snorlax since everybody yeah or snorlax snorlax is the only rare one that i'm really happy that i got a few of but other than that i haven't got much good shit the sizes thing though like i i thought there was going to be a lot more to that because it'll say when you click on the individual pokemon like it'll say like you know it's two meters tall and it weighs 200 kilograms and it'll say either extra large or extra small next to it and i thought that was really going to come into play but it doesn't at all i have a pokemon i don't know which one it is i'll have to check i think it's my Exeggutor. maybe it's a tree pokemon like a big tree it's like 
nine and a half feet tall, and it weighs 230 pounds. So it's just made of mine. balsa wood, I guess. <laughs> like, but it's gigantic. Like, so a lot of these don't make sense. What are the enhanced? Like the okay, so weight <laughs> means nothing. Weight means I think the XL ones, if you get XL and they're in their final evolved stage, I, I guess they have more HP hit points. Mm-hmm. Some My executor is extra oh. small. I've got a mm. tiny executor. Mine is uh, 2.3 meters tall and 12 kilograms. 12? That's really light yeah, for something that's 9 feet tall. skinny as a rail. That's a bamboo executor. <laughs> I, I've read online people think that Pokemon Go is kind of, it's not a deep game, but there's enhancements coming. Like, what's coming that we're psyched yeah. about? Uh, trading and person-to-person battles. So, I mean, PvP, I'm really hoping they do it so that I could battle Kyle and maybe not get XP or not get any benefit from it. I could just battle him for fun like yeah, make from game a distance. Modes. Make game Brady. modes where, like, I bring, you know, maybe there's a mode where I have to have one of the each types. Each of us brings our best of each type in to battle each other, or maybe just our best three. We have a mixture and, you know, take turns picking the Pokemon. Like, he gets his, you know, he gets to pick his favorite, and then I have to match one uh, against him. That would be fun. There's all kinds of multiplayer games that could be done. Something that was fun in uh, the Game Boy games, and I stopped playing it at this generation, like the Ruby Sapphire one, so I went back years later and played them. But you can do 2v2 battles in that. So it would basically be like me and Kyle versus Woody and Chiz, or whatever it would be, and we would all get to pick one Pokemon, and you need to pick it like to be you know, complementary. So if Kyle throws out his water type, I want to cover my bases. So it's like, okay, they're going to probably put an electric out there, so I'll get a ground or a rock type or something that's going to fuck that up. And it's got more tactics to it. But that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'll be interested in stuff. seeing, like, if they if they do anything, um, you know, obviously Fitbits and things along that nature are going to be huge that they're going to be looking towards. But Nintendo said that they were just scratching the surface in the, the AR an app world that they're wanting to do. You know, going back to Magic, I think that'd be really cool if they did something along the lines with Magic, but can you imagine what would happen if they did something along the lines of, like, Harry Potter or something like that? I mean, it'd be crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like they're, like, getting ready to just really... Like, Waze, right? Pokemon Waze. Like, take that map and actually make it useful where yeah. you're... You're going places and stuff like that. It's like yeah, put road names or something. Yeah, like yeah, just Richard, to have it be constructive. You wrote uh, mobile apps before. Do you yeah. look at Pokemon Go and say, man, like this sister application is a gold mine? Like, have you had those ideas yet? So it's funny. It's funny. I've I've really been diving into it. So one of the things at Rated Red, what we do is daily news updates and stuff like that. And I've been just slamming my head at the at the wall at the office like let's talk more pokemon people let's talk more Pokemon. i don't care download the app everybody needs to play I'll tell you and, what i uh, want i want your boss now download it <laughs> i want i want a nice reliable messenger that accompany accompanies uh the game because i noticed that in, in one of the gyms that i'm holding down the my second in command if you will is, is called junkie princess 101 mm. and i'd like to drop her a line see what's going on with her Sounds there like you your kind of girl. She sounds like a lot of fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for some reason, I'm hatching an egg right now. Oh, I don't know. what are you going to get? Tap it. Oh, come on. Let's see. Oh, Let's this see. is exciting. Oh, I've never hatched an egg. <laughs> oh, you uh, got a uh, seahorse. Yay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't have one of those. And I got I got a uh, an egg going right what? now, so I'm going to get double points. A horsey. horsey? That was closer than I thought I'd be. All right. 
I get double points on that dude. Yes, you did. Um, Egg the Japanese like a for creativity. Like Richard, are you going to do something like that with the sister app? I, I feel like someone no, so is going to make a million dollars just existing so that, okay. in the Pokemon universe. So this this is like I'm I'm going to ease into this a little bit, but this is what I was like kind of getting at is like so I was like okay, so what are they doing here? What's the API like? What are they working off of? So this one story that we did, uh, I noticed like just looking for gems in my area is like holy crap, there are tens and tens of like dozens of Pokestops in all these cemeteries and in, in, in like the Nashville area. It's like you have a Pokestop here and there, here and there, here and there. And it's like, why are there so many in cemeteries? And it's because I was looking at their, like how they were integrating it uh, as far as the map. And it's this, the, the Ingress Intel map. Mm-hmm. And, it's like okay, so so this is where they're they're assigning the Pokestops and gyms based off of that and everything. So, how can you make this social? And man, you would not believe how many people are jumping on this so fast. There's a there's legit a uh, like today we just did a story on it, uh, Pokey um, com or something like that, where you meet people Tinder style to go on Pokey Date. And like so, like it's like twenty bucks per match or something like that. Like crazy, insane amounts. But it's like for me, I'm like, what are the angles? What are the different angles that you could do without? Because obviously, Pokemon is it's the intellectual property of Nintendo. So how do you do anything without infringing on their copyright? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so what can you do and how do you do it? That's well, like. Every- so- well, what you know, everyone wants is rare Pokemon, and and they're they're using that ingress system, which, which uses historical landmarks. That's one of the main components yep. that they use. So that's why a lot of churches and cemeteries, like you said, I heard uh, monuments, you know, monuments, yeah. you know, state which is buildings, what made me think stuff. cemetery. Anything historical, really, and you'd be surprised how how many historical things there are. You don't have to do much to become a historical thing. You know, I see wagon wheels in town and like murals painted on walls that are historical, and it's like I remember when that was done. Bullshit! <laughs> I, like you gotta predate me at least. Like, come on, this is bullshit. But you know, I'll t- I'll take an extra pokey stop. I'm not gonna complain. But maybe there's a way to look into what Ingress was doing. I'm not very familiar with Ingress, but I understand that, that you know, so they're using the Ingress system and 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 its landmarks and such. But maybe there's a way to look into Ingress and figure out where these rare Pokemon are gonna be dropped, or at least. What kind, what's being done to figure out when and where they are dropped. Apparently think- there's a way to do that. I read something on the Pokemon really? Go subreddit, and they were saying, hey, uh, if you open up Ingress at the same time as you have Pokemon Go open, close out of your Pokemon Go, not, don't close out, just minimize it, and then open up Ingress if you're looking for something, and you'll see like spots of activity that's much more detailed in what's going on than what's on Pokemon Go with just the three footprints. And then apparently if you walk towards those areas of activity and you switch back to Pokemon Go, you're more likely to get something there. I read the same, same thing. Format. Yeah, Ingress, yeah. it's all the same locations, and, it, and you can learn what they they call it the spawn points. You can see where the Pokemon spawn, whereas, like you said, Pokemon Go, it's just kind of a radius thing. And, and you told yeah, me that radius thing doesn't even work, right? It doesn't work. It hasn't worked for, like, six days. It just, it only says, and it's really, like, for, that's the worst part about the game right now. Like, I don't mind, like, I don't seriously mind not seeing new Pokemon, because I know I'll find new shit eventually, but... Mm-hmm. Just sitting at home and seeing, like I saw, like a Magnemite or something that I don't have pop up last night. 
but it just has three footprints next to it. If it had, you know, three or two or one, and there was variation in my little nearby tab, I'd know that it was actually there. But now I just say, fuck it. Like, no, it's probably not even there. I'm not going to go wander <laughs> yeah. around like an asshole and just be, oh, look, I'm just looking for, oh, another Pidgey. Fuck me, right? Let me throw more useless balls at this so I can waste that it. and have to find more because it's I so hard to catch anything now. It, I said it on... I said it on PKN, but I firmly believe that w at least one of the components that have made this game so, so popular and so popular with these crowds of people you see in parks and stuff like interacting together is the fact that the, that the Pokemon locator doesn't fucking work. It's supposed to, you know, go from three steps down to one depending on their distance. But what's occurring is you've got a big crowd of people in a park every, and, and on one end of the crowd they can see the Snorlax. And so they're yelling, I see the Snorlax! He's on my feet! And then the guy at the other end of the crowd's going, I don't see the Snorlax, and they're communicating as a hive mind to hunt down the Snorlax and working together in a way that they never would have otherwise. If they would you all be had, benevolent? Would you, if you ran into the Snorlax and you were on you, the corner of that crowd, and and everybody's oh, there's a Snorlax around, and you see it, you catch it. Do you quietly walk away or do you shout it? Because these I, are your competition. These are the people who are going to be fighting that Snorlax at the gym. I think oh, that I would. What teams are you guys? Oh, Team Red. Red. Obviously, Team Red. What are you, Kyle? Red, red also. Yes! You're all red? red? Yeah. Dude, I want to be... If I was good, right? If I was a kick-ass player, I'd want to be yellow. I'd want to be like... Like, yeah, you guys are the army. You need We're help. the seals, you know? We're the green beret <laughs> over here. Like, we're the smaller elite. We're the A-team. Yeah, you're the ones we show up and club real hard and then take uh, over. I saw yeah, this. It, I, I got the I idea from Reddit. I, like, the, the guy's like, Team Inst it's Instinct. They're the yellow ones, right? Yeah. 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 Like, Team Instinct yeah. rolls into town. And everyone was like... Is it level or XP or combat? 52,000. And it caps at 50. But they have some, like, glitch. They got the extra 2,000. And, and they're, like, whatever, four deep, six deep. Everyone's 52,000. And it's just like, fuck yeah. That's what I, like, it, I'm not into Pokemon. But that, that just looked like the coolest thing. Like, I'm yellow. I'm badass, right? I'm special. I'm Delta Force. Bring it. That's, <laughs> that's the note. I, I like, like that, that idea. I see it I more as, like, memes. Have you guys oh. seen the memes? Yeah, all oh, the Ralph, so uh, all the Ralph Wiggum on Team Yellow, where it's just like you know Team <laughs> yes. Blue and Team Red are duking it out, and then he's just go banana and sets it in the middle of the. <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil DeFranco uh, tweeted out, uh, "Looks like uh, Team Team Valor or whatever took the Pokemon Gym down the road." Uh, Team Mystic on the move or something like that. And it's like that uh, Orange is the New Black GIF or whatever with them like walking down the hallway and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so so uh, I, I, I sent him this picture and it's like, tell your Pokemon to move out of the way. And it's, it's uh, Game of Thrones. So it's like that scene where the, the what were those the the religious dudes or whatever with the yeah, stuff the, on their the head? sparrows come to the sparrows, red yeah. to try to take and, the queen away. They've got like the the mystic thing on their oh, forehead, yeah. <laughs> and then it's and then it's like Cersei with a Team Valor ball cap on, <laughs> and she's like, "I choose violence." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Or right now, I looked at the stats on the. Pokemon Go Reddit, and apparently Mystic is far and away the biggest team. Really? Like everybody thought it was Valor for a while, but apparently like 44% of people are blue, 30-something, 30 32% are red, and then the rest are yellow, or whatever it is. Like, But it's it's a lot of people on Team Blue. 
All jokes aside about it, I what I really dig, uh, aside from the physical aspect of it, where people are actually getting out. I mean, some people are putting trains in their their houses and tying stuff to to fans to hatch eggs. But like realistically, like a lot of people really are getting out and just running into people that they would have never met before and it's actually kind of cool like just meeting some of these other people and like i think it'd be fun just to like go with a couple of friends and just knock out a gym or something like that it you know it's just fun. like yeah it, i went we were to talking uh, about i went doing. to a- yeah. I was gonna let, let me jump. Let me let me. I, I just had this idea, and maybe it's the 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 nerdiest thing ever. But I I was like, why don't like two or three of us get in a car and go for some kind of like cross country journey, like like taking poke gems? Because I had this idea that different yeah. geographical areas have have different concentrations of Pokemon. I'm I'm excited about going to Texas at the end of the month because I'm hoping that there's a whole new different set of Pokemon that are common there. Um, but I just thought it'd be fun to kind of travel around the country a little bit, make it like a road trip with a couple guys and. Wow. Oh, I'm not this. doing anything. I'm just setting my I'm just setting my You're phone some, down. You guys have got a perpetual motion machine around it around oh, there. Yeah. What's going on? Yay! Oh, oh, a purple a rabbit. Nidorano? A Nidoran. Yeah, a male right. one. <laughs> okay. You want to upgrade that's that. not too bad. Oh, you can evolve, evolve it. You got look at all those candies he's got. Got 76 oh, yeah. Nidoran. Yeah. Yeah, because because I'm not evolving any of them. I'm waiting until I'm getting to like what's a the, higher level. Before what's the strategy I... on not evolving? Like what? Because the higher higher your trainer uh, trainer experience or level, the um the higher CP that they'll they'll evolve to. Oh, see, yeah. I see. So you don't want to waste your evolves early on. Yeah, because if I catch say say I catch 400 magic carp. And I'm a level 12. Like I'd rather wait till I'm level uh, 25 and get that one magic carp that was like you know 400 instead of a 10, and then uh, evolve that but one. To it try changes to... as you level up. So like right now, this my executor is is it gonna fuck up? No, is max level mm-hmm. 1965 or whatever. Mm-hmm. That little bar behind it's all the way full. When I yeah. get to level 24, it'll increase a bit, and then I can pay. 3,500 stardust and three candies to get, make it tick up even higher. <laughs> oh, until I, get that new I love the currency. Stardust is so lame. How many shroot bucks Star- does that I, convert that is, into? That's the most upsetting part of this whole game is having to tell people that, you know, I'm low on stardust. Yes. And, like, it, it, that, they should have come up with a better word for that. Like, yeah. pro- protein powder. Did yeah, you guys yeah, see yeah, that yeah. link? I dropped in there. So, really, evolving it now or later, there's. It's I'd just... say do it now, but first. Drop a lucky egg and then evolve fucking everything, so you get double XP for every evolution. Yeah, definitely do that. Huh. Yeah, because then you get half an hour of evolving and you'll you'll rank up way faster. Yeah, because yeah, I've been holding off on like I I have like I only keep singles of everything in my um my Pokemon bag or whatever, and I've got ninety different unique Pokemon. Yeah, and a lot of them just waiting to level. Yeah, that's so gonna you be awesome. Yeah, you're gonna Pokemon in your Pokedex. What's that? You caught ninety. Yeah. In your Pokedex or in the Pokemon screen. Yeah. No, yeah. those are different. If you go to your Pokedex on the top, it says oh, caught Pokedex. ninety. Oh, oh, Poke- Pokedex. Uh, I'm about to be no, upset. Seventy, seventy. Okay. There we go. Okay. So did 70. you guys see that link? That to yeah, me is I, what I, Team oh, Instinct okay, should yeah. be, like that, like an elite fighting force. Fifty-two thousand on everybody, or, or I, I guess their uh, combat points are closer to two thousand. Like I feel like I it, see them more as terrorists. Like they don't they don't care about winning themselves, but when they see a red or a blue gym, they go and fuck it up 
And that's what I want Team Instinct to be. I want them to be one that's like, oh, they're having fun over there, and then they go fuck with it, and then they don't okay. even leave a Pokemon there, or they just leave a really weak, insulting one there. <laughs> like, I want them to be kind of like Joker. I like that, the, too. The I like that. I, I don't know. I, we haven't joined a team yet, and I'm really thinking of joining the yellow team. Just get a team. Say it again. Just for Hi. drama. I, Taylor's getting stepped on. What oh, I'm level five, you get a team. Oh, so okay. You're one okay. Away. Yeah, I like uh, I like going on little Pokemon adventures. And anytime there's an errand to run or food to go pick up or like you know, I'm like glug 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 glug. We're out of milk again. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I find excuses like today I needed to go wash my car. Um, for a few hours it took, I guess, to get it, to get her good and clean. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, but really, I'm like catching Pokemon and and fucking trying to. I go to a place where there's a couple of uh, Pokestops near each other plus a gym. And put a lure down, and all of a sudden, adult men show up in cars, and it looks really shady because we're in like this back alley, and I'm just like, "Don't park too close to me." It's just like everybody, keep, everybody keep their distance. I don't want to look like it's some sort of weird like fuck party back here, like we're having a soup kitchen or something like that. Let's all just take our Pokemon and go our separate ways. This is like a good setup for like a spoof of To Catch a Predator. Where a guy <laughs> pulling over and like, oh, you have a seat? You're just coming over to hang out with this 11-year-old boy, huh? Just wanted to hang... Well, he, he told me he had a Pokestop at his house. And, and now that I'm here, I, I see that, that he does. So I will have a seat, you know? So <laughs> yeah. just, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not leaving. No, I don't want to rape him anything. You know, can you keep him up there? I don't care. I'll sit in the kitchen, get my Pokestop. I'll have some of those cookies, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of skydiving. I'm blood sugar's low. You know? <laughs> it is interesting, like the effect that one game could have on businesses and everything. Like, so say you're a, a small business or whatever, you just throw, you got a Pokestop in front of it, you just pay that extra bit of money to keep keep lures going all weekend long while people come in there and you know buy stuff and hang out or whatever if you got a coffee shop but then also i started thinking about law enforcement like so being in california and everything for so long i think about the different areas that they had set up traps like in sherman oaks at the galleria uh it's a high traffic area so cops would wait on bicycles to catch people texting while they're driving because then they have to stop in this traffic area and then they would just like they give them their tickets and pull them over and everything. So I was like, man, if I was a cop and I had like quotas to get and stuff like that, I'd probably just be a dick and set up a lure on a Pokestop and just wait for people <laughs> like on, by swiping them, just pull them over. On Reddit, I've seen cops set up lures at the police station so that people have a safe place to play. That's very cool. Yeah. See, you would be the responsible police <laughs> officer that people would love and respect in your town, and I'd be the cast out. They'd be like, this fucking dick, he's just setting traps everywhere. I can't go to the grocery store without this dude trying to get me for stealing a penny off the ground. <laughs> stealing a penny off the ground. Uh. Let me uh, jump in here with a little word from Audible. This episode of Pain Claw Already is being brought to you by Audible.com. Audible includes more than 180,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, and newspaper publishers, as well as business information providers. You can download and listen anywhere on your iOS device, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, and over 500 other MP3 players. Are you still a fan of reading off your Kindle, but reading while driving at work is uh, just too bumpy for you? No problem. Whisper Sync by Voice lets you switch back and forth between reading the book on Kindle or Kindle app and listening to the audiobook without ever losing your place or missing a word. It works with the iPhone, Android, and the Kindle Fire. 
Audible is offering our, offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. So just go to audible.com slash PKA and choose from over 180,000 downloadable titles. Get your free title today and start listening. It's that easy. So go to audible.com slash PKA. That's audible.com slash PKA and get started today. Um, it looks like we're, uh, I, I think Shiz uh, did the, read the, or listened to uh, Andy Where's the Martian after he watched the, uh, the movie uh, last year. And he said that was really good. So uh, he, he wrote in here that he suggests that one strongly. We, um, my family actually uses that service. Uh, my wife signed up. And uh, yeah. I guess it, it's silly, but it, it, Colin prefers to listen to books as opposed to music when he mows the yard. And that's like one of our primary purposes. He listens to the Percy Jackson series of books right now. So, uh, yeah, we're pretty happy with it. Yeah, I I'm a big the Martian fan. suggestion because I didn't do it with an audio book, but that's an excellent book. Like it, it even reads the same way that Matt Damon is kind of like a snarky dick in the movie where even when he's been up there for like two years eating potatoes he'll still hop on tv and be like fucking crazy right <laughs> so like <laughs> like his spirits are still so high and he's sarcastic at like soul 400 but that's an excellent book check it out on audible well i'll tell you one thing i love about um audible the uh, the app itself too tracks how much time you listen uh to the different books and i was really surprised at how like i knew See, I have some some anger issues if I get in traffic a whole lot. Didn't expect and that. And I just I just sit there and no, but here's the thing. I, I I completely fixed it. Like this isn't just like me going, "Oh no, this is awesome." Like legit audiobooks, something about a conversation, podcast, stuff like that. I realized that whenever that conversation is going, just even listening to people talking helped me so much and I didn't realize how much time I was actually spending in my truck. I mean, I put 50,000 miles on my truck in the last year and I have crushed audiobooks from Audible. I mean like I went through Lord of the Rings on one trip from Tennessee to California and just back and forth back and forth. So I mean like it's just ridiculously worth the time. Ridiculously. Yeah. I like apps that keep track of what you do but that they're like good things. So like if you look on Audible and you're like oh man like I've spent a thousand hours listening to books like there's no guilt there you know <laughs> like when i used to hop on cod 4 and go to the leaderboards i would almost like be a little upset when i would see how much time i'd spend and be like oh my god 41 days and i'm 16 like that's a significant <laughs> portion of my life like what the fuck what am i doing but with with audible no worries you're spending time you're getting smarter you're learning words becoming more articulate increasing your vernacular getting smarter I was trying to see how how many how many hours I've I've uh, got on my Audible app right now. Did you say fifty thousand miles in a year? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Have you thought about driving something different? It, it's been in my head lately. Like I've been you just got a new truck. Yeah, you just got well, a new truck. Yeah. So that's where you want to be, I guess. I, I it's occurred to me yeah. that a lot of my trips, especially the longer ones, don't need a truck so much. Did something happened to your truck, Richard? Is there something I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> you were Dude. like, eh. Yeah, no, no, something Go did, on. and so okay, well, okay, I'll I'll, I'll elaborate. I, here's the thing, I just I I try to stay positive with just about everything that I do publicly. Not for not because I I think I should shelter my or my base. voice or yeah or whatever, but. But I just it gets on like I just hate when people go to social media just to vent and that's the only thing that they do. And I was like, oh, man, I just bought this truck. I mean, 
I, I got hooked up on it, but still, I mean, MSRP, they're like not cheap. They're like $70,000 trucks. And what'd so, you get? Uh, F-150, uh, Super Crew, uh, I had to order it because I wanted the six and a half bed, not the short bed, so I could put like a full truck vault in the back. And you got hooked up because you like professionally work with them? Uh, no, they, they, a lot of brands are firearm shy, let's say. Um, they're not, they're, they, they just, I, I get it. It's mm-hmm. not PC. Um, but whatever. So I got hooked up to a certain extent. I wasn't given anything. I just got a, a good discount on some stuff and, and whatnot, but it's still, it's a lot of money. A discount and, beyond what a normal person might get, you know, even if yeah, they were good a, at buying about, a car. Yeah. It was like, it was like what an employee would get. If okay. I can get that. The, yeah. They give you like X plan or something, but, but you can, you can negotiate to that. They'll, they'll discount to that. Did you freeze? He froze on my screen too. Yeah, he froze. He may have lost him temporarily. We'll get him back. So yeah, this is a good time for me to tell people about Tracker, though. Let me sneak this in here. Uh, if I can just pull it up real quick. <clears throat> Tracker makes losing things a thing. Uh, oh, excuse me. Let me start from the beginning. I guess smart cars, <laughs> smartphones, smart homes. Technology has made everything smart. But when you lose those smart things, it can make you feel really stupid. Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything in seconds. Just, tra- just uh, pair Tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. It's that easy. Lose your phone, press the button on the tracker, and your phone rings even if it's on silent. I like that feature. With over, with over uh, 1.5 million devices, Tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world. So your lost items show up on a map, even if it's miles away. Never lose anything again with Tracker. Listeners to our show here get a special discount of 30% off your entire order. So go to thetracker.com uh, and enter promo code PKA. The hardest thing you'll ever have to find is their website. Go to thetracker.com right now and enter promo code PKA for 30% off your entire order. Again, that's thetracker.com, promo code PKA. Glad you're Check back, Richard. <laughs> is, that, is that good? Yeah, you're back. Pretty good. good. You're frozen for me, but I hear you fine. So, and you look no. good. You got a handsome smile. It's a good. It's not one of those weird frozens. So you say. Yeah. <laughs> I never look good when I freeze. Oh no. <laughs> it's, it's always upsetting where it's like, like oh. Terry Shivo. Oh, we lost him again. Oh. Even uh, his hang-up picture is very fan. He looks like it? he'd be a fashion mogul, doesn't he? He looks like. A European like one. Line of watches or something. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. He well, looks maybe in Europe. <laughs> yeah. He's a little less uh, manly. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Is it working? Yes, you're yeah, perfect right it. now. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, it's okay. Uh, we did two ads, it all worked out fine. So you got the employee discount, right? Which is to say, I think a good discount, but not something like Nothing beyond crazy the, what, hookup. What, I, like, yeah. like, like I used to. Uh, I mean, I sold those Fords for. Uh, they give that out all the time. Like, like, uh, like they were talking about. You know, I, there would be. I went and bought my car outside of our dealership, and they were like, "Why didn't you do that?" I was like, "Because I could negotiate a better deal than employee pricing. That's why. Like, like I wouldn't want to buy one here for X plan because I know you're still making eight hundred dollars on me. Oh, I'll cool. Go some, I'll go somewhere else. So, so that's a good deal you got if you got employee pricing it is a good deal but it's like not like scraping the bottom and and like hurting somebody's feelings at the dealership kind of good but who cares right it's eight hundred dollars yeah and they i mean they didn't charge me anything on top of it there was no like setups or any of that, that stuff. Which was, or, yeah, yeah, yeah none of that stuff which was great i really appreciated that but the the 
the frustrating thing is, is last last year three times the thing has cut out like it just stalled out like driving in the middle of it and um here a few days ago i freaked out because i was on the interstate and it stalled out like three times and i about got drilled by a semi truck and i was like all right i gotta take this thing in. i gotta find out what's going on i got on forums and stuff the f-150 forums and stuff like that obviously people are like really on point with that stuff and um Throttle body, throttle body, throttle body, throttle body. And I was like, okay, I've changed the throttle body on my uh, 04 F-150 and my 98 F-150. I do that stuff blindfolded. You know, I know I, it takes like I feel like an now. idiot. Is a throttle body like the EFI injection? Like what is it specifically? No, it's it, it's so it's in between your your manifold and your your intake your um like your air intake. So it's just it's the butterfly valve that adjusts. Uh, either electronically or mechanically, depending on uh, what type of vehicle you have. And so, um, being that it's a new truck, I can't fix it myself because I'd void the warranty. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to take it in. I'm going to just, all right, you guys take care of this. I appreciate it. Um, can you, like, when can you get to it? I'm like, well, it's going to be next week. We're super backed up. And this was on, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's like, oh, geez, that's a week away, man. I got to film. I got to do all this other stuff and everything. It's like, okay, uh, well, I've, I've been okay for the last year. Did, did you ask for a rental? So here's the thing. I was like, can I take it with me? Can I just can I just take the truck and bring it back with an appointment? And they're like, no, we don't do appointments like that. It's like if you leave with your truck, you're going to lose your place in line. And it's like, that's kind of screwed up. Um, whatever. Can you guys give me a loaner? Because a couple of the dealerships I've worked with in the past week just give me loaners. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, well, sorry, we only have a few loaners. They're out. But we got the hookup on a rental car company. I'm like, oh, so I can't take it. I can't fix it because I'll avoid the warranty. But you got the hookup on a rental car company, which you're probably incentivized to do. Is like, that's shady, man. Because I, I've, I, you know, I bought this brand new vehicle, and it's like. I, I'm not in no way, shape, or form am I complaining because I can afford to get a rental vehicle. It's just the fucking principle mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. And so, so I I just went to social media and Kitty actually uh, favored it and everything. It's like it's like clearly I should have factored in the cost of a rental car when buying a new Ford truck. Uh, with that, <laughs> that's good. And then smiley face and like laughing, crying, and everything. So I try to be funny about it and everything too. And Ford reached out, and they ended up giving me uh, like the management or whatever for service. Called me up, and was like, "Hey, look, we'll pay for your rental vehicle and everything." Um, and the part was actually on back order, so it would have been a few extra weeks. And uh, <laughs> magically magically over the weekend on a sunday <laughs> the part appeared nice and they fixed it on on monday what are the chances it was <laughs> they crazy. took one off something else they were like just get it out there <laughs> it was crazy. bob get your truck in here we're taking your i'm sorry assembly. mrs jenkins but you're just gonna have to wait <laughs> oh i've been <laughs> waiting for weeks well, for this piece i really want to drive my truck <laughs> they, i'm they sorry this guy's got a lot truck. of twitter followers he's got some you know he's gonna be <laughs> spitting more guff on there if we don't get it to him so i'm sorry ma'am 
You have to drive to church in a rental car. Poor Gladys. <laughs> that was the thing, though, is they gave oh, me a, oh, they gave a Ford truck rental. They gave me a Ford truck rental, and like, not not to be, be an, an idiot about it or anything. It's kind of funny because like you order your vehicle like the way you want it, or whatever. And so I've got my safe and everything in my truck, and it's specific. And it's like it's like, hey, why don't we just take the throttle body off this dude <laughs> and swap them out? <laughs> the rental stopped working. Right. <laughs> Right. You just keep the rental here because you're going to have to pay for it during that time anyways, right? Yeah. But you they know, fix people do that with tires. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll rent the, ex the exact duplicate of what they own, swap all the tires out, and take it back. Because <laughs> who's so going to notice the tires are worn 30,000 miles extra? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that on uh, – it's racist to say, but black people Twitter talks about that all the time. That's the third <laughs> egg that Richard has <laughs> had this podcast. I don't I've know watched you. I haven't walked anywhere. No. I haven't I, walked anywhere. Oh, shit. Sans Sandrew. There you go. Oh, you already had one of them. Yeah. Uh, no Okidex points. Oh. Nice. I don't know nice. what's going on. I just leave the app running all the time. That's another thing. Like, on Twitter, like, I, I, I shouldn't spend so much time on bullshit things like this but sometimes you just got to go hard in the paint on crazy and my phone was throttled by AT&T I guess because I leave my app my Pokemon Go app running all the time so I hit my data cap super fast what about data or Wi-Fi I'm unlimited but I, I I'm on Wi-Fi now mm -hmm. but uh, because I drive around and everything I just leave the phone on like the passenger seat just open so hopefully I'm hatching eggs or something <laughs> yeah um and so, so it's 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 constantly running, sucking data when I'm not on Wi-Fi, and so they obviously throttled me. I couldn't open Google Maps or anything, so I go on this epic rant about how I can't play Pokemon Go and I can't hatch my eggs because. Of, because <laughs> Where did you I rant on Twitter? On on Twitter, uh -huh. on Twitter, and I, I just do this. I do this stupid, elaborate story about how these kids are trying to gang up on me at the gym, and, <laughs> and like this this one kid in a stroller ends up like mugging me in an alley and everything, and they follow your dad. <laughs> they they follow me home, and then they're like kicking in the door, and then I'm like they're they're singing Willy Wonka, Pure Imagination, and all this other stuff, and. <laughs> And like, and then like, just kidding. But it's really a big fucking pain in the dick whenever you guys throttle my internet. And it's like this is like everyone in the office is like, "What is Richard doing?" I'm like walking around the office taking pictures of the door being kicked in and stuff like that. It's like <laughs> Richard. Sometimes I, so for years, I have followed one person on Twitter, T Mart's mom, and yeah. uh, people fuss about it. And you know, why do you follow? And I say, I only follow the best. I I, I, I scoured Twitter, found the best person, and that was T Mart's mom. It appears that she's closed her Twitter account. That, uh -huh. uh, yeah, I'm guessing she's probably been getting fussed at because her son is uh, involved in that whole CSGO lotto thing. Are you, are you familiar with this at all? I saw I saw Phil talk a little bit about it, but I'm, mm. it's still, it's kind of... I actually think we're going to talk about it a little bit tonight and in connection with another guy, Great. Two, two other guys. But um, uh, T-Mart and Syndicate and another guy named Josh OG owned a website where you could gamble CSGO skins. And they've been taking a lot of heat for it because they kind of didn't disclose the fact that they owned it. They, they made videos as if they were happy customers. And um, no, well, I, 
to be fair, not only did they not disclose it, they were like, hey, look, guys, I just stumbled upon this website out of the blue, and man, is it fun playing here. And then that slowly tra- tra- um, turned into, hey, it turns out we- we're going to start working with this website a lot. They're- they like what we do. We like what they do. When in reality, it's like, well, if you look at this documentation right here, like <laughs> you're clearly the president and CEO of this. The league, founder. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, like. Yeah, to say not disclosed was was pretty kind because I like T Mart. Uh, they too, but you got to be fair. They uh, deceived, I think, is is maybe you know more accurate than yeah. not disclosed. And um, and then as a like because of that initial sin, they started wrapping all these other sins. Like you know, oh, it's a gambling site for kids. Well, it's a gambling site for anyone who checks the I'm over eighteen box. You know, some of them are probably young and some of them aren't. But um, I think because of that, his mom closed her Twitter account, and I'm looking mm. for a new guy to follow, and I think it's going to be you. Oh, I, I, I'd be honored, but I, that's too much pressure. It's <laughs> too much pressure. It's a decision that I make. <laughs> I, 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 Why not just follow Trump at this time of the year? Yeah, guaranteed to have yes. just, just crazy nonsense filling up your feed. And okay, Trump is a buffoon. <laughs> but he's the buffoon we have to have now at this point, which kind of is unsettling. But, man, his Twitter is hilarious because, I've said it before, he tweets like a 70-year-old man. You know, <laughs> lots of exclamation points and, like, you know, crooked Hillary today, too, insulting our men in arms. Or just, it's like random shit. It's like, what, did he just, he just thought of that Dude, and tweeted it. I'm like, so old, no I don't see the do age that. in his tweets. I use triple exclamation point sometimes. Like, <laughs> the they they really the emphasize your point, Taylor. Hey. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All That's this time. He <laughs> he's sitting there like, oh, I got 141 characters. Fuck, I gotta think of three more. Like, <laughs> I, I, exclamation, point, exclamation point, exclamation point. There we go, perfect, send it out. I angry when I have to delete extra dots or exclamation marks at the end of sentence because i want people to know i'm that excited (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you're with me richard because because taylor makes me feel so out of date and then he'll make fun of people usually not me and i'm like i don't see anything wrong with what that guy did (laughs) like that guy seems really in line with it he's like yeah he used it there was um i got into a a fuss with the contractor i don't want to get into the details of it but um he used a lot of exclamation points in his texts and uh, Taylor's like, yeah, he texts like an old, out of touch person. And I was like, I didn't even know. Like, I in text, I don't <laughs> I use exclamation points, but in video titles sometimes I do. Like, Go I, on. Let, let me know if you agree with me on Twitter or here yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Like when you see lots of exclamation points or like just random words like that shouldn't be in all caps, but they are. Like he'll write like, I want to bring America. <laughs> Back again. It's like like stuff like that. Like lots of exclamation points, lots of caps. I feel like those come off as older people who are excited because these sound like my video titles. (laughs) Okay, that's it. That's it. Whenever it's clickbait, it's one thing, right? So when you're doing a a BuzzFeed best practices of all caps or whatever, that's one thing. But like, I'm like genuinely excited. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever, whenever I'm like. Like that's that's just how I thought. Or uh, three three laughing crying faces. I'll just like throw three of them down because I I let you know, dude. I'm 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 legit. I'm I'm laughing over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Richard. I'm one, the same way. One's borderline creepy, but three lets you know this is legit. Something about you know? three just seems like I, I don't. Three. Uh, you're right. One is is like 
Are you are you are you a little girl? Are you like are you I like a twelve year old girl just like winking at someone? No, I'm a grown man, so I three I throw down three laughing crying faces, let you know what's going on. I'm over here laughing my ass. Yeah, off. yeah. I don't know. I love the triples, baby. I like it. The triples. That's where I am. Maybe you're right. Maybe nobody's getting my message from LOL or haha. Like maybe <laughs> I really, I need you're to, probably I, right. I really, I've driven haha around. Like I, I've texted. You do. Do you do? Ha ha, or do? Because I'll go ha 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 ha. It depends on what I'm actually doing. Like I won't say laugh, laughing my ass off, unless I'm literally laughing. I have to be sitting over here chuckling out loud before I'm gonna give you one of those. I see. I'm. I'm. I just. I ramp them all up by one. If I write laugh out loud, what I probably actually did was an unexpectedly like. The sharp exhale through my nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those. All right, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I write LOL, like laughing my ass off, I probably audibly chuckled. Yeah, chuckle. We'll do yeah. it. By the way, Richard, I, um, I went upstairs just then to grab a soda, and um, <clears throat> Kitty mentioned a possible um, uh, like business opportunity for the two of us. Have you ever been oh, yeah. to the Czech Republic? No. I'll talk to you after the show. All right. Hi. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Yeah. They sounds call fun. it the cultural hub of Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds fun. Wasn't Taken 2 in, like, weren't they in the Czech Republic? Or all of Eastern Europe. Dude, yeah, nobody was going to take us. Just, <laughs> just recently, there were these terrorist attacks in Nice, and the people were from, is it Tunzin? How do you pronounce Tunzin? Tunisia. Tunisia. And, I, and Jackie's like, oh, we've been to both those places. Definitely preferred Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Been to Tunisia? Mm-hmm. I hated it. Yeah, oh, they were on a cruise. Even the Tunisians mm-hmm. hate Tunisia. Yeah, and no, like, Tunisia the- sucked. The, the, the tour guides were, like, nearly crooked. They just brought you from, like, one friend's place to the other, like, trying yeah, to get you yeah, to buy yeah. shit. And uh, <laughs> it, it, makes it sense. like, the, I don't know, it... it Look, I hate it when people just, I, I call them like parachute tourists, right? They drop in and then pretend they know a country, you know? So so don't let me yeah. do that to you. I was there one day. But um, just the vibe of it, like, I don't know. I didn't like the cops with the, I don't know if they were semi-auto or full auto, but they were like assault rifles, you know, is what the media would call them, uh, sure. you know, carrying that around. And um I guess assault weapon is the term that people can agree with, right? They were assault weapons, and um, and then the I think you made it worse. <laughs> did I? I don't yeah. even know. Just, just scary black just a, rifles. Just call it a just call it a death machine. Just a death. <laughs> yeah, I, I death murder machine. murder machine. Yeah, I would have called it an AR-15 or an AK-47 <laughs> if I remembered which one it was. But uh, um, anyway, they, they, the the cops carried scary black rifles, and that seemed over the top to my sensibilities. And um, the the places where you went shopping were covered, and they were like dark little alleys and stuff. And the whole vibe of it just seemed uncomfortable to me and creepy. And and they were selling things that I thought like were kind of easy to produce. I don't know, crap, bullshit. And uh, I don't know. Like, I've got a bowl of Chex Mix. Yeah, like macaroni crafts and shit. What's that? Like, I'm, sure if, I'm sure if you go to England, like that shitty tour guide is also going to try and sell you something stupid or take you somewhere not that great. Like maybe not the extent of Tunisia. No, but, but it like did though. Like, we'll sell you a little big bend. Like, like okay, like we went, we spent a couple days in Italy. We spent a couple days in France, and it it wasn't like that at all. You know, they were like. 
aggressively prying open your pockets like, oh, don't look at something without buying it. That's considered rude in Tunisia. Like, really? I feel like you're fucking with me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I kind of like to see what I buy before I buy it. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe it was you can't ask the price without eventually buying it or something like that. And it's just like, that's how do you even like conduct (laughs) business? I have nothing. (laughs) I like how you just talk about taking you to their like cousin's place. Yeah. Like trying to drum up. This is Zidane, he is town butcher and the child doctor. Like, <laughs> also sells little flag of Tunisia. Like, like, but, however they speak over there. Nice was really That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, do you travel? Do, I mean, do you guys travel a lot like that? Or not lately? Is that just a, because? Because just out of curiosity, like I hear people say, like pros and cons of, of doing things. Personally, I don't travel a whole lot outside the state. So oh, okay. like, I've debated on that. We're like. I hear a lot of people go and they do that Europe tour and they're like, oh man, I'm just so exhausted. I just like the vacation itself going like two days here, uh, a day here, two days here. It's like, is it like what place to you would be like a cool spot just to go kick it for like a week or or Italian Riviera? Yeah. 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 That's mine. I liked it way more than the French Riviera. And so. What what was so much better about it? Because I would like to go to Italy more than France. And it seems like most people are on Team France for when they go to Europe. Like, most people want to go to Paris. But I think Italy would be really neat. I'm trying to remember. I, I felt like the Italian Riviera had more to do. It was more connected with the rest of Italy. And it, I don't know, it was near other cool things. Uh and I don't know. Did I just like the docks more? I'm trying to think, like what it was. But I walked away, like, dude, when I go on my epic cross-Atlantic sailing trip, I'm definitely going to the Italian Riviera, not the French one. How are the people different, French versus Italians? If any of you other Italians guys, Italians were French fucking crazy. It's um, like the the French are like civilized you know of course there's the whole pompous <laughs> thing and there's some truth to that and uh and again i'm like parachute tourism here you know i don't i didn't really get to know the countries the the italians everybody know it, it, it they're well known for the douchebaggery they okay. are the italians were friendly <laughs> but like like so outgoing to the point where as an american i'm kind of like shying down from their the hand motions and the like, like aggressive posturing and everything. Maybe they wanted to be three inches more into my personal space than I typically go for, and like that that existed. But um, but overall, like, you made an Italian friend. <laughs> overall, <laughs> they just I, I don't know. I liked the friendly vibe, although I didn't like the driving. Oh my gosh! So Italian driving is uh, like. Uh, it's it's, it's cliche. <laughs> yeah, it's a cliche that they're crazy and stuff. But oh my god, you know, like again, there it, it it's like a full contact sport over there. The driving and everywhere they're just the, the horns, the the nosing in. <laughs> like in America, like a zipper merge, right? Everyone kind of gets the zipper merge. You do whatever, and there are douchebags who don't follow the zipper merge rules, right? I'm gonna get two rights in a row because that makes a fucking difference. In Italy, like there no. Like everything is just aggressive, like fuck over, like and and at more what? speed than you would guess. Uh, so I, I have two questions. One, what what thing did you make a <clears throat> make a special trip to go see some historical thing that really underwhelmed you, and you were like, holy shit, do they frame this picture well when they put it on postcards? Because this is bullshit. And what thing did you go visit? Perhaps I hope, I'm, I'm assuming there was one that you were like, wow, people made this. Huh. Um, the, uh, the Vatican was pretty cool in terms of like the, you know, this is pretty neat. Um, but not just the Vatican, like there were a lot of churches 
like it's almost one downside of America. I feel like there's not a ton of history here. You know, of course we have our like revolutionary and civil war and like you can sort of stand in a field and be like, dude, some shit went down here. But like you go to the, the churches in Europe and you're like, oh my God, like they built this when metal was really hard to come by. Like that's, <laughs> that's amazing. And uh, um, like the Vatican, but all the churches in general really blew me away. Like I had, I couldn't get over how big a deal that was. And then I guess for underwhelming, everything in Tunisia, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what's the, big, what's the big pull of Tunisia? For me, I, I wanted to be in Africa. Like I just sort of wanted to add a continent to my list of places I'd been. Mm. Um, as far as why, it, like, why other people go there, I can't imagine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm really yeah. shooting on Tunisia, but... That's uh, okay. Yeah, I can't have too many have any listeners from Tunisia. I feel like Tunisia is an African country you go to if you like. You kind of want to like dip your toe in Africa. Like, well, I want to be able to say I went to Africa, but I'm not going to like Central or West Africa. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> South Africa. Stay away from that Ebola, Zika, <laughs> malaria, all of those different. South Africa we'll looks the like the place to go. Yeah, I mean, the South Africa is of course like fully civilized and like Cape Town. Yeah, I, 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 I think Kyle's thinking like apartheid, but it's not. I don't know. I, it does, I, don't I think, think it's rough there still. I, I, I keep huh. reading a lot of news reports about Maybe violence there. It, it's like, like specifically um, like black on white crime. It, 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 there's some horrible things that go on it's there. the rape capital of the world. The rape capital of the world. Mm. And, I think that and the home of the Striker 12-gauge shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> like the amount I've heard that it called like the rape capital of the world. I haven't looked up the stats. Maybe they count it differently there. But they are not like barely holding the lead over someone for rape capital <laughs> uh. of the world. It, like all the other countries just they're need the quick Usain rape because they're rape. never going to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, but yeah, I don't know the they're, specifics they're of getting, South Africa. They're breaking those some... rape records and looking at the crowd laughing as they break the records. I like, wonder if even trying. <laughs> is rape easily avoidable? Like it, it, and I mean, obviously, no, probably. But, but like, it, I, when I look Depends at on how much you weigh, when I, when I see like video of of South Africa, I'll just say Casey Neistat's wife is from South Africa and they visited a lot. People hate it when I mention his name, but fuck him. So, uh, and and you go and they live in like a, it's a wealthy area. Like, you know, it it looks like you could, it looks like it could be Southern California, you know? Like, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's we nice. I have some listeners from South Africa. So if they could speak up, have you give us ever, a little bit of if, if you're from South Africa, how many rapes have you committed? And, and if the number is too high to like get to the all, you know, like count, count them all, how many rapes have you committed this month? So if you're, <laughs> if you're, just or, let us know down in the comments. You know, I, I don't want to... How many times have you been raped? Yeah. There you go. There you go. On the <laughs> other side, if you're a female Tunisian who isn't one of the female Tunisian rape gang members, which we've South all heard Africa. so much about. Um, yeah, South Africa. Well, they've got the rape gangs in Tunisia, too. They, they, I'm uh, sure. What? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like the, the Moose Lodge and uh, the Masons. They're, they're very similar organizations. <laughs> rape. Yeah. I have a new topic. I don't know if this is interesting. So you want you want you want to, you want to do this real fast? Oh my yeah. god! Egg number four. I, I, I'm calling bullshit now. He's strapping that to his dog and going and saying go, <laughs> like the dog is making a thousand. Yeah, you pounds. got a cat. Meow. Got a meow. Ah, you already had a meow too. Uh, can you can you evolve it? Um, no, I'm I'm short on them. Well, fuck. Mm. Meowth upgrades to the Black Panther. It's the most racist of Pokemon. So new topic. Really? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't evolve to the Black Panther. Um, it evolves into Persian. Ooh. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
go. I love that Richard doesn't know them either. Kyle clearly doesn't either, but like I'm happy that Kyle was not into Pokemon because he missed the boat by a bit, but he's still working on getting it, like me and Chiz in our chat about it. But every so often it's just Kyle saying like, yeah, I'm just getting so many... The, the fucking green one? I don't know. Like, just, like, a lot of the green, and then the one with the feathers on his head or something. Is that right? Like, uh, I like yeah, that, I, I like that the names are kind of like puns, too. Like, there's Tentacool. And uh, yeah. what does Tentacool upgrade to? Tentacruel. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I really like it. I, the aspect that I like the most is the, is the grind. It's going out and collecting them and <clears throat> getting my 50 Pidgeys I need to evolve again. Or, or to, to move up to the next level. Because it seems like the higher you level up, the more uh, cool Pokemon are around. At first, I got nothing but shit. And when I got my first Xenonat, I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. But now I'm just looking I'm looking for Mankeys and Pikachus. Venonat. And yeah. Venonat. Yeah, I, I've got a serious Venonat problem. And it's been happening since I downloaded the game. That's all that, that lives in my house. Venonats and Pidgeys. It's an infestation. I'm getting so fucking tired of it. Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's such an interesting game because it, it, it it's bridging the gap between so many different age groups and and it, it, it's across both sexes it seems and you know all different I, I, I see black people out playing I see white people out playing um, I'll be parked in a parking lot and, I'll, and just looking around at the others who are there with me there were three cars parked working my lure and a cop pulls by, and I'm like, shit, that cop's wondering what the fuck we're doing back here, and I and I, I, I wanted to be the first one to speak when the cop rolled by, so I was just like, hey, I'm playing a game! Like, just letting you know that before everybody else says they're they're playing a game, and I'm the fourth one to say it, and real. <laughs> yeah, you're playing a game too, huh? <laughs> like, 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 no, I'm just playing a game with all these kids! Yeah, me and all the kids were playing strip Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cop goes, "Me too." <laughs> I was like, "It's my lure." He's like, "Yeah." Hopefully, he remembers you if he ever pulls you over. You can yeah. say, "I'm the lure guy." Come on, you probably caught something good from that. If there's a night. There's a pokey stop by the Outback Steakhouse, and uh, I like to hang out there. I I don't even eat inside. I, I get my I order takeout. Get my food, eat my steak in the parking lot. I bring my own silverware because you know, plastic doesn't work. I'm out there eating my steak, <laughs> catching Pokemon. <laughs> All those other fucking plebs are sitting around me drinking Slurpees and shit. Like, oh, and they're Hondas. I'm just over there having my, having my nice dinner out, catching Pokemon in a parking lot. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's funny how even if that's all you're doing, sitting in your car at a Poke Stop. Like it makes you feel even like it makes you feel like you're out doing something, even though it's exactly what you'd be doing at a home. Little, but you're in your little. car swiping every eight minutes. You're like, well, at least I'm out. You know, <laughs> I walked some to go get the food and I came back. Like, I'm starting to really ration my steps now to the point like, like if it's not loading up, like there have been times I've been sitting here and I'm like, God, I just want to get it to fucking turn on because I have to pee and I'm, I'm going to walk to the bathroom. I don't want to piss those steps away. You know, I just yeah. want to get credit for everything I'm moving. I get angry loaded? too. I'm like, I'm like, damn it, the servers are down. Maybe I can wait 20 extra minutes to go to work. That way <laughs> the app can load and I can throw it in the passenger seat and let it hopefully hatch some eggs. Are iOS way. and Android like equally unreliable or is one better than the oh, other? Android's better, I think. Yeah, it is. Today I was Subway and then I couldn't get my app to sign in. So I just said fuck it, and I just didn't didn't eat. 
for lunch because I if I'm not going to get credit for driving slowly and bothering the people behind me on the way, then what's the point? Yeah, you know, you, you almost feel like you die inside just a little bit when you give up on that moment. And you're like, well, fuck it. I guess I'll drive to work like a normal person at normal speeds today. Not <laughs> hoping that that twenty mile per hour, thirty mile per hour, <laughs> hoping hoping that counts a little bit towards hatching. <laughs> That's what I like. I, I, I like in traffic. I notice that I'll get like little tiny smidgens of it, and so so often now, like I leave it in the seat next to me so I can kind of see that I'm tracking. And you know when there's like that big gap, like a couple hundred yards in traffic where everybody like speeds up and you slow down. I'm that guy now who just takes my foot off the gas and I just roll <laughs> yeah. at eight miles an hour all the way up to the to the line until it gets to be too rude. I had but. to Uber to work um, a couple times while I didn't have a vehicle the other day for uh, <laughs> my truck going into service, and I learned something that you, sh- I, you should totally not do as the driver of a vehicle, but if you're a passenger, um, whenever you're driving down the road, stuff isn't going to have enough time to spawn but if you point the map in the direction that you're going and you load a pokey stop before you get to it and wait for the ring to go from small or big to like larger soon as it gets on it swipe <laughs> before it closes back down and you still get it it's so good <laughs> i had I, uh... that happen where i i, I took like probably 10 minutes going around an extra block pretty much that I didn't need on a commute because as I was driving past a pokey stop waiting to swipe it, a fucking egg hatched and I can't get out of the egg screen to, to get my pokey stop points. So I just had to wait for the egg to hatch and then double back, make sure I got my three worthless pokeballs or whatever the hell it gave me. <laughs> but it's XP. It is XP. Yeah. You no wonder you're such a high level without evolving anything. If you can just kind of put it next to your window and swipe yeah. every eight minutes. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I wish I had that. Faster. And it's it's walking for you right now as you sit it's, still. Yeah, it's weird, man. I'm on like so I got a goldine right there too on the Pokestop. Um, but it's weird. So I don't know if it's because I'm on Wi-Fi and GPS where he paces. He's just doing circles on my edge of the block. I guess he's trying to figure out what my GPS location is. Nice. And uh, so that's <laughs> just counting towards walking. It's really cool. Don't change a thing. Richard, no. have you played? Uh, have you played with a vibe yet? The VR. Um. Yes and no. Um. I did early on with you know Brandon Lotch. Uh. Yeah. No. Uh, um. So. Um. I. I went and played his. Um. Oh man, I'm gonna butcher their game. Uh. It's called Junkyard or something like that. Oh. Something. Um. Um. Ho- uh, hover Junkers. Ho- hover Junkers. Yeah. Yeah. I went and played it, and it was insane. And he showed me some of the different apps that they had. Um. This I think this is the the vibe, right? The, where the uh, painting with the tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he showed me like the different artists who did things for it, like the Disney artist who did the Little Mermaid, and it's like the 3D bubbles and everything else. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, this is like, it's a new way of looking at things. It's really cool, very interesting. I can't wait. Like the whole augmented reality virtual reality stuff it's just i i can't wait to see where things go in just a couple of years we had a guest on the show like 2 months ago 3 months ago maybe now and 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 tucker was talking about how much he loved the vibe and how much he was loving vr and i was like i'm going to do that as soon as i get i was in la at the time and i was like as soon as i get back i'm going to start figuring out what kind of computer i'm going to build and and put together and then i'm going to get a vibe 
And so I've got it now, and I've been playing a lot of the gun simulate, simulation stuff and the arrow games, and it's yeah. so ridiculous. I feel I get done, and I'm dripping in sweat. I'm, I'm really? sitting in there fucking loading and fucking... It, it's like you're doing fucking shooting drills. There's There's... I'm taking cover and running and ducking and reloading on the move and and dealing with so many t aggressive moving targets that are coming at me and having to get headshots. There's a I, there's a game called Raw Data. Um, it's absurd. There's multiplayer, so you and a buddy are in a virtual arena defending against waves of robot attackers. There's a, a horror game called the Brookhaven uh, Experiment, where like you stand there and def and hold your position down, defend it, and just these monsters are constantly coming, and it's yeah. pistol in one hand and flashlight in the other, and you're in the darkness, so the flashlight is key, and the battery's wow. always draining. Um, so that one's actually more terrifying than anything. But there's one, uh, there's a game called uh, Horseshoes, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades, and it's so close. You, you've got a Glock, and I'm, I'm, you've got the mag in the other hand, and I thought that it would just auto glide in. But no, you've got to like carefully make sure you've got to line it up and put it in correctly, huh. and then and you've got a chamber around. And with a revolver, you're like putting each round into the, and in, into the weapon, and then closing, and then cocking the double action. And it's like a weapon simulator. That's uh, very cool. It, it's absurd how much fun I've been having with this thing. So, but, do you but, go to E3? Because I'm 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 excited to see, like I like I I haven't really since I've not been in Los Angeles and all the people who are privy to early access of things. Um, I'm really curious to see what people think about all the different platforms. People who are creating content, uh, creating systems and stuff like that, like PlayStation. Like I haven't had a PlayStation in a long time. I'll probably end up buying a PlayStation just for what is it? Um, Arkham uh, VR or Gotham VR? What is that? I'm not familiar with it. I, er, so, everything I'm doing is Vive centric, so I'm I'm on the Vive subreddits and 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 boards and stuff. I don't know anything about any I'm, other VR stuff. I'm just so excited for like the like the games that just tap on that nostalgic nerve, right? So this the this is coming out for PlayStation in October. That's their their VR headset, and it's it, the trailer shows nothing. I mean the the trailer shows nothing. It's Mark Hamill doing voiceover, and oh that's uh, cool. It's it's epic. It's it's like it, you get cold chills listening to it. It's awesome. Real, uh, well, if you're like a Batman fan, it's just your mind starts doing things and you start picturing the possibilities of being able to wear this this VR headset. And you're like, oh wow. And then it's like Don the Cow or whatever. And yeah. so it's like, oh my god, being you want to talk about being afraid of heights, being able to have like a good VR simulator and being that Batman on the edge of a building like you know that temple of assassin's creed or something and looking over on the edge before you do that big high fall i i i just had to clean my drawers out I mean, i've been play this room is like the minimum space required it's like two and a half meters by three meters and uh i've punched the walls a few times so hard that i in my head i'm like i wonder if my knuckles are bleeding right now but i've still got to keep going what are you doing like, um Hitting well, a oh, I had a knife. Yeah, I had a knife. I had a knife in my hand and a pistol in the other, and I was out of ammo, so I was fighting the the monster. I was just hitting him in the head as fast as I could to try to get as many licks in before he like eats me. Because if I can, you know, I could kill him hand to hand, even if you're out of. Uh, so I'm just bashing him with a flashlight in one hand and my pistol in the other, and I punched the wall really fucking hard. Um, so I'm gonna go to another room that's much much bigger than this, and I'm excited about that because in a game like hover junkers in particular where your left hand 
is is sort of operating a it's turned into this this bubble and as i you know as you turn your hand you're guiding the ship and as i point forward i'm accelerating as i pull back i'm decelerating and th- and i'm i'm doing all my steering with this one and my other hand i'm rotating the the thumb here and selecting which weapon i want and then grabbing it by squeezing and then firing it so i'm like riding into battle like this on my on my hover junker and like I see the bad guys, and I'm just coming up on them drive-by style, like ramming right into them, and just shooting, shooting them in the head, in the head as fast as I can over their armor, and then retreating back to safety. And when you're playing multiplayer in that, like I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll see my blue teammates, and I'll, I'll like stick my fist up in the air with my controller, and they'll do the same thing, and I'll hear them come over the mic. They're like, "Where are the bad guys?" And I grab my flare gun really quick, and I'm just poof, shoot toward the bad guys, and we both sort of head off into the night light to go get this guy and we don't that, you know, that is so cool it's so Does much it, fun you get immersed into it and you'll be i'll be lying on this floor because you're in sort of a a hover junker it's a hovercraft but it's got junk all around the sides as cover and i'll be laying down on my back as low as i can get doing reloads above my head to to like get back up and recover and and steering out of situations like that so i love that game you were saying that you could like fight people off with your hands yeah. so is this i was hoping that they do it like this where if you like really come down hard it's a harder hit in the game and they don't do that thing with vr or at least like the the xbox one where you can kind of just like go like that and it's the same thing as like huge movements oh, is I that see. how it is or for now is it kind of like you can just go like that and hit punch or you actually do have to swing it it's definitely not swinging super well you have to make a big arm movement to get it to go so you can't flick your wrist and and like swing your knife you have to swing your whole arm to get any oh. distance and and like you want to keep them at arm's reach anyway i feel like my longer arms probably help in vr cuz if i'm out of ammo and i know they're coming i like i turn sideways and like i've got my knife out here like this like <laughs> back back <laughs> like doing one of those cuz i cuz when he gets close he's going to bite you and they're so terrifying some of these enemies like You've got a voice in your head, and she's like, We thought we were creating a peephole into another universe. But it must have been a doorway. And now it's been ripped open. And then you look, and all of a sudden, here's a spider scorpion crawling down on top of you to wrap you up in a web and, like, consume you. And it's, like, it's horrifying, if you can imagine a, like, spider scorpion the size of a couch. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, God, let me shoot it real quick. And it shoots web on your gun, and all of a sudden your hands all wrapped up in web, and you're trying to get the fucking web off in real life. It, it's it's I'll be sweating and terrified playing that game at the same time. It's a scary. Wow. Game. Do you get a feeling of of like true panic sometimes, where you'll look up like you've described before, and you see like a zombie dropping or something, and you're actually in real life, like your heart's beating faster. Oh yeah. I can't oh, yeah. wait for that because I, I can. Imagine, I remember playing Dead Space, and I would feel my heart. <laughs> beating really quick when I had those loud headphones on, every light was off and I was really into it. I can't imagine. A horror game might actually be unpleasant in VR. Like, it's, it might it's, just not be fun. It's horror. It's, it's horror. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I'll be, they'll all be coming from the left for a while, so all my attention is on the left. My, you know, my, my flashlight's on and I'm just shooting as, fa- as rapidly as I can reloading as cleanly as I can and then I start thinking, I haven't checked my, my six in a long time and I, I spin around with a flashlight and the pistol and he's just right in my face like, <laughs> and, it's, and it's just like, oh, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck, it's, it's scary. It's, it legitimately scares you. And, and I, I mean, I'll be down here screaming it like, like, like a bitch. Like, it's, it's very good. 
I've 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 been I've had so much fun with with this thing so far. I'm loving it. Um, wow. What's the setup um, cost you from what you built? Um. So a fan. So my my plan is to put the new t uh, Nvidia 1080 uh, 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 graphics card in there, but I want the Asus Strix overclocked version, which is I haven't been able to lay my hands on yet. It's been back ordered for over a month and a half now. So, so a fan was nice enough to let me borrow his. 980 Ti, which is pretty top of the line anyway. It handles yeah. everything VR very, very well. It doesn't max, max out the hardest games, but it, it gets it gets there. Um, I would say $2,200 worth of computer minus the graphics card, which is going to be another 700 So almost three grand in computer um, without any, uh, including some peripherals. I got a a 34-inch uh, G-Sync ultra-wide monitor, which uh, it's that's it overclocks to 100 uh, frames per second. 2200 can't include that monitor. Was how much was that monitor itself? A grand? The monitor, I, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not can't. The monitor was 1300. dollars um, Wow. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. And then the Vive itself is 800 dollars uh, plus tax, so like 875. Um, I'm not really sure what I've got in it. I didn't um, three or four grand in everything. What's the um, the marketplace like far as um, the selection of applications and it's games? Really, uh, every, and, and and that I'm so happy to be a part of that early access community. Um, if you're on the subreddit, like paying attention, you'll see every day the devs are on the subreddit talking about their games and talking about how things are going to be implemented in the future. The um, the games are evolving so quickly. A game like Out of Ammo, which is like you're standing over sort of a, uh, a, a an area that needs to be defended. It's a military game, and you're like God. You're, say, 400 feet tall, and you can call in strikes here and there and make anything you want happen. You can put a unit here, there, a sniper there, a rocket man there. But then the cool part is you can point at them and click, and you become them. And so you're doing the mag changes. You're looking down the scope. You're making oh, cool. that one soldier on your battlefield. like It's like an RTS, but all of a sudden you can make any one soldier the baddest motherfucker there's ever been. So, so you're like, even the sniper rifle reload, I, I find so fun. You open the bolt, pull it back, reach to your hip and grab a round, place it in the chamber, close, close the bolt, and then you can fire. And so, like, wow. after a while, you're doing this so fluidly. It, it's, it's, uh, it's very challenging, but like that game has been updated re so re repeatedly. At first, it was $10. I think now it might be 20 They keep raising the prices, they add content. So, I got it at 10 bucks. And now there's multiplayer and all kinds of things they add to it. So every single day there's a there's a, a handful of new games that are worth trying out. Many of them are free, five dollar games, ten dollar games. Uh, the the best games are like thirty uh, thirty to forty dollars, something like that. Wow. And, and they continue like to support it. Yes. Oh, big time. Yeah, they're they're constant because they're they're not turning a profit. These VR um, developers, they're working for their passion. With only a hundred thousand vibes out there on the market, it's not like it's you're making a, an Xbox One game where you've got tens of million of uh, potential buyers out there. You got one hundred thousand people to sell to, and the games are you know ten bucks, five bucks a piece. They're not making too much of a profit, if anything. They're counting on some sort of future revenues, I suppose. Yeah. But everybody, I, I'm loving it and. Uh, I like that the the people who are involved with it, they seem like uh, the developers. They just released a uh, a game called Trials on Tatooine, which is the first Star Wars branded uh, sort of mini game experience. So you do some lightsaber stuff, and uh, that's really fun too. Uh, there's so many things that uh, VR can make you do 
uh, whether your hands are guns or claws or you're uh, like living inside of a mystery novel, flipping through files, reading up on something and trying to solve the, the story. Um, the bow and arrow games are so much fun. Huh. Uh, those are the ones that I've spent the most time on is, is bow and arrow stuff. And that's the best workout, too. I, I, I'll be dripping with sweat after, after playing a bow and arrow game. I feel like it's, a, it's, a, it, it's this circle that's coming around eventually or inevitably where whatever i guess uh whatever people believe but uh like the matrix right where augmented virtual everything gets so good plug me in but but here's the thing here's the thing it goes full circle everything just like then then you plug in you have the electrode stimulating your your body in ways where it it recreates uh, physical activity or sensations and stuff like that and ultimately you're like god you're the master of this universe that you designed or you bought or you're experiencing and then ultimately it's going to come full circle where people are like you know it's going to be like you know it's really crazy you know it's like next level not doing any of this experiencing <laughs> life like just going out there and just seeing where the chips fall and not not having any control over anything. And it's like, oh, I had access to life this There's entire time. There's a Bruce Willis time. movie like that where everybody is locked in. the. It's in the future and everybody lives in these pods and there are these like biomechanical replicas of their ideal self-image out there walking around and with their brain uh, synapses on board, logged in. And what happens is for the first time in like a generation, someone dies. They die while, while in their chamber, and that was supposed to be impossible. And so Bruce Willis leaves his chamber and, and goes from like digitally de-aged, good-looking Bruce Willis, die-hard Bruce Willis, to like, you know, 60-year-old Bruce Willis. And so he's the only ugly 60-year-old man in this world of Adonises in their biomechanical suits uh, trying to solve this crime. Um, but yeah, that I, sounds I definitely really see cool. your point there. What's that movie? It's, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Look up Bruce Willis's uh, filmography on IMDb, and you, you, you'll really track it down. I don't. I don't remember the name. I've only seen it once, and it's not that great of a movie, so, to be honest. Richard, were you advocating real life on the show for a second there? Did I, did I interpret it that right? <laughs> Gross. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Is like I am like I will I will admit it wholeheartedly to so many degrees. I am a hypocrite, right? Because I rely on social media. I rely on the entertainment industry for my primary sources of revenue and mm -hmm. income and how I make my living. But like, I don't like, like I was saying early, I, earlier, I don't resent it. I enjoy it. There's things that I, I, I hold kind of dear that I just won't disturb or I won't corrupt in this whole process of, I need to be on the schedule or I need to do this. Or I think, people will enjoy this. I try to stay true. Like I make this because hopefully other people appreciate it, but it's going to be because I enjoy it. Um, but having said that, given the opportunity, if you know, like having kids or whatever, like uh, better relationships with friends who aren't necessarily into that, I just like, I, I would be content to a certain extent to taking a break or deleting and just being, being away from it and just, because when I, I do wingsuit, I can't be on social media. Like, for some reason, it just takes me out of focusing. Or when we go to the mountains, like, even when we went to um, Texas, 
I mean, that was that was fun. We didn't really have cell service or anything no. except for in the evenings. And so it was nice. It's just being, even though we're still filming and there's work to be done, it's kind of nice just sitting there just chatting. And it's like, no, we're not checking internet. We're not doing this or that. And, oh, that that was so much fun just talking to those guys about their uh, their Iraq stories and stuff like that. That was yeah, yeah that was a great time. It's kind yeah, of and so I feel out of place sometimes. Like, so I have been into games and this other stuff as deeply as anybody out there right you know like i i would at work just wish i was playing call of duty i would go to work and tell stories about video games that i'm sure they weren't interested in right you know, that was me for a long time and then i you know quit my job and just did it full time day and night and it wasn't just video games it's you know of course the video games the twitter the social media the whole nine yards and i still do that for a living but there's a part of me that doesn't like like, dude, have you guys tried this other stuff? Like normal life? Like, you know, I, I'm learning to paramotor. I, I'm like, I, I really enjoy the sun. You know, I, I talk about mowing, but it's not really about mowing grass. It's about existing outside. Um, I enjoy that. And yeah, um, it's like, I think ah. once anything becomes like a source of income for a while, you just start to classify it more as a job. And so you just start yeah. to have a little less fun with it. Like any, there is not a single professional baseball player out there who enjoys playing baseball <laughs> I, I sincerely doubt it they play all that's the one professional sport where it's like a real job it's every fucking day for yeah. hours you're there like it's not like the nhl or the nba or even games. to a lesser extent the nfl like there's no way they're enjoying it i'm sure when they were kids they fucking loved yep, baseball yep. and they thought if i could just be a baseball star that's what i want to be and then they get up there and it's like oh my god how many fucking games are in this season? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I know they're paying me 8.1 million or whatever, but my God. Can we Don't get me wrong. And, and, and it, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm like, I, I like, I'm biting the hand that feeds me or anything like that because they're, don't get, they're, they're serious validation things that come from being in the space that we're in. Right. Where it's like, I had this cool idea. People liked it. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. I was right or whatever, you know, you're proving a point or whatever it is, there's that validation that comes from it. But then there's also the gratification of doing something that you enjoy and not really sacrificing any anything. Like, I get to write off all my fun hobbies because I technically make a living at it. So, if, like, if I'm going to do this shoot with this gun or if I'm going to go on this wingsuit trip or whatever, ah, I'm gonna, this is going to be part of work and it's going to be fun and we're going to do our thing. But, at, at, you know, at some point I do kind of, you know, there's different things, different things you want to like. So, uh, again, I keep going back to the, the, the new job and everything, but it's funny because I did a, a story on Jeff Gordon yesterday and and there's because I'm an executive producer in a different category. There's there's also um, there's different uh, people who control different aspects of the production. So there's documentaries, there's news, there's they're doing all kinds of stuff there. And so news is like five to ten stories a day. And I was like, I gotta do a story on Jeff Gordon today. Like you guys, like you gotta give me this, and I gotta do it my way. I gotta, I gotta go. I got, I got a vent. This is just give me this. <laughs> and so I did. I did this, this, uh, this bit where I'm praying to Jesus, like, like eight pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus, <laughs> in the beginning of it and everything. And I just go on all these like Talladega Nights references and everything in the piece, talking about 
uh, baby Jesus answering our prayers at the Rainbow Warriors coming back from retirement <laughs> and, and all this other stuff. And it's, it's fun. And it's like, it's things like that. It's, it, those are the small victories for me that always keep me inspired and, and, and constantly doing stuff. And people, you know, that's probably been my biggest Achilles is, is consistency with content. Cause you see like take tech, uh, tech destruction channels are a really good example had i went hard in the paint with that back in the day when like blend tech and and i were like you know destroying the iphone 3 or whatever mm-hmm. probably be a little bit more successful now if i just if i did that but i can't really commit to that type of creative all the time so like yeah i'm gonna do wingsuiting i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but at some point you do have to disconnect from that too and like i mean woody i, I mean for me, I, like, it it's not like inspiration, right? And if I lack inspiration or motivation, I fill it with discipline, right? That's the way I am. And mm. um, so, so that's cool. It's almost like like my channel is a little different than most in that it's not really just like about video games or something like that. Certainly lately, it's not about that at all. It's almost an advice thing, like a role model thing is, is partly what I've got going on. And there's a part of me that wants to be like, I, I worry about the disconnect because my current frame of mind has a whole lot of, you know what, like I, I see you doing this and I see you doing that, but you should get out, you should do a thing, you should achieve in life, you yeah. know, find a career that, that you enjoy doing and throw some energy and passion into it. Like stop, like I, I picture a subscriber is like sitting in a room in the dark smoking a bowl or something and playing <laughs> a video game and I wanna be like, dude, no, 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 no. Like you're gonna find that a lot of time passes and you're not where you aspire to be. Like, you know, you need drugs when you've got grass. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, jokes aside, like there's something to be said for real life achievement. Oh. And you can find yourself, you know, in a rut in the video games. They're addictive. You know, and they're great. They're great fun. I've been there. But like you know, guys, go out and try a thing. Like, achieve a, a thing. Get a woman that you love or a guy. I don't care. But, you know, like, like foster a relationship that means something. Like, Find the small victories, yeah. though. Find the small – because cause equally, like, though, out, out there, I mean, like, I'm just playing devil's advocate. But, uh-huh. you know, like, for, uh, but like, like, like you guys were talking about, baseball, I mean, you could probably have been bred into that and an overbearing father figures like – you got to play this and you you grow up despising it because it was your job at an early age but yeah find definitely find the small victories in life that 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 thing that's gonna gonna make you happy because the, the video that i have coming out tomorrow uh which is yesterday for most of the people watching this uh I, I have this tony robbins quote in it which is like most people overestimate what they can get done in a year and they underestimate what they can get done in 10 years right because you know in 10 years man you can be wildly educated you can have a successful business you can have like a wife and kids if that's part of your your you know goal set like you, you can do so much if you just do it piece by piece and make a thing happen and um yeah, anyway, like I, but on the other hand, I worry that I'm like disconnecting with a lot of people that like my stuff because they don't want to hear that. Like a, a lot of people watching my videos might be like, "No, Woody, you know, why don't you just talk about Pokémon Go more?" And uh, you know, I'm, there's great fun to be had there and everyone or deserves CISO. their I'm sorry. Or CISO, you could talk about CISO. This episode is being sponsored by CISO, the all-comedy ad-free streaming TV service made for serious Made for the serious comedy nerd. And if you like Community and or Rick and Morty, then you have to watch CISO's new original series, Harmon Quest. I don't know if any of you watched that uh, this week, but it was, it's 
really good. Harmon Quest is a comedic improv animated live action journey into the hilarious world of fantasy role playing with Dan Harmon and his comedy companions, starring Dan Harmon, uh, Spencer Crittenden, uh, Aaron McGathy, and Jeff B. Davis. Uh, Dan Harmon, creator of Community, Rick and Morty, and Harmon Town, brings you Harmon Quest. It's like nothing else you've seen on TV, streaming, or anywhere else. Dan Harmon and his team embark on an epic journey of dragon slaying and chivalry as they attempt to save the world from evils and uh, other such things. It says here, Fondue Zubag, uh, played by Dan Harmon, Bone Weevil, played by Jeff Davis, and uh, Buer O'Shift, played by Aaron McAfee, find themselves stumbling through the mystical lands and treacherous monster-filled caves in their quest to defeat the evil heralds of the Manticore. You can watch every episode of Harmon Quest on CISO right now, so go to CISO.com and use promo code HarmonQuest, H-A-R-M-O-N-Q-U-E-S-T, to get free months for free. Yeah, that is an extra month on top of the already free trial. So CISO is stacked with new original comedies uh, besides Harmon Quest, like uh, classic series and loads of stand-up specials. They have every episode of Saturday Night Live, the entire Monty Python catalog, and so much more. So start your free trial today. Check them out. I'm going to watch that is. show if it's similar to Rick and Morty. Yeah, me too. I've been re-watching Rick and Morty. I know. I, yeah, I, I got always, that. I do the thing, though, with shows where I re-watch it to the point that even the thought of going back to watch it again, like I, I did that with It's Always Sunny. I kind of ruined It's Always Sunny for myself because I've watched every episode so many fucking times that nothing catches me off guard anymore. You know, like, I, I don't know. It almost pisses me off that I've done that with Rick and Morty. Like, to now, like, I can pretty much sit there with my eyes closed and just, you know, know every time he's like, you know what, Morty? Oh, we, sh- we shouldn't be here, Morty. We- 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 put it up your ass, Morty. Or, like, I know exactly <laughs> what is going to be said at every time. But that's a great show. Yeah, yeah I'm only yeah. on my second watching. And Colin sees it's a cartoon and wants to, like, watch it with me. Uh- <laughs> and, and I'm like, like, how inappropriate is this for a 13-year-old, you know? And they're not appropriate for a 13-year-old. <laughs> but he's not getting all of it. So, you know, I try to, like, justify it. And, and there, there's an episode where they have to, like, exist naked a whole lot because the, the bad guys that are overwatching them are really, like, squeamish about n- nudity. And he's like, don't yeah. cover your dong. Don't cover your dong. That's the only reason they're not watching us. Or, or something close to that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, Colin's right yeah, here. I'm sure a lot of it he, he's not catching. But mm-hmm. what's different about Rick and Morty than a lot of those, like, even, like, Family Guy or whatever, is there's there's a ton of gratuitous violence in Rick and Morty of just, like, like characters dying and suffering like just in horrible ways and suffering like of course you mentioned the insect one recently but like the, the even the one with the misos right, right? Is oh that, yeah yeah the those Meeseeks. yeah i'm sorry what were they called the meeseeks, meeseeks like yeah. me seeking I, something okay yeah. uh the episode with the meeseeks like those they were really unhappy suicidal wishing they were dead yeah. like creatures and and I've it's been alive for 24 hours that's an attorney in me yeah. <laughs> we just want to drag me into this well he dragged me into this he dragged me into this. Yeah, so that like yeah the me seeks of course their goal was to teach the guy to, to play golf better and they couldn't get it done so then they start spawning in new me seeks with the goal of killing some of the other me seeks and and it was just like I don't know. Something about it is different than other violence because there's a real unhappiness connection, like dread. Dark. Yeah, it's, it's darker. Dark. It, it's it's a clever show. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Did, what is did, it? Is that Netflix or? You can, what was uh, it on? CISO. Rick and Morty is on CISO. Uh, probably, but it's on Hulu as well, and it's on. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. It's on the internet for free. Yeah. Um, did you guys get your? I'm gonna get this last ad read in, and then we'll get those AMA questions before we get out of here. Um, not that not that it's happening anytime soon or anything. 
Did you guys get any of your uh, Nature Box foods? Not yet. Not yet. You right, got well, I'll, I did get mine. I'll, I'll, I'll grab it and bring it down in a second. But let me, let me read and tell you guys what Nature Box is. Tired of eating the same bland food while trying to stay healthy? Nature Box has the solution to your problem. Making smarter, smarter choices doesn't mean you have to eat boring food. Nature Box makes snacks that are full of flavor and none of the junk. Nature Box makes over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks that are made with better, uh, better for you ingredients. Simply choose what snacks you want, and they are delivered right to your door. Some of our personal favorites were the peanut butter nom noms. I, I couldn't get any of those. Kitty made me throw them out. <laughs> the chocolate hazelnut granola and the praline pumpkin seeds is really good. Uh, Nature Box is constantly adding new and interesting snacks uh, for you to discover every month. Plus, they believe you shouldn't eat uh, eat something you don't like. So if you try a snack and you don't like it, Nature Box will replace it in your next box for free. Can't do that with any other snacks. Go to naturebox.com/pka right now to get two bags of delicious snacks without any of the junk for free. That's naturebox.com/pka for two free bags of bold and unique snacks delivered right to your door. Naturebox.com/pka. I can't believe that's free. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no catch here. Just just go to naturebox.com slash PKA and they're gonna give you two bags of free snacks. And they really are good like snacks. Like like I'm gonna go grab them in a second. Yeah, I wanna see like, I like that yeah, business model. Like I'm impressed by that. I'm not, not, not only do they yeah. wanna give you free samples, feeling like that'll definitely pay like, dude, our shit is so good that we know you're gonna buy it. Like that's the only reason why you give free samples. And then the other side, like you don't like it. Don't we'll just we'll hook you up in the next batch with with more free stuff and uh, I I think like shit that says something to me you know about how they feel about their stuff so yeah I, I was so more funny no, I just say every 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 single time every single time I I come on here you guys have a sponsor that I haven't used and I'm like oh you know what I'm totally gonna try that I'm totally gonna try <laughs> so last time last time I was moving to Nashville. And so I, I bought a Casper mattress with the PKA code, and <laughs> I, I'm totally I like I've been trying to find places to get snacks, and it's just not not happening here. So I'm gonna tweet you guys a picture whenever <laughs> I get my PKA. And I'm following you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow you too. I want to see your nature. I, I, I like Nature Box as an idea because it's. I feel like I can fool myself into thinking that it's. It's it's basically health food. This is yeah. this is good for me, you know. Like I can sit and eat a bunch of nuts, and rationalize it. So I've got. Let's see what we got. I've got the whole wheat chocolate chip cookie bites. I'm gonna wheat. get gonna get into those wheat. Whole wheat. Uh, sourdough cheddar pretzels. These were my selections. These are the ones that I picked out. Um, dark cocoa nom noms. What? Not even sure what that's gonna be. Oh, uh, messed up there. Anything with chocolate, I'm in. I got the whole wheat chocolate animal cookies, and then I ordered some of these bars. These are pineapple coconut bars. So yeah, I'm gonna eat some of all of this. Is these look these look really good? I'm mostly good. intrigued by those pretzels. What was it? All Sourdough right. cheddar. That sounds yeah. like that. I'm more hmm. into that than sweets. But it's like you can pick everything, right? Just go and yeah, that's what I did. I picked all these out. I love oh. sweets. We've been trying to have fewer sweets in our life. Like my oh. lemonade is like my my go-to drink. So my wife now just puts lemons in water 
And it that's not lemonade. That's not lemonade at all. It's like oh. lemonade tears. It's sadness. It's, <laughs> it's like, lemonade tears. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like you're the last man on earth, and you've been like trying to use that last bit of lemon mix for a long time, <laughs> like to save it for that memories of when there was civilization. It, yeah. it is so sad to just have lemon juice in the water. Yeah, and that's it's that's like my normal. It's what I had with dinner tonight, and I get that. Like you can drink a lot of calories, you know. If you think of all the sodas and yeah. lemonades and stuff, it's just. It's just liquid candy, and and that's a lot of liquid candy. That like, it's way more than any other kind of candy that I consume. You know, I'm not eating a lot of pies or brownies or anything, but liquid candy is probably my biggest sin. So switching yeah. to lemon water is like should help, but oh god, it's not without its sacrifices. For like a that's full so year straight in college, I thought that I was being like the the representation of health by drinking like 12 ounces of oj every morning and then after a while realizing like this is just soda in a different form isn't yeah. it, and it gatorade like, same thing what i'm gonna drink i'm gonna drink a 12 pack of gatorades today michael <laughs> jordan drinks it right <laughs> yeah yeah, nah. yeah no, so. uh, it's funny you say that because that's the that's the concession that i made with sugar a few years ago where it was like I realized that as far as genetically I'm probably predisposed to diabetes within the family mm. um, I'm going to I'm going to slow my roll on sugar some way shape or form so it's going to be the, I'm not going to drink my calories anymore with the exception of alcohol um, which is a big one but um, because I just I love chocolate and cookies and stuff way too much, so I just don't drink sodas or any kind of liquid calories. So like snacks like that, when you say chocolate, anything or anything like covered, like just interesting things. Like don't they have some types of like hot stuff too, like some flavored nuts or spices or something mm -hmm. like that? Like all kinds of good. They've got stuff. beef jerky. Um, oh, dude, I'm yeah, in. They got a little bit of everything. I want some so, like hot peanuts. Sounds they good. have those, but Kitty's crazy allergic. So the sour, uh, the sourdough cheddar, cheddar pretzels were really good, and the whole wheat chocolate chip cookie bites were also really good. And so are the animal cookies. But I'm not a fan of the dark cocoa nom noms, which are just big chunks of dark chocolate gooiness. Yeah, you gotta really like dark chocolate. I'm in. I'm in. Is that the Nate Diaz? <laughs> that pineapple bar was really good. I'm that in. pineapple bar was really good. Send it to me. <laughs> yeah, it does look good. I'm going to make my selections. So you said you don't drink liquid calories aside from alcohol, Richard. Do you sit, when you switch from regular soda, did you no, go to I do, water I do, I or do, did you go to I, diet? I mean, I drink uh, like coconut water. That's that's the liquid calorie that, that I do drink. But I like, like cucumber water, stuff like that, lemon water and, and everything. Coffee. Coffee's like five calories, five, ten calories. So... I, uh, do you like diet soda, or do you not touch that? No, 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 no. Stay, stay away from aspartame. Like I, I was doing a a, a podcast with Love. Kit uh, Cope, where he was like telling me, I, like again, your your listeners are probably on it, and they're gonna they're gonna send all kinds of links. But there's something about um, something about aspartame and how it was it wasn't passed through the FDA for forever. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, Diet Pepsi is aspartame-free, and it tastes about the same. But uh, I'm gonna keep pumping that into me until some until someone dies. I Just need some because... hard research. I need, yeah. I need some facts. Yeah, I'm like not gonna give up Diet Dr. Pepper a... on a hunch. You know? No. <laughs> you know what happens as you get older? The 
information that you've been taught about dieting and in school and stuff, it falls out of date. And like you guys are all talking about or aspartame. You might be right about that too. It might not, 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 sometimes it's not scientific, you know, in its basis, but like aspartame, they never taught us about the dangers of aspartame. You know, last time I was paying attention to this, it was all about trans fat, which I'm sure are still bad, but like, I don't know, there's new information that you, you have to absorb all the time and, and, yeah. Like different ways, of, like, and macros, right? And I, I hear these macrobiotic, I think I'm saying that right, diets are like, a, a, people are having huge success with it. I don't really know which ones are macros. I think I'm supposed to eat quinoa or something, um, uh, which is oh, just sad is, rice. And I was, I was about to say that. I think you've probably said it in the past, though. Quinoa is sad, gross, slimy rice. I've had so much quinoa. Um, so, you get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Um, you, you, you experiment, like, like really experiment with your diets and stuff like that. And just keep as somewhat of a journal. It's a pain in the dick. It yeah, sucks. doesn't like, sound great. Like it, it, like it's not fun. I just keep like, up with the Wendy's receipts and it's yeah. easy to document what's been happening. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like an account and I just smack them down on one of those spikes on my uh, console and I'm good. But here's the thing. Like if you, like if you kind of come up with a, a Kyle rating system for how you feel in a day, right? One through 10. And then you document all this stuff. It's mm. really funny. Cause I like, when I was moving back out here, I was like, all right, I'm going to spend this, this month with Kit before I go to Rocco's wedding in Texas. And I'm just going to try to, I'm going to, you know, Are I'm you training train with Kit. Yeah. I was training with him, but I was also on a meal plan. And so he had like my macros down. Right. So it's like a very specific carb, uh, protein and fat ratio. But it's quality, quality ingredients and everything. And it was so weird that I was consuming way less calories, but I was more full at times. For just and pe it was, people probably don't know. Kit Cope is a world class, world champion kickboxer. Yeah, yeah, four time uh, world Muay Thai uh, kickboxing champion. Wow. Um, and and so that completely blew my mind. It was like, and now again, here I am being a hypocrite again because I love carbs, I love sugars and stuff, and I know the effect that it has on my brain the crash and everything else but the times that i do just kind of man up and have these kind of set of rules that i say hey i'm gonna stick to it for a minute and and give it a week get through whatever it is like oh duh i remember oh wow i haven't felt this good in like 15 years so how long do you need to give it like if you eat well that day do you expect to feel well that day or does it take a week of that oh dude i don't know like you you talk about you talk about lemonade like you you've got this thing for it for me and sugar in general especially when it comes to chocolate and cookies and stuff I, it's rough the the struggles real dog it's uh -uh. like for three days you're like what shut up just leave me alone i need to be in a dark room i can't even like it's so like you're grumpy you, i'm grumpy but the the hunger is strangely real it's like crazy intense like like i was i i carb load so often on mm -hmm. sugars and everything that when when my body doesn't get it it's like it's like what's going on why don't i have this constant glucose coming into your system and everything it's like uh, and it panics it's like my i get so hungry in those first few days and then i kind of just say hey look man up dude that that hunger is your body 
digesting itself. That's not going to feel good. I mean, just think of it that way. Your body's eating itself. It's not a good thing, It's right? a great but, thing. Your body well, must be having that. less body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the thing is, so, so it's, eating, it's eating that fat. It'll sort it out. Just, just have faith in the, the process and just know that you're eating really good, nutrient-dense food. And here's the crazy thing. This is like the, the most surprising thing for me personally is, man, we're not set up for that. Like in the U.S., we're really not set up for it. Like here in Nashville, all these other places, like when I travel, it's like you try to find good foods, right? And it's, it's, it's fairly challenging. It's yeah, that's, so challenging. So I don't even have a great excuse, right? But I'll say in the last two months, I've traveled like eight days. And that's not a lot, like eight out of 60 days. But like when you mix in your forced fail days with whatever ones you would have naturally, it, it seems like a bonus. Like, not a bonus, but like a, an unavoidable issue. Like, like why even try if I'm forced to yeah. like eat Wendy's on the road eight times? You know, it, it, you add that to whatever mistakes you would have otherwise made, and it's a bunch. It's it's yeah. hard. I it, it when when I'm trying to eat eat well or uh-huh. at least well by my standards, what I do is I get a grilled chicken sandwich. I, I get two grilled chicken sandwiches from whatever fast food restaurant, Wendy's or McDonald's or whatever, and I I just eat the the meat. I just I just throw everything else away. I get it plain, and I eat the meat, and uh, and two chicken breasts is it will get me going. You know, that, that's that'd probably be, good. It, a fried chicken breast. It sucks. Like it's awful. Grilled chicken breast. It's the, a grilled chicken breast, but it's usually seasoned really heavily, especially at McDonald's. There's a lot of no spices chicken. on there. The closest no I ever could... suffered as much as that one. <laughs> <laughs> the closest I come yeah. to that, Kyle, is when I eat the chicken sandwich, and then I realize all that's left is like bread, mayonnaise, and bread, a little lettuce. lettuce. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll throw that away. <laughs> I eat that. <laughs> it's not until you try that approach that you're talking about, Kyle, because I've done that too on like the kicks where you're like, oh, I'll just go to McDonald's and eat healthy. One grilled chicken sandwich, please. Let me throw away everything that disguises the fact that this is horrible meat, and then you just eat the meat, and it's... It, it's pretty gross. It's not it's, good. It's, it's very unsatisfying meat. because, like, I, 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 when I go to McDonald's normally, I don't go there often, but, but Kitty likes their fucking fish sandwich, so whatever. Mm. Uh, but, like, I know that when I eat the – I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be some tasty food. I like the Big Mac, and their french fries are good, and that's about all I'll eat there. But I know I'm going to be happy afterwards. It's going to make me feel good. That food's going to be filling, and it's, it's really going to drop to the bottom of my stomach like a brick and stay there and make me feel good all night long. Until tomorrow. <laughs> One thing, um, but, but, three, but if I'm oh. just pulling that chicken breast out and eating it, it's so unsatisfying. It's just like, oh, let's power this down. You know, it's like a protein <laughs> shake. It's like, all right, let's just get it down in one gulp. Come on. <laughs> like, like, you don't want to savor this meal. It's just like, no. let's get the, For the calories inside our body. Didn't you guys have Blue Apron as a sponsor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so do what do they do? They do all day meals, or is it just dinner? Or um, you, you can, can sign up, up for whatever you different. want. Yeah, and you can sign up for different programs. Like I'm on like the four member family program, so obviously I get enough food to like spread out, spread out for several meals. So it was like it was steak this week. So I had you know lots of steak and lots of veggies and stuff. Yeah, it was real good. See, that's what I'm 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 debating on because for me convenience is the battle. It's like I I'm I never know when I'm going to be working or what I'm going to be doing here, and then if I don't have access to that that stuff, I just don't. I don't eat right. I just eat garbage. So I might try that out then. 
Hey, you guys got any more sponsors I could try? <laughs> I feel uh, like I feel like I feel like I feel like people we've got a guided meditation to... sponsor. That might really? help. help yeah. you get... yeah, shut, up. Do... shut up. Shut up. Thirty thousand feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's. I can't recall the name right now. I feel a little embarrassed that I don't because I read their ad read. Uh, like I kid like, you not. Three I times a month. Not. But last week I was looking for it. I kid you not. We got because a guide. It's an app or something like that. It, it uh, it's it's easy and is it like works great. Meditation or what kind of meditation? Headspace. Uh, it's Headspace. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, cause cause I it's weird cause I so I get really visual with with the meditations and stuff and and so like the shock chakra ones where you're visualizing these colors, just like roots digging down into the earth's core, just breaking through the bedrock and everything, and then just sucking up all a color, be it like the red chakra, and it's just coming from like fire engines and stop signs and all of the world, and just get like super visual with it and everything. But anyways. It sounds like you need to add some acid to that mix and have a full-on Joe yeah. Rogan experience. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yourself in the isolation <laughs> tank. Yeah. Oh, those sensory deprivation tanks licenses. seem so horrifying. Too many federal licenses. I'm, 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 I'm worried about that stuff. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what is it that you do? So, apparently, you actually meditate. I don't. A chakra, I guess, is just energy. Is that like kind of just? Is that what it is? Yeah. So you have different chakras in your body that. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna butcher it, so I'm not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna go there. They're different colors at different different parts within your body. So, like, they represent different attributes or parts of your being and everything like that. And you just center those for. I don't know. I, just, I'll, I'll send you a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you just sit there and you kind of just imagine colors, and suddenly this sounds like I'm watching it's, Sesame Street as I explain it. But you know, it, 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 it's really weird. It's it's clearing your thoughts, clearing your thoughts from all the million and one things going on, and just focusing on specific parts of your body which contribute to your well-being. They each have like specific things, like. Your chest will be like the green chakra and love and and everything. And you think about people that you love, your relationships with them and everything. Like um, like here would be uh, I, I forget it's here or like your mouth and like your throat area was like the blue chakra and everything. And like above you is like what would be spirit. Uh, it's like the white chakra and it's like just shining down on you. You just huh. visualize these different things. So. Having somebody guide you through that—it's actually a nice. It's a nice thing for me. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just—it's—it's it's kind of a mental vacation. I like, and I hear a lot of people talk about. Oh no, it's really important. It's like, oh, if you if you don't have enough time to meditate once in a day, then you should probably be meditating twice. You know, it's like you're. Ah, oh, Confucius say, right. you know, I, buy into this, get my book, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that does sound like it would be peaceful if you could do it right, and then like correctly, I guess isolate your thoughts, whatever it would be. So are you, like, does everybody? Everybody's got all the colors, right? So yeah. You're, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like oh, I'm no, no expert on this. I'm just uh, just someone who really appreciates it as someone experiencing and getting because I, I just have a very vivid and active imagination. So when they allow you to visualize different things like. I will sit in a chair, and once I do my breathing and everything else, um, I visualize like my body as like a plant, and the roots are just like sticking out of me, 
and they just start slamming through the floor of wherever I'm at, and then they like go through the concrete foundation, and they're going through the bedrock and like dirt and everything, just going. <laughs> and People it's just are screaming, go- crying all around and you. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to like the <laughs> core of the earth, and it's just like I'm really like becoming a part of everything in my environment. And then as I start focusing on those colors, I visualize the the deepest like brightest greens and the like the fields and the trees and just those colors coming into like my chest and like just absorbing those colors and everything it's just it's a fun mental um exercise and it's it's extremely relaxing and i don't know it just it's rewarding that's what it is it's a mental exercise like you're training your mind that that does send me that youtube video that'd be interesting to look at imagine vr with that you're sitting there, and but you that's can, the like, thing. You need to and... you need to create that yourself. You need to not rely on something else to do it for you. Oh, you're because... right. It defeated the whole point. That was yeah. stupid. That didn't yeah. make okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what if you take meditating and you remove everything about it? You know, <laughs> then you talk. I was on board, Taylor. I was dead. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, Woody's face lit up. Woody's like, you know what? This this suddenly makes sense. You know? <laughs> there could be points for the different colors. You know. <laughs> anyway. It's kind of like books versus movies and stuff like that. I like I enjoyed I enjoyed watching the Lord of the Rings series, um, uh, not Lord of the Rings, uh, Game of Thrones. Um, but reading the books were equally, if not more, rewarding at times because of the visual things that I, I kind of perceived, or maybe even was wasn't even in the book, maybe, and I just kind of went with it. And then seeing somebody else's interpretation was nice, but I'm kind of like, oh, okay. I can see where people prefer books. Do you ever do that in books where you like a character's introduced or something and then later, like a page later, it'll say, Ah, Sam, short and squat, wide as a house he was and, you know, would eat his fill at any feast and it was rude or whatever. And at that point, you're like, no, that's not who I was imagining. I'm, I'm juxtaposing my own definition of this person here. You know what? Do you guys that, do here's books what where you I imagine, do. No, he's a little bit slender and he wears a nice hat. And he's polite. <laughs> that's what I'll do in books, and this is funny to me, I will read an entire book mispronouncing all the characters' names. You know, just, like, <laughs> just fucking all of them up. If, if that's only true if they're not like normal names. Like if their name is Jeff and Larry, then I get it right. But if it's any kind of fantasy book and there's like Lord Elrond, I'm calling that guy like just who knows what. And uh, yeah, it could be Edmund. I could add letters, take away letters. If they have a long name, you know, if their name is like Fibonacci. I get like the first three right and then just fucking scatter the rest. That, that's how I read names all the time. And uh, then when if it ever gets converted to like a movie or something like that and I hear the proper pronunciation, it's like I have to translate. You know, yeah. I, I have to start like coming up with a decoder to map You them. need fancy – you need mystical names for that because like it, even if it was the exact same story, as silly as it sounds, if it was Lord Larry – instead of Lord Elrond when they arrived at Rivendell, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be taken seriously what Larry had to say about this whole situation respectfully. I'm sorry, Larry. <laughs> I don't trust you. Like, you come off as, uh, you're a member of a union or something. Like I don't know about you, Larry. But, Probably um, a pipe hey, Yeah, you need something mystical. But... Do you guys yeah, want some AMA questions? Guy. There's a sex AMA yeah. question that I uh, am tentatively... All right. This one's naughty. Prepare. Oh, <laughs> would you ever let your significant other try ass play on you? 
I have bugged my boyfriend for a while, but he won't allow it. Even just a lick, lol. I think Woody hinted that he enjoyed <laughs> nipple stuff on an earlier PKA, so I'm curious. Thanks, guys. And this is from Selena22, who's, uh, like, I guess, really succeeding on the community area of Pornhub. So. Yeah, she is. She's she's doing very well over there. Um, she was just she messaged me yesterday asking uh, when I was going to invite Wings over to my house again because she's a huge Wings of Redemption fan. It's bizarre. It's this uh, it's this really hot Cana- uh, Canadian chick who loves Wings of Redemption. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I'll go first should... on the on the butt play question. I I I, I don't want to answer like specifically what I do in bed because I'm married, right? And like 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 my family watches this and. and, and but I will say, as a philosophy, I feel like anything that's not dangerous should be tried. You know, if, if you're down for it, I, I feel like you know not everything you do in bed is going to be your favorite thing to do in bed, right? Sometimes it's his, sometimes it's hers, it's whatever. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, if one of the parties in bed is just Captain No, then you miss out on something that I you think might you be, be down able to for. Reserve a, a few no's. You know, keep a few close to your chest. You know, do they want to try something a little different, then maybe you go with that. But if they say, hey, I want to do some, some butt play or whatever, you, you, you play a no. Yeah, you, you can say, de- I, I would definitely say let, no. We're going to, we're going to, I would definitely, everybody else is, is, is scared right now. I would definitely let Selena lick my butt for sure. And she could put some fingers in there probably too. I don't want you to get anything enormous out. Like, <laughs> like, but, but short of that, absolutely. She's a very sexy lady, you know, and it, it's not like her boyfriend standing there watching us, like, yeah, put it in deeper. Like, yeah, <laughs> me, Still, I'm still fucking the girl, right? Like, like, like yeah, I don't give a no, shit. Yeah, a absolutely. Thing. Yeah, you could like it. Yeah, totally. I don't think. Well, everywhere. Licking isn't what I imagined. I was imagining like some like dildo stuff. That's what she was asking. But if well, it depends how big the dildo is, right? Said, like, even I mean, just a lick, right? So that, I think that's that's where she wants to yeah. start with this thing. I, yeah. I feel like it's, you, other, it's not that you can't reserve no's, I mean, like Taylor said. Like you can reserve a no. You know, if you don't want a, a big dildo up your butt then then i, I think that you've got a right or to any- keep that out yeah or anything you know baseball bat uh stool table you, leg will you will you um, lick will you lick a butthole <laughs> see now we're getting so specific that like i i feel like, like a penny like we're legitimately like you know like oh, what's... Um, <laughs> yeah that's another thing i don't know why you'd be embarrassed about that we've all admitted to eating pussy before and talked about that i'll absolutely i'll absolutely lick your butthole i'll put my i'll put my tongue in it if you want me to we'll have some fun yeah we'll do all kinds of crazy things there's, no limits over here. there's not a referee in my bedroom going Bullshit! You can't do that. Like, yeah, I feel this. Uh, I've got the same philosophy as Kyle. Water system. I've got the same philosophy as Kyle, right? Like, like you should be down for a lot, provided that it's not like dangerous or hurtful or whatever. Uh, and, and this is with, in my head anyway. In the context of a, a loving relationship, I feel like there's fewer boundaries now. You I'm know, kind of dangerous sex, and there's a panther in the room. So, like, I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> oh, the fear! It really, is. It really gets you going, huh? <laughs> if you're not down for choking, you don't have to be. You know, like you know that, that I respect oh, your boundaries. I've had girls that are that that want to be choked unconscious basically mm-hmm. to the point of like mimicking autoerotic asphyxiation right you know where i guess like robin williams uh, not robin oh another guy who hung himself to death yeah but the kung that fu guy doing. i'm thinking of the guy from, david uh, uh, kane or uh uh, uh kung fu. 
Dave, Dave Carradine, yeah. He was jerking off while, uh, you know, choking himself unconscious because that, apparently that's a huge sexual release to, like, come into consciousness as you're coming or be going in and out as you're coming. So, like, I've definitely had girls that wanted to be choked unfucking conscious like and like the you know the the middle of sex and some people <laughs> just get off more when they're you low get your it. defibrillator handy you know <laughs> some cold packs it's not a, it's no big deal <laughs> there was a guy on reddit saying he can't get off anymore unless he's holding his breath like he needs to deprive himself of some oxygen it's part of his thing well maybe maybe pump the brakes there buddy uh you, you should be able to breathe. All these judgments. And <laughs> get off. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Okay, you're right. Too much judgment. You know, Taylor's too vanilla for this crowd. Richard, nah, you're just, quiet. Yeah. I don't think uh, there's anything. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I. I'm. Um. So when it comes to stuff like choking and stuff like that, things that leave marks and everything, I'm very skeptical because of. Uh, one, the world we live in and social media and everything. Uh, I mean, I, there's like eight people watching while we do it, so I've got witnesses. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> That's why I live stream all my sessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should look at the camera before I choke around. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I, I, always, I always feel like there's that liability thing. Like, I'm, I'm always looking at, like, sex as a... Um, as a legal thing from you're from, so yeah, hot you know, not, not, this is not tell me date. more about okay. your disclaimer it's form. Like, like, first like, date. is she drunk enough to the point where this could be construed as not being able to give consent or okay uh but when it comes to like nose and stuff like that i like like ass play and everything i'm like it's a sliding scale because that's definitely something i'm not into so it's like cuz it's way down here on the stuff that I'm I'm not even close to being into she's going to have to be way over <laughs> here <laughs> and like oh she's pretty oh she's pretty fucking awesome she's pretty awesome to be able to bring that thing back to okay so you got to really be there's sweet. a chance <laughs> yeah, yeah. see, see then, to piggyback off what you said like I don't like the argument of people being like, "Oh, that's gay." Like when it, if, if it's a girl doing it, it's clearly not gay. It's not a man. But I, I still don't think that means that if you don't like that, that you're homophobic or something, or that it's like no, weird. Like some people just don't that. like that. Like no, I, no, nobody's saying that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 I, not like, you That's might cool. not like nipple play, right? And you might just find it boring. It doesn't. I mean, I'm picturing Taylor's hairy ass, and it just doesn't seem like a scene that's that's <laughs> prone to a good experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I feel like he, you know, that's got to definitely a, a literal yeah. and figurative barrier to any kind of butt play. Is that? Oh my God, that's a thicket down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been running around in the forest at night and you just run into a briar bush and you're stopped before you knew it was happening? That's that's what it's like. Or you need like some cheers. Hung on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, waxing is is like st you better first of all get into some wax fetish play, like like because we're gonna have to clean all that up before anything gets started, right? How funny would that be? You just act like you have a fetish for like basic hygiene. If your partner's stinky, like oh yeah, put that put that deodorant on. Oh yeah, no, even more than that, even more than that. Oh, oh, I'm gonna go get the toothbrush. Come, wait, You're not wait gonna here. sweat for a week, baby. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> not a drop yeah. and i'm just gonna baby powder over you lightly like <laughs> lysol it's, it kills 99 percent of airborne bacteria and germs you know 
<laughs> Burns a little down there, huh? Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah, I know it threw your pH into a, a whack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. So yeah, that's AMA question number one. Um, All right. Good. Good starter. <laughs> um, let's see what this one's also sex, and it's it's oh, it's boy. a paragraph. So. I, I'm just going to read through it. I don't know where it's going, but I see the word sex like four times, and then I see my name in the middle. So, my fiance wants to have sex with a woman. Sounds great, right? Not really. My fiance and I have known each other for six years and have been dating for only three. We we are set to get married in October, but this is but this past weekend, after a night out with friends, she confided in me that she loses interest while we're having sex. She says it has nothing to do with me and that she's had this problem with her past partners as well. She said that until recently, she's contributed contributed it to be her failure uh, to have an excuse me. She's contributed contributed it to her failure to have an orgasm. Not that we haven't tried everything from positions to toys to Kyle's renowned wet platinum. However, uh, she then stated that she feels it could be that she is just more into women sexually. I've known that she's been bi for a long time. Uh, but she's never, but she's never more than made out with a girl. She's never done more than made out with a girl. I guess I should paraphrase. I, I guess to wrap it up, she told me that I'm all she wants emotionally, but physically she wants to explore something new for pleasure. Now, though I love her and I want only to be with her, if she's sexually unhappy in our relationship due to her attraction to women, is it selfish of me to keep her tied down, or do I let her have the experience and go from there? Any reply would be great. Um, yeah, that's rough because it seems like, um, it, it, I guess if it doesn't affect your end of the sexual relationship with her, then yes, I would let her do whatever it is she's wanting to do, um, with women, as long as it doesn't affect your sexual relationship. But, but if all of a sudden you're nothing more than like a financier and emotional, uh, pillow to, to sleep next to then we don't want that because then she's literally cuck cuckolding you with an, uh, a woman because she's not straight in that scenario. So if it goes all the way to that, then you've got a problem. That's just not going to work. You're obviously going to be better off as friends. But if there is a scenario and you might want to experiment and see if it'll work where she can go off and do her own thing with these ladies and, hey, maybe you can get in on that. Maybe you two could pick out some girls together. Um, you know, I'm sure there's some websites maybe that would facilitate that sort of thing. Uh, and you could be, you could be, you know, maybe you would be interested in having a couple of hot chicks that your girlfriend lures into your bedroom, uh, you know, uh, several times a year. That sounds like a fun scenario to me, uh, but maybe that's not something you're into. If but you've got to make a scenario, though. I don't think he'd be complaining. You know, like I yes. think it's already off the table that that would happen. And so oh. I would just ask him, like, like if you went to her and said, "Hey, I'm." just really not feeling this i'd like to go out find a nice young man and bang him and just just for the pleasure you know i don't want to start anything with him just just for fun like how do you feel about that my girlfriend she'd be like uh no because this is a slippery slope to you telling me that you're actually gay and i will have wasted all that time well, supporting fairness, you and dealing with it she's pitching three ways in this thing right oh I, she's I not trying to leave that. him yeah my, my wife wants to have sex with a woman let me see if i'm reading this right i didn't catch uh, the three ways I didn't either, which is because if that I'm, were on the table, I don't think I think this is just be a She told me that I'm post. all she wants emotionally, but physically she wants to explore something new for pleasure. Yeah, that's that's like saying, hey, I'm mm, really liking you're how right. you're validating me right now. You're validating all my thoughts, all my feelings, everything I need validated. But, you know, when it comes to your neck of the woods, I'm going to go ahead and hit the 
punch card out early. I'm going to go do my thing. It's it's really it's an insidious thing framed as oh I just want to go out and try something. Like it's I'm that's great for her if she wants to do that. Nothing wrong with it morally. It's fine, but that's not someone you should be in a relationship with. That's okay. Here's the thing. They're getting married in October. So like my first thing I want to tell this guy is you can't get married. Right? That is way too permanent a thing to be jumping into when you have this large a question mark over top of your relationship. You know, it, Forgot I, about the marriage. Yeah, I do. The dude, marriage? Can, it's can late I just, July. This will take me three seconds uh, to say, but like, yeah, the marriage ahead. doesn't change my advice, but the marriage should definitely be postponed till we figure things out. Yeah, yeah, that marriage has got to stop. It, it's late July, and you're talking about October, right? So this is just, a, what is it, two months away, three months away? And the deposit's refundable? Right? Yeah, this is really closing in. Yeah, you can't marry a girl with this larger question mark over your relationship. As opposed as you know, the whole idea of bringing another girl in, like for Kyle, he says, hey, this, this might be a workable thing. For me, like, I wouldn't like that. I'm, I'm not a sharer when it comes to partners like that. And uh, boy, girl, whatever, all mine. All mine, not sharing. That's, that's my deal. If it's not yours, then we don't fit. So this guy needs to figure out, you know, whether he's a Kyle or a Woody, you know, how is he going to feel like, I don't know. Picture that picture your, your wife, right? Your, your partner. Bear in mind being a Kyle comes with a burning sensation when you pee. (laughs) All right, here, Mm -hmm. picture your wife (laughs) laying on your bed, you know, butt naked with some other woman's, you know, face buried between her legs. And does that get you hot or does that get you jealous? Like, which one of you is that? And when you see her, like, arching her back and, and like, these kind of images for me. <laughs> like her butt. <laughs> I'm not down for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that is a thing that is supposed to be just it. for me. So, anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, there's two different scenarios, though, there, too. Because, like, I love you, Kyle, but given given track records, like, like Woody, Woody, Woody's in a little bit of a scenario that's slightly different too where it's like oh i'm i'm playing a long game strategy here we we have kids yeah oh yeah yeah oh it's a totally different yeah where you're like like, guys getting married in october yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like yeah maybe maybe yeah maybe maybe think more on the long term like i I, I think this could be it, it depends on how, how it makes him feel. I yeah. feel like, 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 not that I believe in marriage, but I, I would be okay with my wife, like, like, like having some sort of three way with her and, a, and another girl. That that would be awesome. I got, I got no jealousy issue there. It, it, it's just hot, um, and and I want to get involved with that other chick too. So like, like that would never, <laughs> that would never bother me at all, not even a little bit. But like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Mine and Woody's positions are just drastically different. Like, like he's picturing like bring another chick into his current household. I would imagine, and like she's waving to the kids on her way out. Like, how the fuck does that work, right? No, like, none of that like, is true, dude. If, if, even if you remove all that, right, I'm and, gonna. and, and let's like, pretend you don't have any kids. But I'm picturing her being pleasured by someone else, and 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 like somehow her reactions do it in my warped head, like. Only I could achieve that with her. And when I see that actually it's a physical thing and probably anyone could pull that off, I don't like it at all. Um, so, so yeah, and this guy needs to figure out whether he's wired like me or you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just, it, it's up to you, my friend. It, it really depends on, uh, on, on what cooks your bacon. Yeah, but I really don't like that you know, she can't orgasm with him. That, 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 you know, that she, it's, it's not a good it sounds sign. like she's gay. This, this is a horrible... Horrible idea. This is a life-ruining decision. 
Have you, like, maybe that maybe that's where you need to go with this. That that, that could do the trick. Let's pick another AMA question. I like that. One. That was <laughs> that was great. These are dark so far. They are not dark, but but interesting. I should say. I, I'm liking them. We have any uh, fun I'll, ones? Like these were these are the fun ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am a 21 year old. Oh, this guy's got a drug problem. The, the, you know, just stop doing the drugs, dude. That's the answer. Just stop. Stop doing the drugs. Um, you don't want to read the question. I'm a 21-year-old with just about no sense of self-control, a drug user, medical marijuana for ulcer, ulcerative colitis, um, ulcerative colitis, and LSD slash Adderall uh, for recreational purposes. So he's doing acid and uh, Adderall for rec purposes. Most, if not all, of my actions are impulse actions, which has a major negative effect on not just spending, uh, but not just spending, but almost everything else in life. I am aware part of the issue comes from drug usage, but these issues I have noticed since late 7th slash early 8th grade. Damn, did any of you ever deal with major self-control issues, and if so, what were, your, what were some of the steps you took to teach yourself, uh, to teach control to yourself? Yeah, he started smoking weed when he was 18 and started doing LSD and Adderall when he's uh, 20. Uh, now he's 21. Stuff like that, I, the way you let off with that, Kyle, it was almost like the perfect answer already because I think people who are in the situation of that guy want there to be this, like, well, you do this in the Program. morning and then, and then twice in the afternoon and then by take, nighttime, bada bing, bada boom, you no longer want to gamble, you know? Yeah, take aspirin before de bedtime. Yeah. Call me but, if you want to gamble again. Like, yeah. no, the answer is you're just going to stop. And, like, uh, and, and I... I it, it doesn't sound to me like you're on terrible drugs. Like, like when I think of hard drugs that ruin lives, those Met three heroin. don't come to the top of the list, quite frankly. Like if you said methamphetamine or, you, or prescription drugs or heroin or some sort of uh, heavy opiates or something like that, I'd have been like, oh, this, this is, there are treatment programs for this and you're going to have to seek one. But since you said marijuana, LSD, and uh, Adderall, none of which are, uh, well, Adderall can become Adderall's meth. Is that yeah, a good idea to be taking Adderall something that gives you a ton of energy and also something that makes you hallucinate vividly? <laughs> right? Then you can really uh, maximize your uh, your LSD experience, I guess. You're just, you're just hyped and, and, and full of energy making it happen. Just running around town with huge saucer pupils. You know, yeah, everybody I, knows. <laughs> but yeah, they, I mean, they, yeah, the, the whole advice should just be... Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. It's just stop. It's just stop. There's no, way, there's no other way around it. Stop, you know, delete your dealer's phone number. And just stop. That's the that's the way to make this thing happen. And if you're running into social situations that that preclude this, then you're gonna have to avoid those too. You know, if you're gonna do well in school, because there's no way that you're you're gonna be able to be tripping balls and stoned and getting your work done. Stick with the Adderall though, because that's that's gonna help with the tests. How old How old did he say? Twenty one. Oh. What do you think, Richard? Well, you know, again, there's I, I maybe it's like a. a always the attorneys inside of me trying to figure things out where it's like pros and cons pros and cons it's like for me i i struggle with it and like i say like this in no way shape or form is sugar anything like that which you could probably compare to heroin but maybe you can i don't know maybe it does have some type of chemical effect or uh tapping on the dopamine levels or something i don't know but um you know, I, I, I hear that in the back of my mind, and that's one of the main reasons why I've never experimented with drugs, too, because I tell myself that a lot. I'm like, I'm a grown fucking man. I'll make whatever decisions I want to make. And so, like, that's 
if uh, I just said that the other night, and I was gonna tweet it out about how when you're a kid, you think that all the grown-ups are just running around being responsible, doing things like they should, but I have this pint of ice cream, and I'll be damned if I'm not gonna eat it for dinner. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, well. Velvet. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, I can. I, I'm a grown man. I I can make my own decisions. But then it's like, okay, well, do I always make the smart ones? And it's like I can see where people kind of get in those pitfalls, where it's like, oh, one time or whatever, and it just kind of spirals down. So, I, I like tough love at sometimes or at some point. I, like I can see where that might not work with certain people. Where it's like, uh, like for me, I try to gamify things or whatever. I'll be like, oh, you know what? Um, let's let's. I'm gonna set these really, really rigid, hard set rules, and I'm I'm gonna abide by them. I'm not gonna have any extra sugar outside of what I would naturally get from my my vegetables and stuff in my meal. Yes. And oh. and at as soon as I get to this point, if I still feel like I need this candy bar, this like this this Mr. Good bar or whatever it is, once I get to this certain point, I burn these calories or I do this or I do that. I find some way to put a positive spin on it that maybe cancels it out, then I will allow myself to do that because I don't want to like go into this pitfall where it's like, ah, oh, it's just this one time. I'm a grown man. I even make my own decisions. All right, I'm a grown man. So when it comes to drugs, I'm like, I'm very apprehensive to to criticize people and say, just fucking man up, dude. You know, like just like because it, it's hard because especially whenever you're young too, it's like. Like a lot of people can't afford to go to treatment facilities. A lot of people might be in a situation where it's like, ah, oh, I just want to check out in the the evening. You know, it's just like it's my thing. You know, like it's it's not a problem. Yeah. It's just like I like, uh, you know, I I've even caught myself, you know, since I've been in in Nashville and not really had like the core group of guys to to hang around and everything. It's like, oh, dude, two or three nights this week I had you know i drank by myself i was like okay maybe i should slow my roll on that so it doesn't become a thing where it's like a an evening ritual but i can see where that's a slippery slope does, or it, something does like. it count if you're drinking online while you're while you're or you're like <laughs> online gaming with friends like, like, no. like we're all on a skype strangely enough i don't think it does because yeah, i don't feel socializing i think so too uh, so here's the thing here's the that's thing and, and for me it's 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 not it's not it, how you define things <laughs> social media drinking <laughs> Is, is not necessarily by quantity, it's by necessity. And so you can drink, in my opinion, every night of the week, a glass of wine. You can drink two or three glasses of whiskey if you wanted, and you're not an alcoholic. But at the second at which it becomes something that you need or you can't function without it, so I come home and it's like, fuck, man, I'd really like to go to sleep, but... I just can't wind down till I have that glass. And even if it's just one a month, that's when it's a problem because you're disturbing some type of rhythm of which you, you couldn't function without this thing. And that's when you should just say, hey, do I have a problem? Should I talk to someone in my family? Should I talk to a family member? Should I seek help elsewhere? Try to figure that stuff out because ultimately, like, I, I feel like, I don't know. Do you know? Do you guys have any ideas of of a, a crutch that would be beneficial? Because like I just see crutches as like a, a bad thing. It's like if you put like, if you assign the word crutch to people who are like, oh, I'm addicted to running or I'm addicted to working out or something like that, then obviously like if you're spending three hours a day at the gym 
and you're like missing work because of it, yeah, that's a problem. But I sincerely yeah. doubt that most of those people who are jacked at the gym are just, you know, that's all they do and they're blowing the rest of their life on nothing. Like, so that's one I would think was good. But yeah, to that's add what to your John point, Jones like, did, right? I'm sorry, I thought you were between. Uh, I was going to say that, like, the, like, to add on to what you were saying, Richard, like, people, ha you have to be the one to decide. Like, if, let's say Kyle has gambled away 50 grand in the last month, just can't stop. And he tells me about it. Like, I can give him all the facts and figures, all the evidence, all the, well, you know, 99.9% .9 of people <laughs> fucking lose money when they gamble, which is how there's a gambling industry worth billions. Uh, and Kyle's, no, no, like, I just, ah, it's just fun. Like, you don't get it. Like, he has to want to change. He has to want to stop that behavior before anything can happen. Like, oh, so it's man. like. I I heard such an awful gambling story on the Stern Show the other day. I don't remember uh, if the guy was affiliated with the show or works for the show. I, I think he works for the show. They all know him personally. But he play, he was playing online um, poker or something like that. Won six hundred thousand dollars on one hand. Like he got a royal flush, like a like a royal straight flush or whatever. Real money. Real money. Real money. Jeez. He gambled it all away before he could even withdraw it from the comp from the website. In the meantime, new house, new car, new everything. He's buying thing because he's got this six hundred grand of winnings. He gambles it all away and is left with the debt of a man with six hundred grand. Good fuck that guy, idiot. And the thing about it was though, the the guys were saying he's like. Oh, he was telling me about this when he'd only lost a hundred thousand of it, and when he'd only, and when he still had two hundred grand left, like he was talking to me, and it was just like, stop, get it out, stop. And he was like, no, no, I can, I can get back to where I was. I can recoup this. There's no reason to walk away a loser. And in the end, he's just all of it gone. It was so depressing to hear. You know what? Like I shouldn't have even right there. I jumped on it and said, fuck that guy, screw him. That's an addiction too. That gambling. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, people yeah. do it in like, the stock market you, you as well. You think he didn't want... Yeah, like the mm. stock market, exact same thing. Like, you think he didn't want to stop it in a certain way? He Did you think he really wanted to leverage that last hundred grand? But like, you no, it was just some sort of click market... in his head, and he hasn't made the decision. An interesting thing about the stock market is... Immoral. Like, a similar thing happens, except that they don't tell you about their losses. Everybody knows, at least intellectually, that if you gamble, you'll probably wind up a loser. Right, most people do, and if you hear about someone who really plays the slots all the time, you think to your head, "That fucker wastes a lot of money," you know. <laughs> but if you hear someone who really plays the stocks all the time, they make it sound like they win all the time. The, you know, people who are baking shorts and penny stocks and this and that, there are some actual winners, but most of them are losers, and they don't tell you. They just, you know, like at Cisco, yep. oh my God, I had so many coworkers who talked about how they made nine grand here, 28 grand here, 500 grand, but you're still wow. working. You're still working with me, aren't you? We're both here yeah. trying to make our manager proud of us. You know, you've got losses you're not telling me about, Dickweed. You know, because if you yeah. were really making 500 grand a year on the side, you would find this 100 grand a year job to be a waste of yeah. your time. Every gambler and every person who trades in the stock market, everyone's up. Yeah. Taylor just froze yeah, for me. Yeah, they had Nintendo stock. Damn right. And it's only going to keep going up. That Nintendo Mini is going to be badass. They just passed Sony, I think, in value, Nintendo did. Huh. Great. It's, it's, it's so impressive. I remember talking to Chiz uh, right after the Pokemon thing uh, came out. We, I, I was like, is now a good time to invest in Nintendo? He's like, yeah, you could probably see like 15% on your money if you put it in right now, maybe 20, you know, over the course of the, the year or whatever. And I was like, 
huh, well, we'll see. And then the next day, they they inter- they, they announced the, the NES Mini, and it's just like, that stock keeps going up. It's, yeah, okay, it's it good for up. them. There were because people... they're getting these games because they're doing great things. It's cool. There are enough people out there that, that think Nintendo's a bad bet, you know, because it's already run up, and it's made money on a game that, if, if hypothetically they didn't enhance it, I think we'd all predict it would die out pretty quickly. And, yeah. um, you know, so it, they're really... They're dependent on continued innovation to yeah I to do well and 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 it's there though it's not like they had a Candy Crush game and it's like all right we got to innovate um fucking put some green ones in there I don't know mm-hmm. you know maybe they make sparkles when they break now like like there's no way to keep expanding on Candy Crush but with Pokemon I could name half a dozen ways you could make the game much much sure. better just by adding a new mode feature. Or, uh, or 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 anything like that. There's there's so so many different places to go with this. Uh, the like experience. actually going into a pokey stop. So like businesses that are sponsored, like whatever that they're gonna do with McDonald's. You go in McDonald's and inside there's an augmented reality experience in there that they figure out. Yeah, I like that. <sighs> that sounds cool. Another question. I get oh, let me it. see. Let me see what else is here. Yeah, oh. and it does seem like Walmart has a shitload of Pokemon in it. By the way, yeah, you know I'm kind of—it's not an AMA question, but so Microsoft bought Minecraft for two billion, and opinions in the like I, I the server owners I talked to the other server owners and stuff, and they're pretty invested and knowledgeable about Minecraft. It was split. Some of them were saying that this is a terrible bet. You know, Minecraft is clearly on the tail end of its popularity, and you don't spend two billion on this thing, right? You know, they announced like, "Oh, we sold another million copies. Now we're at like twenty-one million. And you can't help but notice, like, dude, it seemed like you hit ten million in year one, like twenty million in year five, and twenty-one million in year eight. I'm making up these numbers, but you can see the slow. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, on the other hand, you've got guys who are like, "No, Minecraft is an intellectual property that will keep giving forever, right?" They'll they'll go Star Disney. Wars. Yeah, di- I was going to say they're going to go Disney on this thing, and you know, Cinderella and shit. That Buzz Lightyear will be a big thing when my kids have kids, right? They just the take- VR Minecraft experience is cool. I mean, you're in there moving blocks around. So I don't know, like in the end, where Minecraft will fall on this thing. I thought Pokemon was a dead property. You know, if you go back before Pokemon Go, like, are people interested in it? You know, I remember Blame Truth used to play with it on his channel, and guys would be like, dude, you know, you got to go where the people are, and it's not Pokemon. That's not true today. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's definitely increased a lot. It's, it's, it's driven the popularity of the game up a lot, but there's always been that sort of. It's like if, I, if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, but, like, what are you doing, really? Like, you're just watching the movies every now and then. There's not a ton of merch. I guess there's merch out there and stuff like that. But there wasn't really a new Pokemon game that was fun and easy to get into, other aside from the card games and those really shitty uh, handheld games, which is just not my cup of I've tea. Never like, like yeah. the, the Pokemon Red and Blue and all that stuff. That that just wasn't me. And and like I don't. I'm very I'm ignorant about it, so I probably should talk about great. it. Great. Like there's competitive. Yeah, it's like an def- eSport game and stuff. Like they, yeah, they must yeah. be really. well balanced if if that's the and case. That's what I hope comes to Pokemon Go. I hope that that me and Taylor. Can you know I'm Team Red? He's let's make pretend he's Team Blue, and we we meet in public, and we're just like, yeah, let's throw down right here, and we see our Pokemon on the sidewalk, fucking dodging around, shooting their attacks and stuff like that. And I I really like the I've said it a couple times, but I like the idea of a winner take all, where we are actually playing for each other's Pokemon. Playing so for pinks. If I went, yeah. Yeah. playing for, for pinks. Like yeah. yeah, not 
your squirrel belongs to me. And like, you like pull a digital chain. And the, <laughs> the, the, it's crawling. No, no. <laughs> like, and then like it changes from blue to red somehow. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you pull out a hot. And he screams in pain as you brand him with the fucking red valor thing. Yeah. I wonder. You're really dark with it, though. And you like, <laughs> you battle. He got you. They die, they die. That's it. All that work evolving it. To the death! Yeah. Oh, that's a little Uh, different because traditionally Pokemon faint. You know, they faint, which sounds very feminine. Um, But uh, I I feel like women faint and men pass out, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I never thought Uh of that, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. You wouldn't want someone to say, oh, yeah, he fainted. He just he just couldn't take the pressure. You'd want to be like, yeah, he passed out. Is you know hypoglycemia, you know, and you know he's just working too hard. That's what it was, just pushing himself beyond the limits. <laughs> That's what happens to a man. A woman gets a little dizzy in the face. <laughs> Could you? Uh, I got is, the vapors is available. Oh, uh, no, he's still offline. He said he's restarting his thing. His connection went out or something like that. Yeah. I'm reading some of these AMA questions, trying to pick the right one. Yeah, there's a reason I went in the order I did. There, some of the other ones aren't so hot. That's great. But so you, so you're at level twenty then? Yeah, I'm at level twenty. Uh, I went out today and uh, and did some hunting and got up to level twenty. Um, I, I'm yeah, digging it's it crazy a lot. When I, you see the levels. They they jump. You're going like, oh, ten thousand. I level up. Okay, twenty thousand. I level up. Twenty five thousand. I level up. And then you get to level twenty. It's like fifty thousand. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, here it's a forever. steep incline. Steep incline around 20. Uh, I've taken a couple gyms in my area and held them for a day or two. That's really fun because, um, I don't know, it's really fun because I see my Pokemon up there and he's my, my, my character standing up on top of this make-believe building and everything. So that was cool. I, I think I've, I, I'm holding one gym right now. I had two yesterday. but I, I, I You think pretend kids... everything's going to be civil if they do one-on-one battles and everything, but you know... It's. I mean, you've got. You're essentially drawing the line for three gangs, and you're setting territories for people to claim as their gangs affiliation. And then you being able to identify who's trying to take that 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 territory. There's gonna be. There's gonna be like legit straight up pokey fights. Yeah, yeah, I can just yeah. imagine the guy like, like no one can take my Snorlax. And we're like, well, we can whip your ass real quick, little man. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> See a group of 10 dudes roll up trying to take a gym. And it's like just this one team instinct dude just hanging out on the corner like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's already been some real world violence, you know. You see, like like criminals apparently will throw a lure into a thing and, and wait for someone to stumble up staring at their phone and they'll kick his ass and take it and rob him. Um, so that's definitely happened. And, you know, people have discovered bodies, and there's all kinds of uh, little things. There was an article about that here in St. Louis, that right. people were getting lured into a semi-shit part of town by a lure, and then St. getting Louis. mugged and having everything stolen. I have yeah. a question, an AMA one that I like. And I, I, I'm particularly interested in Richard's take on it. Okay. Uh, hopefully I can read this smoothly. I've been plunging away at YouTube for over four years now. Last year I finally found my success in Minecraft Pocket Edition videos. Now, I've grown to over 200,000 subscribers. Problem is, I don't enjoy making these videos at all anymore. I completely hate it. And while I speak English, since my videos don't have commentary most of the time, most of my viewers are from Brazil, one of the lowest CPMs in the world. I want to get more into Minecraft PC Edition commentaries. However, I feel like it will hurt my channel significantly. 
However, I feel like if I were to get there, I think scaling my channel is possible, whereas right now my channel is almost at the largest in Minecraft Pocket Edition videos. I've never seen a million subs coming from this, whereas Minecraft PC, it's definitely possible. Opinions or advice? The thing that I honed in on most is, is <coughs> one, of course, is the like the like how large he thinks the potential market is. The other is that he doesn't like making the videos at all. What do you do? A successful channel doesn't like making videos at all. You know, I... So I guess my first little caveat, it's possible that you sent this uh, question into us before the uh, Pokemon Go took off and became huge and everything. Mm. Um, if you like that game even a little bit, switch on over to that and make your money. Um, yes. But, but yeah, if it, it, I don't know that, I mean, Woody was just saying, I don't know anything about Minecraft, but Woody was just making it sound like Minecraft is, you know, at least as far as content creators, you know, that are that are making uh, content for Minecraft, Minecraft content, it's probably on a downswing right now. That's probably not where you want to jump ship to. Um, I don't know what the thing is. Not CS:GO skins. They can't make your uh, your bones there either. Um, <laughs> I, I want to throw something in. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, There's ahead. something unique to the Minecraft like community in that the stars don't last as long. I, I out of um. I don't want to be rude to any like particular big stars, but it's not hard to find a Minecraft channel with like 2 million subscribers having a challenge breaking 20, 30,000 views a video, right? Whereas normally a, a channel with 2 million subs does better than that. Um, something about Minecraft, you know, the, the, the subs just move on from one to the other a lot more quickly than they did in, say, Call of Duty. Uh, you know, Ali A is still big from all the way back. And I think all the guys who just kept doing COD... Uh, tended to hang on to their success a lot longer than Minecraft guys are. So I love Kyle's thought. If you like Pokemon Go at all, jump on that. Um, as a guy who's changed topics on his channel, I feel like it's really dangerous. I, I feel like right now I'm trying to grow my channel into a headwind. You know, I I'm looking for a subscriber who enjoys a different kind of video. And um, yeah, I I I'm not sure about this, but I feel like the YouTube algorithm punishes that to some extent you know if, if people see your video and unsub it doesn't promote those videos and when you've got guys who who joined me for cod and now they're watching vlogs and they unsub and that's fine right you know it's, i get that it, it's not why they signed up but it it's growing a channel into a headwind and i'm thinking to myself like shucks you know i might have to plug away at this for a year before all the people who don't like what i'm doing anymore are just you know, they're either gone or they've changed their mind. Like, so he has that similar situation. I think what you might want to do is use your current channel to promote your new one rather than swap out. Uh, 200,000 is a good channel. Yeah, I don't want to knock it, but it, it's, not, it's not a million either. You know, you could use that to promote your next one and, uh, and give it the jump start. So Yeah, and here's the other thing too, though is you're you're talking about two different variables there uh in which usually people are so say you have a million subs generally if you're getting views you have revenue and you're stuck with a dilemma if you're not passionate about it of views and revenue coming in that you might be accustomed to but 200,000 subscribers are you really generating enough revenue towards once you get burned out or you don't enjoy it what's the problem jump ship you're not making money anyways, right? So Plus, he mentioned the Brazil it? thing. He said Brazil yeah. is the lowest CPM. 
Yeah, so if, if you already have low CPMs, you're not making any money, you're not enjoying it, you're not enjoying it, yeah, just like Woody said, you've got a platform of 200,000 people to promote your next thing that you are passionate about. So if it's Pokemon, if it's whatever, if it's underwater basket weaving, full steam, Ooh. man. <laughs> mm, yeah. I know a girl who majored in that. Really? You don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> of course not. Underwater. No, it, it would be impractical to weave a basket underwater. Right? I am. Um, my, uh, I had a teacher, an English teacher. His son majored in pottery. Actually, he was getting his master's in pottery. Oh. And, that, oh. Yeah, right? Master's you got one career pottery. goal. Like, like, I'm going to be a pottery teacher, you know? I'm going <laughs> to teach other people to pot. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, um, yeah. That's it. It's a not math. like you're gonna make pots and sell them. Like that's that's going nowhere. Like this is it's not like you're gonna be in the business of recreating that scene from Ghost. This, like like that's not. This is very early on the civilization tech tree that people value this skill. Yeah, <laughs> pottery know? is yeah. the first tech. <laughs> Have there been any big headways in pottery no. since like Crete? Not since the Bronze no. Age. No. Not since the probably prior to the Bronze Age, because before they got bronze, they had to have something to put their shitty food in. Pots. Mm. Ceramic pots. You know? Yeah, it's not Oh my happen. god. Majoring in pottery. So did you guys see the the, the newest uh, unarmed black man to get shot in the streets. Yes, this, this, this poor. Let me let me lay it out real quick. And the okay. video is is linked right there if you want to grab it so everybody can watch. Maybe um, linked right where? Um, it's in this chat somewhere. I think Chiz has it attached to his notes. If not, I can grab it somewhere. Um, so so this guy in uh, Florida, right? He's a he's an unarmed North black Miami. man in the street. The yeah. the police responded to a call of someone sitting in the street. Um, appearing, you know, with a gun, saying they were going to kill themselves. What was actually going on was an autistic man had escaped from his group home, and the victim of the shooting is his counselor. He's there. He's a, ther a, a therapist. He's there trying to help the boy who's having some sort of a panic attack type thing episode in the middle of the street. It's a man. He's yeah. He was a man. He's thirty years yeah. old. Yeah. I'm okay, just saying man, man because, like, if it was boy, one could say, oh, why didn't you just pick him up and bring him? But, like, no, well, like it was beyond. like a fat Samoan kid to me on TV, uh, on my little phone, but but maybe I'm wrong. So so this, this black man is lying on his back, hands straight up in the air, pleading with the police. He's And if you listen carefully, you can hear his words verbatim. He said something like, I'm a therapist. This young man is autistic. I'm here to help him. There's no need for a gun. He's got a toy. Like, if any of us heard any of these things, we mm -hmm. go, oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. A toy, you say? Yeah. Johnson, that's a fucking toy. What are we doing out here? <laughs> Instead, they're up on him with guns, and for some reason, the cop shoots him. Shoots him right in the leg as he begs not to be shot, clearly unarmed, clearly no threat. And he, he, he says, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I had my hands up, and I was thinking to myself, I'm safe. My hands are up. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about the, you know, the, my patient because he's not responding to the commands. He's, he's, telling the, he's telling the man to, he's like, get on your belly. Do what the police say, but he's not listening. He, he's, not, he's not comprehending. So he gets shot, and he's like, I couldn't believe it. He shot me. And I said to him, sir, why did you shoot me? And he said, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so... Let me find the video here. Let's see. Yeah, so do I got you, it. Yeah, the um, yeah. Let's watch the video together. Actually, I hate how these videos. Uh, 
it, you don't actually see the gunshot. You don't see the you? gunshot. Like, you don't it's see upsetting. anything they... of value in the video other than the fact that he actually is laying on the ground, hands up, okay. and so the this, guy... I worry a little bit. This video is five and a half minutes long. I, I think the video is one and a half minutes long. I don't know what's going to be extra. What point? Um, well, it's a newscast. Yeah. Is it? Uh, can you find this a proper start point? Yeah, because the actual video is really short. Yeah, it's like yeah. a minute and a half. Like 4.32? Uh, they sure do milk that shit. Oh, put that in the other chat, Kyle. Oh, uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I give the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, I see here. Uh, oh, nice. Oh, Kyle. I feel like if we video. go to uh, if we go to four minutes, we get a little bit of description from the newscaster, and we get video of of most of the incident and some some interview with the victim. Okay, right. so four. Four minutes looks good to me. Okay. Uh, ready, set, play. With a gun, but there was no weapon. Just Kinsey's client holding a toy truck, which was clearly visible to the officers. I'm, I'm really worried, more worried about him than myself. He's got kind of a fat Samoan guy. I got my hands up. <laughs> they're not going to shoot me. Kinsey was shot in the leg. It wasn't caught on camera, but he says he had his hands up the entire time. When he shot me, it was so surprising. <sighs> it was like a mosquito bite. Kinsey says the officers rushed him, patted him down, found there was no weapon, and then handcuffed him. They flipped me over, and I'm face down in the ground with cuffs on, waiting on the on rescue squad to come. I say about 20, about 20 minutes took the rescue squad to get there. And I was bleeding. Yes, bleeding. Seven News was there as Kinsey was taken to the hospital. The manager of the group home says the bleeding. man with autism was handcuffed and remained in a police car for over three hours. Jeez. Hospitalized because, because, of this? because of this, yes. At Jackson Memorial Hospital, Kinsey's stepdaughters came to visit him. Kinsey wants a thorough investigation. My life flashed right in front of me. You know what I mean? Because when he hit me, my first thing I'm thinking, I'm thinking about my family. And Kinsey was released from JMH late tonight, but not before nah. meeting with some... Yeah. I've I've often said like, uh, first of all, I've wondered did they miss their target? Were they trying to shoot the <coughs> autistic guy? You know, because if you, know. what happened? Thank happens, God that guy didn't die. They shot him in the leg, and if, for people who are maybe on the audio only version of this, there's a black guy laying on his back with his hands in the air, right? And sort of like in a night like a like Frankenstein might walk, and um, and his feet is an autistic guy who's sitting. Uh, not Indian style. Crisscross applesauce. That's what they call it now. And um, so he said, "Oh, what PC what? bullshit! That yeah, faggotry. I won't have it." He said Indian style. <laughs> he, he said Indian style ish. And uh, and he was playing with a toy truck, like kind of in his lap. Now the police are responding to a call with that's a weapon. Bad call, right? There was no weapon, but that's what the police have in their head. And they shot the guy's leg. When again. The guy who's not complying is right at his feet. Did they hit the wrong guy? I'm sure no. that the police weren't aiming for his... I, I pictured it to be his calf. All they said was leg, like, though. It sounds to me like the cop accidentally shot him. Like, the cop is is fucking holding him at gunpoint. Mm, bad trigger and discipline? Like, off yeah. And, yeah. And, but, but, like, the way... We all know how cops shoot. When there's a shooting... Everyone starts firing so that everyone is mm -hmm. sort of, you know, it's it's like yeah. eight officers fired shots. It's like, well, we can't lock all eight of them up. You mm -hmm. don't want just one cop shooting somebody. So, like, I feel yeah. like if, if these guys deemed it necessary to gun down that poor autistic child with his toy, 
um, then they would have peppered. It would have been bang, 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 bang. You do know he shot three times. Oh, three times? Are you shitting me? He shot three times and hit once. Jesus Christ. This is fucking so stupid. Like anybody who's ever fucking operated a gun knows that that's just unacceptable. He's What a coward. What a fucking coward he must have been to have been so afraid of that man lying in the street unarmed and clearly in the like, please don't kill me, sir. Hiding behind a telephone pole? Absolute coward. Jesus Christ. It, like, like that—that's all I can imagine would cause something like this. Because all it takes is one guy to be like, "Hang on, guys, let me walk out." Yep, yep. It's—it's it, it's an autistic child. It's an autistic man and his counselor. It seems. Yeah. See that guy? Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. have a gun. He look at him. Does he seem aggressive? Is he screaming and cursing? He's begging us not to hurt him. Like, like at what I've, point? Yeah, I've talked about a lot of these videos are like. A ton of these events, like you'll see the video, and you'll be like, "Man, I really you can't know what happened before and after." And it was such mm-hmm. a weird camera, and it was shaking, and it, it only started filming right when the action was happening, so we don't know the buildup. This I can't please, even. Um, please, I can't, sir, no. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what could have been happening that would justify this. And this my is thought the is, one. Uh, nothing at all. This 0%. is the one. There's I, no way that this is justified. I've been talking for weeks and months and years, no saying. Like Black Lives Matter, you're rallying around around the wrong people, right? You've got this felon who's in and out of jail, like I, I, whatever, like rape with knowledge of a minor is, you know, it, it, it's like this is just, you just like don't make that guy the front of your poster of Black Lives Matters. Don't make Trayvon Martin that guy. Don't make that strong arm robbery Saint or Ferguson guy. What was his name? Help me, Taylor. Uh, Brown. Michael, Michael Brown? Brown. Yeah. Don't make yeah. Michael. This is your guy. This guy is a credit to the community, right? He's a therapist that works with autistic people, a grown autistic people, which by the way, you know, they, they're they a little dangerous. This this guy was kind of It's strong. a difficult job, it, yeah. Thank you, yeah, perfect. It's a difficult job to deal with grown autistic people. And th- he was seemingly like a perfect person. And uh, I have issues with compliance, right? You know, like people are, the, the guy that got shot just recently, Alton, Alton Sterling, right? He was mm-hmm. resisting. Now, I know it's hard not to resist if you're getting kind of roughed up a little bit. Um, but he just didn't. This is your poster boy. This is the guy. You won't find a, a, like a better guy less deserving of getting shot if, than him. If you're, a, if you're a black man with, 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 with any fucking self-respect, how does this make you feel? Like, like, like how can, can you imagine stepping outside the house and having this in the back of your, your mind? Like, yeah. like, you can definitely see how yeah. this could... Could 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 foster a hatred for white people when you see bullshit like this, and not just white people, but white police officers. Like I can't, I'm putting myself in the position of of a, of a black mother or, or or just a a black man in general, and seeing something like that. And God, if it doesn't just strike right at the heart of what so many people are saying. And, and, and like you said, usually there's some little twist to it. It's like, well, this happened and that happened. Well, if you look at it, that's a black officer who did the shooting. Like, there's no prejudice here, just maybe a procedural error. Or, well, look, the decision came down from a black Justice Department head, a, a black prosecutor, a black judge. You're like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Here's a, here's a gray area. But here's this, I, I can't, mm. this makes me so sick. Yes. There doesn't this. seem like any gray area in this at all. And Kyle said, yeah. like, like, hey, if you're a black man, right. feel this way. It scares me. I'm a white guy. And I was telling myself, you know, the reason this shit never happens to me is that when you pull me over, I make you feel safe. You know, I keep my hands on the wheel. They ask where the gun is. I wait for like a non, like I'm going to point with my elbow and wait for some verbal or nonverbal understanding that I'm about to elbow point. You know, that's where the gun is. This guy, 
was everything that I hope I would be in that situation. He was a de-escalator. He was saying, don't shoot. You know, I am a therapist. This is my autistic patient. My hands are up. Like, you, you do not need to feel scared. And he still got shot. I feel like it, it, we could all get shot. Like, that's... Police fucked up Dude, it's, in this it's just one. the fact that he's laying there. Like, I can't imagine a less threatening position. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if he were on his stomach with his hands out. But even that, like, they're both so non-threatening. And yeah. so... Like and even that. What's he gonna there's, do? Like, there's no like burst to his feet, throw knives from his sleeves or something. <laughs> like, like who do we have here on the street? Is this is this some sort of commando? Like, like do we have John Rambo out there on the ground? Like, I don't think so. It looks like an overweight balding therapist. Is to what it looks like. Dude, I feel like. bad for. Yeah, I know the 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 young man who's autistic didn't get shot, but. Man, it, it depends on his level of cognition, because uh, autist, autism varies wildly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you can be a little bit autistic and still be fine, functional, or you can be severely autistic to where sounds set you off, and just little things can, like, ruin a week. Like, just little things like that. And mm-hmm. so, if this guy's on that end of the spectrum, this is, that's a hugely, said he was hospital- that's a hugely traumatic thing for They said like he was that. hospitalized because of the trauma of what just happened. Yeah, it's horrible. What a piece of shit, cop. And it was in Miami, by the way. Yeah, I, I feel so. Colin seems much better off than this thirty-year-old Hispanic guy was. Because I, if I told Colin to lay on his belly, you know, he would be able to follow those instructions. But when Colin chopped his foot with an axe back in February, he was not able. Like there was no reasoning with him. He was inconsolable. Um, we were really grateful that the surgeon like moved heaven and earth. He called like 10 doctors and anesthesiologists and stuff to get his operation done the next morning because Colin just, there was no, Oh, hang on till Monday and we'll fix your toes. You know, he was just like, I can't move my toe. Like you couldn't talk Scary. it through yeah. with him. Yeah. And, um, and this guy's worse than Colin. It, it would appear, you know, I don't know him. So, um, Anyway, I, I, yeah, it was an awful one. Is it? The, the, I, I don't know what I want to happen to the cop. Surely fired, you know. Like, yes. the, don't you? Not, I hate that though. You know, like, 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 it's not like he fucking misfiled some evidence reports. He mm-hmm. didn't use his cruiser while he was off duty. He wasn't speeding in his private vehicle and and like you know drunk. Those are fireable offenses, right? He shot criminal. a man. Whatever he the shot a man. Whatever. Like, like the, if, if any of us were, were trying to enact some sort of citizen's arrest, and we had that man on the ground, and and there's a video of us doing exactly what those cops did, we would all be in prison. We would all be yeah. in prison for what we did, and it would be a hate crime. What yeah. What is the? You should be too. They should set an example of it. I don't. I don't know what I want to happen. You know, like, I, I, what happens if you accidentally shoot someone? Do you know? Like, are you all like Cheney's able to do it? Charges and, <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's case well, by hunting, case basis. I'm sure it's a case by case basis, but, mm-hmm. but it depends what happens to the other person. And like, 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 it, there's there'd be a handful of charges, like reckless endangerment and discharging the firearm in public, and a, and a whole handful of other things that that carry some like high end maxes that they can no, like jump on up to and fuck you over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, it's not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, uh, but he shot a man. He, he shot a man. Yeah. <sighs> Like that, I mean, he got him in the leg, and the guy looked like he could Thank probably. God. He looked like a big guy. Like, like it's not like it was gonna. 
I don't imagine his femur is shattered. You know what I mean? It looked like he took a flesh wound, and that's kind of how they presented it. And he's sitting there, you know, able to. He looks fine now. Thank God. But mm-hmm, yeah. he could have been, been dead, paralyzed, disfigured, right. maimed permanently, unable to do his job, unable to support his family. Like, let's not try to pretend like that cop meant to shoot him in the leg. If that cop meant to fire his gun at all, and I'm doubtful of that, except that he fired three fucking shots, then then he was aiming for center mass or where he wanted to. He, how do you he hit him? The, oh, right so about the whole, I don't like the whole, oh, just fire him thing. Because then it's almost like they had... Uh, get away with felony free cards just, just be for being clear, a cop. I wasn't saying just fire him. I feel like I've been misunderstood. It was like, first well, it first, starts uh, with firing. firing and yeah, then firing, I don't know what comes next. Uh, like, I don't think, I don't think attempted murder. I, 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 I just now, don't think it, that's if, what if he was you, going for. If you did this, it would be attempted murder. If I did this, it would be attempted murder. So, so here's what this, I've got in my head. This, um, the uh, there was a guy. I think his name was Reginald Denny. It was during those L.A. riots, like back in the nineties. Yep. And um, they pulled a truck driver out of his truck. They threw him on the ground. They beat him. The guy took a brick and he slammed it in his head. And I think he was permanently injured. And then he started yep. dancing like an idiot. And it was the dancing that got him off. Right. It, they were like, you know what? If he was trying to murder someone, he wouldn't have followed the brick thing with a dance. This is a case of the prosecution getting too aggressive with the charges. He's really guilty of, I think it was like aggravated assault or like some sort of severe assault. But they didn't even charge him with that because they didn't want the jury to have the option of only getting him for assault. They wanted him on attempted murder, so he walked away. He walked away because they charged him with the wrong thing, really, and there's no double jeopardy. They overcharged him. Yeah, yeah they, they overcharged him. him. So, Although, in that, my opinion... Some murderers do fucking victory dances afterwards, right? Like, yeah. like, like, and this was one of them. This, like, like you could see, you could, you knew what was motivating that crime. We all, it, it was a racially motivated crime. He mm-hmm. picked that guy because he was white, because of the Rodney King verdict. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They were tired of seeing black men beaten to death in the streets, and they just, they, he was going to beat a black man to death in the street. What he did, he committed a hate crime, and he, and he was probably trying uh, to kill that man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's. We all know how human physiology works to at least enough of an extent that we know that. Bricks to the head from smashing yeah. are, are, are lethal. We know that's lethal. Like, like we've all bumped our noggin on a shelf and been like, shit, if that had been just a little harder, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> like, so you know when you drop a cinder block on a truck driver that you've already beaten severely that he's probably not going to make it. And that's what his victory dance was about. So that that one in particular mm. sickens me almost as much as like going all the way back to Mogadishu. There's so many things that I can't even watch the videos of because I'm so upset with how they were handled. And uh, this this thing we just saw ranks right up there with for me with like the Mogadishu U.S. soldiers drag drug through the streets and uh, and uh, uh, the the incident I was just talking about a moment ago. I, I agree. Maybe that guy should have been charged with attempted murder, but I feel yeah, like yeah, that's that informed, you know, what attempted murder is. Like you have to actually prove some intent to murder, and the fact that after one shot in the leg he stopped. I wonder if maybe attempted murder would would have the same result, which, oh, my God, would be people would riot in the streets if they were like, you know, he wasn't really trying to kill him. So he's off scot free. He only shot him the once. It's like he missed twice. Like, like he was probably working left to right head, body, leg. And the first two just missed. Like, Uh, I guess we're making some assumptions. You know, we we, we, we certainly haven't seen the man get shot. But God, I, I don't I can't imagine. I can't fathom that at any point when that video cut off. 
that that same man who's laying there being very articulate, very mm-hmm. well-spoken about the fact that he's a good guy and that they're, they're, they're overreacting, saying, you don't, there's no need for a firearm, sir. We're unarmed. This is yep. an autistic boy. I'm his therapist. I can't see him all of a sudden when the, when the cell phone that he doesn't even know about turns off, that he's just like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Fuck <laughs> you and fuck you and fuck you too. Like doing the quick arms and like reaching toward his pockets. Yeah. Like none of that happened. My problem with Alton Sterling is right. They're telling him to get on the ground and he's standing with his hands, one foot off his pockets. And I'm mm-hmm. like, is he keeping his options open? This guy, he was not doing that. You know, he wasn't doing anything that should make a cop nervous. No. And if he gets shot, who can't be, you know, it, it, it was, it was yeah, a huge mistake. I, I, if I knew the law better, I knew what to charge the, co- I'd know what to charge the cop with. Um, but certainly, he's not a very good policeman, so that needs to stop right away. <laughs> no, no, he's not. I'd go so far as to say bad. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. you're going to take hate for that, Taylor. I know. Here he comes needs a in fulfilling the career in sanitation. That's what he needs. Uh, I, anyway. I, I don't What's know. That's probably a show right there. We do, we're, we're almost at four hours, and I'm sure we'll hit it between this and my, uh, my little post-roll talk about... Uh, well, I'll get to it in a second. Richard, we love having you on the show. And it was Dude, always, I can't always thank you guys enough. I really appreciate you guys inviting yeah. me on. I, it's so fun. I love after, having you. After every show, guys hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, everything. You're like, oh, PK, PK. I just, <laughs> I, I just love seeing everyone who supports the show and, and everything else. Well, you're so. always welcome, man. Yes. Yeah, we really love having you on. And um, um, it's getting pretty late now, but but Kitty has a business opportunity that involves both of us and some travel to Czech Republic and seems really cool. It's a little tentative right now, but it looks like it's going to happen. It's a distribution company. Um, what do you want to plug for your stuff? Uh, tell, tell our fans where they can go find everything that is Richard Ryan and all your things. <laughs> so I guess really YouTube, uh, full mag, but Twitter, Instagram, all that, Richard Ryan, easy to find me stuff we were talking about tonight if you do want to see the world of wingsuiting or anything like that wingsuit rr on youtube I upload every single jump that i do it's my video logbook. really you know it's kind of boring but <laughs> <laughs> not if you like it yeah that's it so all right oh, and check, check out CISO. check out uh, dan Harmon's show over there it's really good like i said they've got everything from snl all the monty, monty python collection which i freaking love uh, it's a really, really good value. Check out all our sponsors below and get some of that those free snacks too. Links in the description below. Check it out. All right, that was. I know Richard will. <laughs> yeah, right. dude. I, seriously, I will. And I'm, our free I, snacks. I, I promise like you, you can't I'm get any better. Send you pictures. I'm gonna be like, thank you. Yeah. Yep. I, I, Check them I out. I was shocked that it's just get free get get free snacks if you want. That's yeah. They handle this. Yeah, I think so. They handle That's insane. That's, that's crazy. Thanks. Well, shucks, I so want to drag this out for 40 seconds, but I guess I shouldn't. Thanks for watching, everyone. All right, PKA episode 292. That's a wrap.